Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you Monday night, May 9th, 6.01 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's over. It's over. The 2016 Monster Energy Supercross Series is done. It's amazing. Can't believe it. Where'd the time go? Holy crap. We've got a great show. Uh, looking forward to having everybody listen tonight and having some great guests on. Gavin Faith, the Arena Cross champion, Amsoil Arena Cross champion, will join us. The Cooper, Cooper Webb, the two-time 250 Supercross West Coast champion, will join us. Um, and we're looking forward to having those guys on. Jason Thomas will be on later. Got a couple of great guys sitting in the co-host uh, seats. Uh, we're going to have the BTOsports.com tweeted Travis segment, the race tech suspension emails, X-Brand goggle, tear-off segment, the NFAB Jeep and truck parts, and the NFAB question of the day. And the Gear Alloy cold call will all be on uh, tonight. And we thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Going to talk Vegas. Going to talk my gold bracelet at the Monster Party. Finally, hashtag life goals. I got a gold bracelet for the monster energy after party here in vegas and uh yeah looking forward to having you guys on thanks to btosports.com fly racing nfab jeep and truck parts race tech suspension vortex racing x-brand goggles hot cams gear alloy works connection mission star cross 5 atlas neck brace fmf racing w wheels ryan dungey uses w wheels he won a supercross title maybe if you use w you'd win a supercross title Guts Racing, Official Seat Foam, Monster Energy Pro Circuit, the RCH team, among others. KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, and Ride Engineering, and Two Under, all on board with us. And I said Nitro Circus, NitroCircus.com. Please check them out. Coming to a city near you real soon. Incredible show. And uh, we got to give some tickets away. One of these days, we will, we will get to that. Amazon banner on pulpamex.com. Click on that. It takes you to Amazon. Make your purchase, and uh, it allows us to uh, get a little chunk of that, and uh, we keep it going. You can listen live on the TuneIn app. You can listen live on the Pulpamex app. You can listen on pulpamexshow.com. All of our codes, all of our deals, all the information about all of our partners are under sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. we got the chat room going tonight. People from all over the world in there talking some moto. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. And... Uh, yeah, like I said, we got a we got a great show. Um, also, too, don't forget um, uh, on pulpamex.com weekly we have a Thursday net noon fly race and Moto sixty show, sponsored by NFAB. Uh, one hour of uh, Moto talk before each race, and with the outdoors coming up, we'll be back before Hangtown. All right, with me in studio here, he's a two time Arena Cross World Champion. He's uh, been in studio a couple times. He's done a one on one race or X podcast. You people wanted him back. You got him. Eddie Ray. What's up, bro? Not much. Just hanging out in Vegas. Came Arena out. Cross champion. You've got that smell of a champion. Now, hey, you know. Two classes, plus 35, plus 40. Right. Qual- fastest qualifier. Fastest qualifier. Two wins. Lead every lap. Four wins. Four, oh, it was two motor format. Four hole shots. Led every lap. Take that, bitches. Take that. Congratulations. AMA number one plates in the studio. I feel like I should be getting more or something. What do you mean? I more? don't know. Like, what, like a parade? I don't know. Something. <laughs> uh, well, welcome back. Yeah, people love you having on you having you back in. So I'm happy you're uh, you're here. That's awesome. No, thanks for having me. 
Uh, 702-586-PULP. Call anytime. Leave a voicemail uh, or uh, call into tonight's show to talk to one of these guys about um, uh, what's going on. Uh, also, with me in studio, he's, uh, he's one of those guys, Eddie. I like... One of the things, like, coolest things about this show, I think, is uh, a guy like Rich Taylor, a guy like Eddie Ray, uh, Parabinos was in here. Um, uh, I like exposing, you know, there's all these great people in the moto industry that aren't the stars. They're not the Tim Ferries of the world. And I like these people, and I like bringing them to, the, to you on the show, and this guy's one of them. Seth Rarick. What's up, Seth? Not much, Steve. Just uh... Former pro racer, New York State champion, I'm sure, at some point. I don't think everyone in New York State championship. Eddie, I was more of a New England Eddie. guy growing up. Eddie, we don't, we got titles. This guy, yeah. Later, bro. You're out class. Yeah. Beat it. I'm just trying take to take the microphone off. Here. Take it off. Go, go downstairs. Um, thanks for coming in, Seth. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's gonna be fun to have you here. Uh, uh, you're a listener of the podcast, I know, and listen to the show a little bit. Working with Cooper Webb this year, uh, so we'll obviously talk about that. Is coming on the show tonight. Um, so yeah, it's it's awesome to have you here. Um, I ran into you at the, before the monster party. You were not impressed with my dress wear? I was not. You came straight from the track. Well, dude, if you I, got a gold bracelet, I don't know how you got a gold bracelet looking dude, like that. There's no way Dirtshaw got it to me. Put it that way. Um, Did he still have on muddy sandals? Uh, muddy everything. <laughs> dude, he had a muddy shirt on. Your, your shoes were muddy too. Yeah, they were. Um, but dude, it would have been another 40 minutes for me to run home here and run back and change. Should have brought a backpack. That's I what I did. Well, I didn't know I was getting a gold bracelet. Like <laughs> my plans changed once I got the gold bracelet. Come on, you're pulping X, bro. Dude, you don't understand. I don't. Nobody likes me. Like I don't get these kind of bracelets. It was free drinks. It was a VIP area. Like it was tremendous. It was the real deal. It was depressing though, Seth, because I think I was the oldest guy there. Very depressing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have to. I have to agree. <laughs> See, <laughs> he he might not have been noticed, but he was the worst dressed for sure. <laughs> I had a t-shirt and shorts on. I, no, listen. Once I got there, when you told me that, I was a little worried because you had a nice shirt on and you had some ladies and everything. Everything looked cool. <laughs> but when I got there, dude, it was t-shirt and flat bills. I was fine. Yeah, there, I was there, fine. A lot, there were a lot of bros in there. Yeah, like there was. Bros. There was no issues with the dress code. All I'm once saying I got is, in everyone there. with a gold bracelet, though, they all were dressed better than you. That might be true. That might be true. But Eddie, I didn't. Everywhere I went, just come on through, buddy. Come on through. Yep, bracelet, bracelet. Come on in. Free bracelet. Bra- wait. What are you doing wearing cargo? Beat it. <laughs> you and the cargos. Take take a hike. Did uh, you get that made at Kinkos? That's probably they thought you made it at Kinkos. It was fantastic. It was great. Was, my life goal, bro. Hashtag life goals. Uh, I really appreciate. It. Also in studio with us tonight, uh, seven time WMX. Uh, champion and uh, uh she's uh, of course married to eddie ray jessica patterson jp money what's up hey just how are chilling. you good everything good thanks yeah. for coming in you've been in here before yeah not just with him though like yeah uh yeah usually with him no but i mean i don't know Something i don't know about no yeah, yeah. <laughs> how's retired life bro oh yeah it's been pretty Wait, good did you do a gncc though did i see you yeah. came back yeah i did um like I don't know, like two weeks ago or so, okay. I decided, Are like... Are you coming back? No, no. No, no. No, I uh, I did it. I went to um, Big Buck, and it's only, like, 45 minutes from the house. So um, I decided, like, the week before, I said, if the weather's perfect, mm-hmm. I'm in. And so was I started it, Was running. it a track you liked? Is that why? Yeah, it was okay. my favorite one. Okay, all right. And it's really close to home, so I didn't have to travel or do anything too crazy for it. So I just right. kind of suited up and I went out and, and raced and then I realized how much work it was again. So then I was done. When's the last time you hit a moto track and practiced and did laps? Uh, I don't, I don't know. 
<laughs> um, I mean, I've ridden with Mackenzie Tricker a little bit here okay. and there, but I don't right. put in like a full moto with her. I pick and choose when I want to go and then I stop mm -hmm. and nice. see what I want to do. And Hashtag retired back. life. Yeah, yeah, do what I want. Right, exactly. Uh, well, well, we'll we'll come back to you, but thanks for coming in. Yeah, uh, you're only in for the first hour and then you're hitting the road? Yep. All right, leaving Eddie here? Yep. Because that's when the ladies are coming. That's fine. I've got it planned. That's Pookie's fine. not here. How Jess do you know? Out. Hey, how do you know I'm not going to like Thunder from Down Under or something? Private that's, that's, show. That's an excellent point. I don't know that. You're right. I don't know that. Uh, JP Money in studio with us. Uh, welcome back uh, from vacation, our producer, our call screener, uh, Travis Marks. What's up, Travis? Hello. Are you... Hola. Are you back for a while? Are you leaving again? I'm not quite sure. It's a part-time job for you. <laughs> not really sure. I just kind of let you know. and Like, hey, I'm not going to be here. Uh, you better call Talon. You went to uh, honeymoon. You're, you went to your yeah, honeymoon. Where'd you go? Cancun. How was that? It was nice. Just you and the new wife? or Yeah. Well, no, I didn't know if you were like, yeah. No. No. Oh, Cancun, no, that's bro. That's it. He surely came empty-handed, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Eddie's bummed at you, bro. I, I got you this job. That banana bread got you this job. <laughs> he got and you tonight, job, and he can take you out of this job. Kick me out. You've too. settled now. Uh, you've, you've settled. You, you missed, showed up empty-handed. You cookies last time. Last last week I was here, I was I brought cookies. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I forgot with Eddie in the studio, i got to turn down the mic. He's always yelling, talking very loud. <laughs> Seth, you've known Eddie forever. You guys go back a ways, huh? Yeah, good ways. Uh, I met him through Jimmy D. Uh, okay. Uh, six, seven years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Long time. And actually, for people who know, Seth Rowe, when you race pro, uh, X-Brand goggles are your choice of champions like you. You, you depend on X-Brand. At the time, I was an X-Brand guy. Well, now, okay, yeah, now well, I'm a Scott athlete. It doesn't matter what you're running now. What you're running now is inferior. But back then, you ran uh, X-Brands. I and, was. And love this guy and right here. my goggle guy. Me. Yep. Yeah, no, uh, it's fantastic. So that's, I always how, had that's enough how I got to know you a little bit. What? I always had enough tear off. So <laughs> did you have dog hair in your goggles? Here we go. Here we go. Never had dog hair. I don't know if I ever. I built you some sets. Oh yeah. Yeah. You yeah. gave me the good stuff. Yeah. Like I don't think I built for you all the time, but when I could, I did, or whenever I had. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Whenever it worked out. Yeah, you out. hooked me up. Um. So yeah, we um, we got Seth Rarick in the house, Eddie Ray, Jessica Patterson, and uh, hopefully Travis is here. I don't know. He could step out halfway through, and we got got to call Talent. I'm not really sure. Did you? How's the app coming along? The the Pulpmex app. It's almost done. People are going to really think you're serious. They're going to really <laughs> it's think you're not serious. Almost in the end. Um, no, I haven't even started. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, let's get right to the phone calls here. Um, John, what's up, John? What's happening? Hey, uh, I had a comment about your comment about Cooper Webb earlier today in the podcast. Yes, uh, you said, should you worry because he hasn't won an outdoor title? And to that, I say Ken Roxon didn't win a 250 outdoor title. The next year he won a 450 yep, outdoor title. Very so. good. Kenny's a little different, though, because he was in Europe, winning in Europe. You know what I mean? He won an outdoor title over there, beating Jeffrey Hurlings. Yeah, that is. So it's a little different. A very good point. It's a little different, but I get you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. You're right. So good point, John. Thank you, man. Well, that's all I have for you. All right, have awesome. a good day. Thanks. Uh, well, since we got Seth here, let's talk Cooper Webb right off the bat. Well, no, first of all, let's do this. 250 East-West. Um, move. Can you move that way? And then, Eddie, you move that way. I got I to, gotta, like, look at you more you know like i gotta bend my head okay Blame. good <laughs> 250 east west combined counting for points i loved it i thought it was awesome i hope they do it i hope they do it some more eddie what say you i i agree i i agree with everybody who said as a racer i would hate it you would hate it yes yes if you're cooper webb as a fan it's not good a, as right. a fan as a spectator as an enthusiast it spices things up and i think it it's good because it draws these guys. In. How many guys have we seen in the past go, east-west shooter, I'm out. Dude, yeah. It's wrapped yeah. up, I'm out. And it's 10 laps, and the, the intensity is about the same as, as me. We're at, paying the at, same at, amount for a, a ticket. Gym. Yeah. 
we should get to see the whole show. Yeah. So I think it was a good idea. Um, I love it. Yeah, maybe in, in of course in in Coopers and those guys, you know, defense. You know, yeah, I'm sure if, they hate it. If I'm Larocco or a Brad Hoffman at Star and Cooper and Malcolm, I'm shitting my pants because they got the points lead and anything can happen, especially with the rain we saw in Vegas. But almost, but did it really affect anything? It almost did. Well, I mean, if it was all the East guys, it could have been the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Cooper. No, no, I think it's great. Seth, what do you think? I mean, take away your thing about Cooper and all that. Yeah, no, I think it's a great idea. Uh, right? From a fan's perspective, yeah. I think it's awesome and it needs to stay. For, yeah. I agree with Eddie. For a racer, I would hate it. <laughs> what was what was Webb's stress level on a 1-2 on a to, to uh, uh, Tim Ferry, 15? Uh, I don't think he was stressed until he fell every after the first turn. Okay, yeah. That's when his, right. I'm pretty sure he was pretty stressed. Uh, I know I was stressed. I Dude, he was in 12th. He needed 12th to Savachi one, and he was in 12th for... Yeah. Eight laps. Yeah, the laps. longest time. Yeah. yeah, Until Aldrich fell on the last lap. Yeah, well... Uh, and did you even know that? Did you know? Did you see Aldrich falling? Oh, yeah. Who didn't? Well, I didn't that, see it. No, I didn't see it. I dude, that it. was bad. Well, he's jacked up. He's got uh, hip yeah. and pelvis issues going on. Yeah, but, I hope he's all right. But I saw Oldenburg coming, and I yeah. knew Cooper... I thought Cooper was in 12th still. Yeah, and then well, then Joey lapped Oldenburg, so yes. I'm like, oh, he's good, because he's lapped everybody. And then he let, he let Oldenburg get his lap back. Oh, he did? Yeah. That's the first thing I said to Jessica was... He just let Oldenburg did he do that on purpose? Uh, did he definitely. Do okay, so he knew Cooper was the next guy up there? I mean, because Savachi was claiming he never saw Cooper. Uh, I, I don't think so. Because over I, the triple, uh, you know that Dragon's Dragon yeah. section? Cooper's going through there, and Savachi was doubling the triple. And I saw Savachi look over a couple times, so I'm sure he had to know no, uh, yeah. what was next. So he said he didn't know because we were thinking, man, is that ever going to either bum Cooper out or pump Joey up? Or maybe Joey tries to take Cooper down. When he's lapping him yeah. or whatever, you yeah, know what he I wasn't, mean? He wasn't catching him enough to, right. to lap him, but um, he was it, it was smart on yeah. his part to it let was. Oldenburg by. So I thought, I didn't see the Aldridge thing. I didn't really yeah. know what was going on. So I thought Cooper was 12th. Yeah. Here comes Oldenburg. And I'm like, ah, he's probably going to run out of laps, but holy shit. Like, yeah, that he, was close. But you knew he was 11th already? Cause yeah, because I saw Aldridge. Aldridge thing. So, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I, I knew he was good. So but Aldridge, yeah, Oldenburg could have still passed him and, and he would have been fine. And he would have been fine, yeah. But I don't. the stress level, I don't think, really kicked in until he went down. That's when. Right. I think uh, everyone went through the roof. And, like, and Mookie, okay, so Cooper's the next superstar in the sport, probably. He's the guy. Look, he had a DNF. Otherwise, he walks to this title. Um, so out of the two, like, Mookie's the guy that's like, he's got it, bro. No problem. Two weeks ago, he's up by one over Plessinger. He crashes 18 times in St. Louis. He's up by one point. Or maybe that was, was he up by one after New Jersey? Uh, I think Or St. Boston, Louis. I mean Boston. No, was, St. Louis. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so St. Louis crashes 18 times. He's up by one. You're like, dude, this could be APs very easily. This could be Mookie. Mookie's cracking. Who knew that come Vegas in the mud, Mookie just takes it home, no problem. Like no stress. Won the heat. Third in the main forever. And you're just like, oh, Mookie's got it. While Cooper, the guy that's like, we're like, oh, he's a heavy favorite. He's got this thing. He's the guy with the wrist injury that's sort of riding it out. Like it was kind of weird, kind of yeah. flip flop. Yeah, before the wrist injury, I, I was really looking forward to. Um, the, the whole shootout thing, yep. and kind of seeing him and him and Mookie go head to head. But uh, once the wrist injury came, I just, I'm glad the weekend's over. Eddie, Seth can't answer this because he's Cooper's guy. He's on the payroll and everything. And we're going to get to that about what Cooper pays for and what he doesn't. <laughs> Why did Cooper say in the press conference that his wrist was fine, and we all had him mistaken with another rider? Maybe y'all did. <laughs> his wrist is is sore. He's got a problem. He's got an issue. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you had a mistaken for someone else. 
I don't know. I don't know why a guy does that. I don't know why the riders do that. I really don't. Like, you don't got to be like, hey, yeah, the uh, fifth metatarsal has a small crack in it. We're going to put a pin. You don't got to get into details like that. You know what I mean? But you can be like, hey, yeah, it's definitely sore. I'm dealing with it. I'm going to ice it. Uh, It's going to be a tough night, and we're really looking forward to, you know, doing the best we can. It is funny how everybody in the sport has become like, let's hide everything. You know, like. It happens. Dude. This ain't the first one. It's not going to be the last. We're going to be. You're going to be sitting here next year, going, "Why is this person lying about their no, knee injury?" Yeah, you no. know, uh, Villapoto's knee for the outdoors. Are you right. doing the outdoors? Oh yeah, I'll be there on the line. You're like, bro, your ACL is done. You're having surgery. We all know it. Why do they got to do that? I, Seth can't answer. He'll, he'll get fired. <laughs> I don't know how everyone found out, though. I, I mean, that, that okay. happened pretty quick. Okay, but you're right. Everybody knew. I knew quickly. I heard it from another team. Yeah. I heard it from a competing team. You know what I mean? That's like, hey, bro, right. Cooper's wrist is jacked up. Wasn't it at a public track? That's what I had heard. Uh, it, well, it was at Milestone, but he has his own track at Milestone. So, oh, so yeah. Okay, yeah. so nobody's wa- – yeah, okay, yeah, right. Yeah. Nobody was over there or whatever. Yeah, so, so I, I mean, I don't really know how word got out so fast. I asked the same thing. I said, how do you know? And they said, dude, it was at a public track. Yeah, so I, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I had people asking me. and uh, Weird. Yeah, I don't um, know where it came from. I was going to say, you've been talking about this for two weeks, and I literally – I mean, when you're on the other side of the country racing in the woods, I guess you don't really hear about it. But when you were saying something about the wrist injury, I was like, I don't know yeah, what you're talking I, about. no, it was like, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's kind of out there. It was in the public knowledge. And like I said, I found out from another team. So they don't have access to Cooper's x-rays and everything that's going on. So Maybe the guy that owns Milestone's got cameras on every track <laughs> that nobody knows about. <laughs> and then he sees it and he spreads the word. It is funny how it gets out there, though. Like even – well, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, you know, like I heard Cooper sign with Thor for next year. I talked about it a couple weeks ago. I heard it from those guys. The guys at Thor are stoked, right? They want the world to know. Let's tell the press. Let's tell everybody. You know, where Cooper and the agents are all like, ah, keep it down, you know, keep it down. And so so – Part of the blame is other people that have invested interest in these things. But anyways, back to the shootout. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I, when we're talking about the switching, it's like, how do they keep any kind of secret when the other brands are, or not the brand, but other yeah. companies are yeah. showing up at their semi like, hey, no, I know. where's this person at? You know? I, know. I remember one time we boxed up, uh, we kept this pretty quiet at Yamaha. We boxed up a 250F and sent it to Millsaps when his deal was up, and one of our guys flew out there with him to ride the steel-framed oil tank YZ250F. Shocking, he didn't sign. But I was like, I wonder when this is going to get found out. I guess nobody really did. But, hey, so. speaking well, of... they know now. Yeah. <laughs> and Millsaps almost signed in 05 with Yamaha. Hey, not to get too far off subject, but speaking of Yamaha 05, is the Heath Voss story true about how he burned all his plastic and smashed his motors with a sledgehammer? I don't know about the burning the plastic, but two things with Heath Voss at Yamaha. One... He put a chain between his skid plate and his motor because he thought the bike handled better. So it was a chain just sliding around underneath. What? Yep. So Yamaha's like, yeah, take that off. Take that out. We spent a lot of money to make this bike light. And so please take the chain out of your skid plate. And the other one was, yes, he had a bike problems that year. He had a few yeah, bike problems. Yeah, I heard uh, it was transmission issues. Okay. And yes, at Binghamton, he came in early. This was verified by multiple people at Yamaha Troy that told me this. Threw the bike down and started hitting it with a hammer. Threw it on its side on the stand. I think it was kind of on the stand still. <laughs> and started hitting it with a hammer. And who was he riding for? Yamaha. Ma- Factory Yamaha. Factory Yamaha. Yes, yes. <laughs> that must have been a good look. Maybe he was yeah. just straightening out the shifter. <laughs> <laughs> I have in here. Hold on. Yeah, maybe this is all just here. Maybe he was just trying to straighten his shifter. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. He, maybe he had a bent part, you know? Maybe, I don't know. I can't find it, but I have a Steve Mathis, Heath Voss sticker 
made up because I was going to work for Voss after Ferry got got let go. Maybe you would have been and the they one made a, the hammer. They, they, <laughs> they made a sticker with us on it, like a super team. We never, I never did it. Though. I what never happened? stuck around. I left. I left. Yeah, oh, but, but but it was yeah. So, um, anyway, so back to the shootout. So, um, Savachi though, full credit to him, man. Hey, Joey, you got to win. And, you know, hopefully things could work out. And he was fast as shit in the practice when it was dry. And then in the mud, you're like, okay, well, whatever. And this kid just killed his 30-second lead at one point. I think he's a guy who had the least amount of pressure. I mean, what did he have to lose? I mean, you go out and it didn't matter. He was going to finish second whether, you know, in the championship, whether he... Well, do you think that, I mean, is that what... Wouldn't the opposite feel where he's he's like, I got to win, I got to win, I got to win? I don't think so. I think well, he killed it. you don't think he knew about the wrist. You don't think he knew that Cooper was already, you know, maybe struggling. And it's like, hey, you know, I got nothing to lose. I'm going to go for it. And he, he, he probably was, rode the best race of his life. He was great. Dude, yeah, he, he, he was riding he like it wasn't even muddy. Right? He rode great. Osborne, too. Osborne had to go to the LCQ, so he had the 19th Kate pick. He comes ripping through the pack. He was catching Joey pretty good at the end. How about I, Colt Nichols? And Nichols took off. I was yeah. like, I thought he would win. Me too. We, Me too. Whether it's Andrew Short, whether it's uh, uh, Ramsey, whether it's um, uh, somebody else that has tipped my tongue. We've had seen some weirdo winners in the shootout over the years, you know, and guys that just kind of take it home where you're like, yeah, where'd oh, that come weird. from? And I thought Nichols was going to be one of them. Hey, he was going for the DC shoes, refused to lose. Won the LCQ. That's the main. right. Ten, yeah. 10 G. 10 grand. Yeah, which we I told all him la- that after the race. I'm like, you almost got that extra 10 G. Yeah, which we all laugh at because normally, you know, it's a privateer guy or whatever. Yeah, it's you not think it's happen. not going to happen. Right. When I saw him up front, though, yeah. I, was, I was pumped for him. I wanted him to win. Is he going to star next year? Do we know? I think so. I've heard he is. Yeah, me too. I, mean, I, I heard he was. Uh, he's, he's, you know, when you look at the guys he beat, in, okay, he's been doing great all year. When you look at the shootout guys, like, he still was just as great as always. Yeah, beat, Colt's beat a lot been of guys. Awesome. Yeah. He um, he surprised me this year. You yeah. knew he'd be good. Like he was good last year until he tore his uh, did he tore his knee up or something. I, I don't know. So. Yeah. yeah, I know he got hurt, but I don't yeah. know what happened to him. Yeah, I saw him before the season started though, and he was he was ripping. So yeah. I expect him to be the whole time good. I was watching Cooper in the position he was in. I kept counting the number of Yamahas in front of him that I thought being a Rock River guy would they. It wasn't close enough though, right? Listen. <laughs> If I'm the team manager, or if I'm Yamaha, I'm saying, well, Cole Nickel, I don't care if you're winning. You have a bench shifter. Bring her in. Uh, well, AP would have caught well, past Cooper. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, when Coop fell, that messed AP up, too, because AP hit him. Oh, hit okay. his bike, yeah. and that's what bent his shifter. So right. it was like a double negative right there, right off the and start. And then Jeremy Martin was unlapping himself with Cooper. Yep. And a couple times, they were yeah. like, yeah. I, I was like, whoa. Like, I was like, is Martin, is that a position, like a pass for position? No, I'm like, no, wait, yeah. no, it's not. He was yeah, unlapping so, himself. So then I was like, whoa, like a little a little risky, yeah. right? Like a little, like, uh, I mean, I don't think they're the best of friends, but still they're on the same team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I looked at Jessica and I was like, man, I was like, I want Cooper to win, and of course I want the best for Jeremy too, but it's like you would think in that position when you don't have really a chance at the championship, you'd maybe look out for your uh, your teammate a little bit, but it's like... I mean, if if Martin was riding that much better than Coop, then how can you really just stay behind him? It's not like, you know, to me, it's like you got to... Peyton always says that too. He's like, man, if you're riding better, you're going to get by. Yeah, I think if they needed it, uh, it would have helped, but it wasn't. Do you think there were some talks... Pre-race talks to everybody about, hey, we're really trying to get this thing. Uh, I honestly don't know. Yeah. I don't know, right. but I would think they would help him. Dude, how about that monster party, though? How about my gold bracelet? <laughs> that was good. I, I never saw you in there, though. I only saw you before. In oh, I was you, there. Didn't, you didn't make your way in the room, bro. 
Dude, I went into Chad's private room and it was. We were right next door. Yeah, but I didn't know that. The door was closed. We were kicking people out at one point. Okay, well, I would have. Yeah. I would have been the one to kick out. Hey, <laughs> hey, Tubby, Tubby, hey, old, hey, you're out. No, you know you this guy. E, no, you would have only been kicked out because of your clothes. Tubby, old media guy, you are definitely out of here. We got coke <laughs> and bitches right now, and you're out of here. Um, no, I went to Chad's room and it was just packed, and I'm like, okay, hey, Ellie, Chad, see you. You know, but you know, who they I, had a bouncer at theirs. No, you he didn't. was throwing people did out. Did you really? We did have a bouncer. Oh, he wow. wasn't a designated bouncer. He was just some guy who was seven foot tall. I don't oh. know his name. And uh, I thought he was like, wait, like he, he six a, foot tall. He worked from in the, Texas. He worked yeah. at the club. Oh, or well, no? okay. Well, real deal. Okay, we had an official bouncer after real deal, but real um, deal was uh, kicking people out too. You know, who I was hanging with Who's that filthy, filthy Phil. Filthy was out. Fell was he mad? Yorker. Oh yeah, yeah. Was he mad? He didn't have a gold bracelet. I don't know if he did or not. I don't know. Phil had to have a gold bracelet. He's a monster guy. Yeah, he's got to have a Phil's a monster guy. Phil told me how much he got paid for his helmet. He doesn't want me to tell anybody. <laughs> but I was shocked at how low it was. You know, he's got a claw. And I'm like, dude, you must be making big money from that. Like, it's a, you know. A You're not scared to make people mad. Just tell us. Uh, he, he'd get mad. He's already mad at you, even though we're, he's mad now at you. It okay, doesn't matter. 15 grand. Oh. <laughs> Phil's worth more than that. Right? For sure. Yeah. Dude. Phil's worth way more dude, than that. Anybody who's a monster athlete should be like, hey, you're going to get. X amount, fifty grand. Whatever. I might be biased because I'm a fellow New Yorker, yeah. but Phil's worth more than that. I'm so gonna get blown out over telling it. <laughs> um, I think he's overpaid. <laughs> uh, it was a fun time, though. It was a good time. It was um, good. So I couldn't believe it. Just gold bracelet. Come on in. Hey, how many fra- how many races did Phil do this year? You had a bet at round two when Alex and Shane oh, we Schaefer did? were here, and y'all said, I should, I'm, "Hey, I should listen back to my own show." <laughs> listen, you yeah. guys said. Let's do an over-under or something on um, how many races Phil will do. And baby Al's like, oh, I don't want to say that about, you know, I hope he gets to do a couple, but I don't want anybody to get to hurt. Oh, he did eight. And Schaefer said, Schaefer said 14, and y'all were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Too much diesel fuel, bro, at Schaefer. Uh, four, he did eight, so, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, what else? So, yeah, 250s. Mookie, congratulations to Mookie. Uh, he really didn't even leave it to chance. Just see you later. No, nah, he killed it. So, and now he's out for the outdoors. Fishing. Work. Gone fishing. Gone fishing. God, can't man. blame him. Hey, if you don't want to do come you into you work, can't blame him. Well, I mean, if well, if he doesn't want to do them and they're not making him do them, no, then, yeah, they're fine yeah. with it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's shocking to me that they're fine with it. But if you win, they're not making do it. You still get paid. Hey. That's the kind of attitude that is for losers these days, <laughs> Seth Rowe. You know, Timmy Furry would never have said that. He would have done the Nationals. Eddie, what's up with Cooper's wrist? Do you think Webb's going to do all the outdoors? What? What? Yeah. I, uh, Cooper said he's racing outdoors. He said that? I mean, we're going to ask him. He's probably going to say he is. Yeah. He plans to race. Yeah, he plans to race. But do we think he's going to make it all the way through, Eddie? Hell yeah. Seth Rowe can't say. He's an American hero. I told you that from show one when you said, oh, Cooper Webb does no wrong. I thought Benny Bloss was an American hero. He is too. He is too. Dude, I'm on the never... Bloss bandwagon, dude. This guy's driving it. Yeah. He's I, driving I just it. hopped on the past few weeks. <laughs> He's from... a good guy. Yeah. I've, I've hopped on. I can't believe Eddie. Eddie is a big fan of Benny Bloss. I'm a fan. I never met the kid, Mathis. Let me tell you, I wouldn't know him if he was here right here. Hey. But he's the future. You ready for this? <laughs> To this day, you know, I'm a, I'm a Benny Bloss fan. A fan. Yeah. No, and I told you I've never spoke a word to him. Right. So I go over to the butler truck, and <laughs> I'm trying to find Forrest, and there's Benny. Benny probably don't know me. I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. He looks me in the face and says, you hope it's going to rain today? 
That's all I've heard from him. I said, <laughs> you ho- why would he ask you if you hope? That's what he asked me. Cold call him and, he'll, and say, do you remember? He just looked at me and said, you hope it rains today? And I'm like, no, I don't hope it. I hate the rain. I'm about to leave now. It's too muddy in the pits. Look at Jessica. She, if it rains, I draw a circle. Five dots fall in there. Five drops of rain, we're out. That's it. That's it. That's all it takes. Yeah. Okay. Out of there. Um, me and Jessica left the track. It was raining. Uh, how was the, well? Let's get to let's talk a little bit of four fifties. Uh, Dungey rocks and going down together. That was awesome. That was pretty good. Reminding me of like something staged, like some sort of staged race. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I can't even chime in on the four fifty main. because uh, you were hammered. He was at the monster the party. No, no, I was not hammered. But we were back in the truck. I did not watch. I watched the start. I saw Dungey get the start. I okay. Didn't, didn't we were back in the truck? Roxon was probably faster, Eddie. He but was. He's got to stay up. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I think he was out to prove a point. You know, like that, you know, everybody said, oh, Dungey's, you know, kind of letting it slide. He just wanted to get this championship. Come Vegas, he's going to win. But I think Ken was there to prove, like, I beat you the last couple yeah, races. Yeah. Because not because you let me, because I beat you. And if you watch where he made that pass up the Dragon's mm-hmm. back, it was in the mud. Yeah. He got out of the main line and still went for it. Yeah. And, yeah, I, well, I think Ken's coming on, and, you know, I, I think it's going to be a great outdoor series. Yeah, Kenny's riding great right I'm now. a four-time Manitoba champion. You're a two-time Arena Cross World champion. Seth Rowe, you don't have any titles, but you race pro. There is something to that mental edge about, hey, I'm going to beat you. Like, I don't even care. Yeah. Like, I want to beat you three races in a row so that we go into Hangtown, and you know that I'm, you know, I'm on your level. Yeah, I was super impressed with, I mean, because the title's been gone for a while now. Yeah. So it, it tend, that tends to take the wins out of people's sales, you know? Yep. And Kenny never gave up. In fact, he's... I mean, he's rode better than ever the past yeah. four or five weeks. How much, you know, he's been talking about bike setup. He, every interview I do with him, and even when I talk to him with text or whatever, happy with my bike, changed some things on his bike. You know, we went to stock clamps a little while ago, uh, whatever else I did on the bike. How much of it is bike, though, really? And how much is it just like, whatever, for whatever reason, he's feeling it. Yeah. Like, these, you guys are so mental. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. You, you guys. <laughs> hey, I agree. You know, I agree. Uh, this whole bike setup, bike set. Listen, we're dude, not driving F1 cars. I know. Listen, I t- we're not taking round out of the out of the left rear to tighten it up. The short guy that works for Fly when he comes on later, can you tell him this? Uh, you don't want to argue. Uh, you're not going to win an argument with JT. Anyways, <laughs> he, he this, the bike setup is all like I'm tired of this. Yeah, I I think some things. I mean, I'm some, sure it helps. Yeah, some things. Dungey's hot. I think that guy could get on a stock one with suspension and win. Yeah, I agree. I think it's all about confidence. Kenny's got it right now. When it's rolling, I'm telling you, we saw last year Roman Febra ride to a, a victory with his bars twisted. Side. His setup can't have been right. It couldn't have been right that day, right? <laughs> <laughs> we just watched the geyser get flipped end over end, jump up. This bike had to be twisted a little bit. That's got to affect the setup. Yeah, It's right. all confidence. It's all confidence. Yeah, it's that's all, what I'm saying. Hey, We've got. I think we're trying to follow this NASCAR, you know, guidelines well, so far yeah. that it's like, hey, all you hear is in NASCAR is the setup was off. We came off the truck slow, you know, or we came off the truck fast, and our setup was off. We're 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 too tight in the long run. It's it's dirt bike. The yeah. track yeah. changes every lap. Yeah, you know. Yeah. No, uh, it's it's mental, man. Yeah. Maybe the mental is off. Maybe the psyche is uh, off. Well, dude, I, I, I don't think there's anything. I don't think anything explains it more than Barsha last year, where he's kind of getting yeah. work to start. Hits the mud race, has some fun, happens to win a moto. Dungey goes down, and dude, light switch. Yeah, the guy's right. a different dude. Yeah. Then he beat beat Dungey straight up dry, wet, yeah. didn't matter. 
And when he was doing it, having more fun than maybe, ever. Maybe Seth's setup was wrong all those years when he was just outside the top 20. He probably doesn't know what a setup is. <laughs> yeah, I, He's dude, lucky I'm, to have a bike. Dude, I'm the wor- I just ride it. I'm the worst. Well, my dog's eating a bought a lid to a water bottle over there. Is that okay? No, oh, he's done. Yeah, he'll be fine. Okay. Um, all right. Hey, let's do, uh, first of all, KTM. Seth Rowe, you wrote a KTM. I did for many years. KTMPartsExpress.com. I think they're in Jersey. You know them? No. Can't. You do know them because it's not their dealership name. But they're a dealership in Jersey. But their online is KTMPartsExpress.com. Pulp MX-16 saves you 15%, 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. They are there to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and a fast, dependable service. KTMPartsExpress.com, the number one online source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. Seth Rarick once raced a KTM. And uh, you raced them when they weren't that very good, though. I rode, as good. I rode them from when they were awful to when they were great. Oh, did you ride them for a long time? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, well, I remember you on a Honda at some point. Yeah, that was SOB days. That's oh, when okay. I first turned pro. Oh, okay. It was a Honda, yeah. Uh, full selection of KTM Power Parts and Powerware Accessories, KTMPartsExpress.com. Uh, we're going to give away a set of Gear Alloy wheels. Uh, Gear Alloy, official wheel sponsor of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha and Jessica JP Money Patterson. Seven-time WMX champion and X Games champion. No. Oh. Gold. Silver. Oh, silver, yeah. Okay. Nothing wrong with silver. Wait, hold on. i got to turn you on because that mic isn't quite set up. You should have won X Games. Yeah, a hundred times. I should have done a lot of stuff. <laughs> when you wore when you wore X brands. Yeah. should have won. Uh, yeah. should have won that should've. year. There's yeah. a lot of stuff I should have won, but I didn't. All right. Um, Maybe her setup was off. <laughs> that yeah. Was, I mean, I was, was your setup. It, your fault, bro. My mechanics sucked that. <laughs> so years. We're going to try to figure out how we're going to give away a set of wheels, which is a kick-ass prize. Uh, thanks to the guy, at Gear. Thanks to the guys at Gear Alloy. Uh, Gear Alloy 12-inch wide wheels have over six-inch lip. Uh, they got a 10 and 12-inch wide options, 16 through 22-inch diameters, five, six, and eight lug applications. Uh, Design engineered in SoCal and uh, Gear Alloy, they've dominated the light truck and SUV market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. And these people support the sport; they're a big part of the sport. So if you're looking for wheels, go on GearAlloy.com and uh, choose a style and see what you want. And uh, we'll, we'll hey, Seth, those guys. do you need a set of wheels so, for your truck? I do. Oh uh, well, maybe okay. we can hook you up. <laughs> we're gonna get, we're gonna cold call my mom because it was Mother's Day yesterday. He's, she's not my mom. No, I'm gonna call Debbie. Mantis. Debbie, I was gonna say who is it? Becky, but Debbie, 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 and we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get find out what she uh, what she thought of Mother's Day, what she thought of Vegas. She's a big fan of the races. She's a big fan of the races. So it's eight thirty where she is. Is she it's in bed? I feel like there's 50-50 that he picks up. Hi, yes, it's Jagger home, please. <laughs> That's the best part. Let's see if he answers the gear alloy cold call. Hello, is Jagger home? Could be with a chick. Hey, why don't we call Jagger? Your mom sees your Hey, how's that phone doing? Hi, yes. Ah, Debbie. Debbie's out. Maybe Did we you should not call, call her Mother's Day? I did. Okay. Yeah, we I talked. Say. I wanted to. I, it was early, so I wanted to find out how her day went, though. Because she's she probably not already. She'll probably call back like all the other cold calls. I know. Gearalloy.com. Uh, try to call Debbie Mathis. No go on that. Too bad. I like when y'all call. They don't answer, and they actually call back. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> Osborne. Hello. I think, did you call me? <laughs> I know. Did Debbie, you call me? Debbie's got some strong opinions about the race. Like, very strong opinions. From this weekend. Just all of them. I hear it all the time. She's got very strong opinions. She's a big Chad Reed fan. And other, yeah. So I was going to There's ask somebody her, she doesn't like. 
Oh, uh, yeah, there's a few guys. Yeah, a few guys. Yeah, she, oh, Savachi. She didn't like Savachi's party. I don't remember speech. that one, but yeah. there, there was somebody else she didn't oh, like. Oh, yeah. No, no, Debbie. Debbie's, you can see where I get it from in a little bit because uh, <laughs> Debbie's got some strong opinions. All right, let's get to some phone calls uh, before we go to commercial. Gavin Faith, Arena Cross champion, coming up. Did you go on Friday? I did. And you, yep. did you, you I were was there? there. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk a little bit to Gavin about that. Uh, get well, Chris Howell. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he died. Scary. Is he still sleeping? Oh, dude, that was scary. <laughs> hey, glad to see the medics were on it, though, so fast. I'm really oh glad. Oh my I'm really, gosh! I'm really glad to Steve, see. Steve, I thought it was you for a minute. The way they strolled out of the tunnel, bro. Yeah, they like, acted like a Sunday stroll. No big deal. Yeah, like, hey, is someone dead over there? We'll be there in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad bad. to see that, that they came running right out. It's great. Um, Chris Howell, a former ex-Brangle. But the funny ride, part is, hey, you saw when they came. Just well, I wouldn't even say they were strolling. No, no. In the dude. daytime, there well, was they, somebody down. This kid came on way. Sh- yeah, oh, yeah, a kid on an eighty came. I don't know if you OJ'd the triple. Uh, well, you hit those. You hit that rhythm section about doing Mach four. Yeah. So yeah, you're in fourth gear. Did but, you yeah. see Gavin do it? Yeah, his okay. face went off what the bars, bro. This kid comes short on the triple. I don't know. Either goes long or comes short. And this kid's. I mean, he went down hard. And all of a sudden, it's like you see like the clown, like you know, <laughs> the the clown car come out and they step out. And I mean, yeah, there were more no dig dugs on him. <laughs> like checking them over. I mean, they're out there like giving them the rollover and like everything. And finally, here they come, and the chick could barely get over the dirt pile to get. They to weren't them. in the greatest shape. Uh, they weren't nah. in the greatest shape. And and I. But okay, you're not in the greatest shape. I get it. He still literally waited five six minutes while Howell was probably swallowing his tongue. Yeah, to if out, I'm so. seriously injured, those are not the people I want. No, no. Taking care Arena of Cross needs an asterisk mobile medical unit. <laughs> they need a lot of things that I don't think they're going to do. Maybe <laughs> how about they return that RC cup and use that money. It's a sensitive subject, I know. Let's not talk about it. They might kick me out of Arena Cross next year. <laughs> they might take hey, Eddie, one uh, yeah. uh, knock on the door. Uh, excuse me, uh, do you have those uh, number, number one, one plates? All right, let's get to some uh, phone calls here. Matt, what's going on? You want to talk to Seth? Yeah, I just got a comment um, that one of his local boys, Jason Brooks, is absolutely flying, so we better watch for him in the Nationals. He's going to kill it like last year. <laughs> I remember Brooks. The, I'm a Brooks uh, fan. I don't, I don't know the kid, but I remember the name and stuff. Yeah, Bill yeah. Dill Racing, 3D? Uh, yeah, he was 3D yeah, last 3D, year. Same truck, yeah. sick truck. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good to see that Bill Dill hasn't, hasn't Bill spent Dill. money I'm, on wraps at all. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, he's running the same one. Yeah. Since Kelly Smith and Keith Johnson. Right, right. It's been a while. Yep. And JT. JT yeah, was J- a Bill Dill guy. JT was a Bill Dill guy. Uh, all right, so Matt, you just want us to tell, tell everybody to keep an eye on Brooks? Yeah, and uh, is Seth, Seth, are you done racing pro? Or you, no, uh, you come back? yeah, it's he's done, bro. Oh, uh, no, no, I'll be at the last three. Uh, I, I had shoulder surgery like seven weeks ago. So I, I really don't care. Three. He's done. He's packing it in. <laughs> I'm going to be his mechanic. I'm rooting for Brooksy, though. Hey, how's that phone? Yeah, we all are. Uh, good. Yeah. Uh, all right, thanks, Brooks. Thanks, uh, right. thanks, man. That's great. Great call. Thanks for calling. Zane, what's going on? Welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. What's going on? Hey, how's it going? Good. What's uh, what's your question, man? Uh, first and foremost, I love the show, man. You're Thank you. incredible, and all your guests are phenomenal. Thank you. Um, it's just about national numbers. Okay. Um, I I know you wrote an article, and you've talked about it before, but it's still confusing to me. Like, like the first thing that comes to mind is like Weston Pike last year, twenty three, now twenty eight, and a support class rider has his number, and I don't understand why support class riders get those numbers and premier yeah. class riders mm-hmm. they, they mm-hmm. vary it doesn't make any sense to me like someone like weston pock yeah me neither zane it's a ridiculous it it's a ridiculous rule it came in about three four years ago uh 250 supercross zane never used to count for points 
So it was only the Nationals. Uh, and some and these teams, Geico, PC, all these guys, the Star, they lobbied the AMA to make the 250 Supercross points count, and that's how you end up with dudes getting effed who ride the full season in the premier class. Uh, they get screwed, and uh, it's a it's a ridiculous rule. It's it's stupid. And I mean, but, like I respect all the 250 guys. They're they're great riders. They're great athletes. But someone like. Like I keep going back to Weston Pike, but just someone who's in the premier class that rides all 17 rounds, they deserve that number more than someone else. You know what I mean? I'm with you, Zane. It's a, it's a stupid rule. Do you, do you like the rule, Seth? Do you uh, like I, that? I don't. I don't. Yeah. No. Uh, Eddie? No. I mean, honestly, like I, I, these guys, the teams were saying, we can market our guys that got lower numbers. I don't care. You're not racing against a full field. Yeah, You're racing against half the competition. Exactly. Like, it's a joke. Like Kyle Chisholm and, and Pike and these dudes that are in the premier gnarly class, uh, the best of the best. I mean, and, 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 you and, know, something else that comes to mind is like someone like Nick Schmidt, you know, like he's a privateer, but he busts it out every week. Yeah, he, he deserves he, a number a lot more than seven, a, 79, bro. But some guy, who, exactly. some guy who gets 12th in the East Coast, especially, hey, the East Coast was tough this year. It was very close to the West or it was even better. But for a couple years there, the East Coast was not very deep. Guys are getting fifths and sixths that, again, I don't want to be a dickhead here, but they weren't that good. Those guys were getting no, I mean, numbered. I, I, I yeah. agree with you completely because, yeah. I mean, I know it's hard on whether you're West Coast, East Coast. I know it's a tough season for you, but, I mean, Look at the privateer guys busting it out for 17 weeks straight. I mean, they deserve that number more than than a 250 rider, I believe. Shocker. And I don't, I don't hey, Zane. understand it. Zane, shocker. Zach Osborne just texted me that the points should count. Shocking that Osborne thinks it's fine. <laughs> yeah, real shocking. Well, I mean, hey, and Zach, Zach Osborne is a phenomenal athlete and a phenomenal rider. He's a bad dude, but, but yeah, suck it. Yeah. You don't get your Supercross points. You're racing against half the competition. It'd be like, just, it'd be like hey, uh, Racer X, uh, you pay me twenty thousand dollars to do this job. Uh, I'm gonna do half the work, but I still want that twenty grand. <laughs> I'm gonna only do half though. Is that yeah. cool? Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I respect all these riders hundred percent. No, but, I get it, Zane. Yeah, it's not, like, not about a lack of respect. Yeah, these guys are gnarly, but it's a stupid rule. It just, I don't, I don't get it. You know what I mean? So, like, so how did how did Pike go from? 20, 20, 20. <laughs> really hung up on I don't Pike. always want to go to Pike, but hey, I had Pike back he from 28 to 28. Uh, Pike didn't have as good. my boy, man. I love Pike. Uh, you know what? He's a huge fan of mine, too. He, he loves me. Um, but um, no, you know what? He just didn't do as well as the year before. So his number dropped, and some guys that rode 250 Supercross killed it. So that's all. He doesn't have a permanent number. You get a permanent number, Zane, if you finish in the top 10 overall in the points at the end of the year when all classes are added up. And again, we're seeing 250 guys with permanent numbers. That's a joke unless you, you, know, unless you are, are right up there in the Nationals. It used to be, Eddie, like the top three or four National guys got permanent numbers, right? Like they were in the top ten if you just count their National points. Yeah, I, I remember like when it first started for the permanent. Yeah. De- I remember when it changed every year. Yeah. You know, it didn't matter. Yeah. If you were fifth, yeah, you were five. Yeah. You know? um, By the way, the year I worked for Tim Ferry, he would have been number two. Oh. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, don't care, Steve. But, um, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, all right, Zane. We got to run, but you're right. It's brutal. Thanks for the call, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Appreciate it. All right. Commercial break. Gavin Faith, the Amzoil Arena Cross champion, coming up. You ever talked to Faith? I have. You? Uh, I've never met. He's him. a nice no. dude. Real no, soft-spoken a, guy. Like, yeah. Going in, you know, it's like if it was a uh, Jacob Hayes, I would have loved to see Chris just clean him out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But. 
being Gavin, it's like I've never really met Gavin till we went to Australia. And he's such a nice guy, and he's he is, so yeah. like level-headed. People forget he on a motor conference bike. He straight up won one or two heat races against yeah. all the dudes on and the East Coast. He's just like, an all-around good guy. Like yeah. we never talked, and we were in Australia, man. He was just uh, you know right. so down to earth. Well, he's coming up next on the show. Uh, Seth Rarick, Eddie Ray, Jessica Patterson, all in studio. Uh, Travis Marks. Hopefully, he sticks around. We're not sure. Uh, we're going to commercial break here. We we'll back with Gavin Faith, Cooper Webb, uh, also coming up on the show. Jason Thomas, much much more. Stick around. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye bye. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer Proven. 
When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come into corners. and. What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version, the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelin's uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage, and normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit, but this... Um, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, Kiefer. Reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Bolt-on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. 
We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with eight pinch bolts instead of four and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time. From Atlas Brakes, we thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within works connection is proud to be a sponsor of pulp mx because just like you they're passionate and dedicated to the sport for over 23 years now they've been producing innovative products like their pro launch start device and the 123 easy build elite perch line just take a look around the ama pro pits and you'll see works connections proving ground for products under the canopies of yoshimura suzuki rch racing star racing and other top teams plus they now stock hints and clutch components peg armor arc levers and fasco products too Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. 
Do you own a KTM like Andrew Schwartz? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-L. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. 
Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm. <laughs> ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys.
everything is clear Just how you describe The way it appears A world possessed by the human Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Seth Rarick, Eddie Ray, in studio. Eddie Ray, two-time national arena cross champion. World, world arena cross champion. Amateur. Plus, plus uh, 35, plus 40. Are you you doing Loretta's this year? No. You're not? This was my Loretta's. Your whole life is geared around Loretta's. Yeah, but it's just too much work. He was crushed last year, Seth, for over his Loretta's performance. I was crushed for him. Yeah. I was burned. Too much work. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, first of all, BTOsports.com. Has either one of you used BTO in your racing career? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, fly racing. Eddie, you're currently a fly I'm racing athlete. I'm currently a fly racing. Were you ever a fly racing athlete, Seth Rowe? Uh Yeah, I currently wear fly. Okay. Uh, NFAB, Jeep and Truck Park. <clears throat> Eddie, that's you. Race tech suspension. We got a race tech guy? I, no. I, you know, if, okay. if I needed a suspension guy, race tech would probably be where I got. Uh, okay, Vortex Racing? Anyone? Eddie, that's you. Vortex? Yeah. Jess, Jess used Vortex. No, no. Yeah, we did use Vortex yeah. at one point. Okay. Uh, X-Brand Goggles? Uh, Ed, Seth Rowe, former X-Brand Goggle champion. Uh, hot Cams? Anybody use a Hot Cams? Yep. Okay. Uh, last year in Canada. Tons of power, no doubt. Wait, your bike was blowing up all the time in Canada. Too much power. Too much, too cam. much power. Yeah, too much cam <laughs> it in it. It might have been two years ago. One year. How no. many years did you have? D- how many races did you DNF in oh, Canada last too year? Too many. How many no, rounds were there? For reals. How many rounds were there? Uh, you quit halfway through. through yeah. Make it oh, no, I made it seven rounds. Okay. Um, and s- 14 motos. 14 motos. I, oh, I would have to say six, seven. <laughs> I think seven. It wasn't a good. It wasn't a good summer until I switched. Uh, okay. Um, works connection. Both, uh, both yep. you, everybody, yeah, everybody, everybody uses works connection. That's every, what Honda Everybody's bro. used works connection. Uh, Michelin Starcross Five. Anybody use Michelin tires back in the day? I don't use them, but I actually seen some people at Arena Cross using them. No, they're fantastic. They're great. Yeah, I seen that. Uh, Atlas neck brace. Do we have any Atlas? Yep, currently. Uh, Seth Rarick, Atlas and athlete FMF racing. Everybody's used FMF. Yeah, at some everybody point. has it. Come on, who has it? W wheels. Eddie, uh, you are hey, W. We were just talking about I put a picture of W wheels on my Instagram. Most likes I ever got. So big thanks to John Anderson and the guys. The uh, wheels are so quality, you know, great quality and uh, great price. And uh, they're a great, uh, awesome company. Guts Racing? We have a, any seat yep. guys? Guts Racing? Yeah, I use Guts seat, uh, uh, seat Fumps. Roost Graphics? Any Roost Graphics? No, but I like Christina. <laughs> All right, that counts. Uh, ride engineering clamps? I got Break. ride. Yeah, I, think yeah, I, use, I use 20 clamps, millimeter right. offset Fantastic. ride on my Yamaha. All right, well, this guy, uh, let's not keep this guy on hold any longer. Uh, he is the new Amsoil Arena Cross champion with uh, two two rides in Vegas on Friday night in both main events to wrap up, wrap it up for the Babbitts Kawasaki team, and we're uh, stoked and pleased to have him on the show. Gavin Faith, what's up, Gavin? How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? I'm good. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on, and congrats on the title, man. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you, man. It's, uh, it's an awesome season. Uh, it's been really solid, and you know, I think I've only off the podium three times all season, so it's really be happier. Holy crap! Yeah. Uh, you, what about the chase? Did you like it? You were leading going in, so you know it, it all worked out okay. But at the time with the chase, were you like, ah, crap? <laughs> uh, yeah, this year it didn't work out too good. I mean, actually, it worked out, but uh, I had I think I had like a 
25 point lead or something like that going into the chase. So right. If, if it wasn't a reset, I would have wrapped it up a uh, weekend <laughs> early. But yeah. uh, last year I was kind of behind the eight ball a little bit, missing uh, a couple of rounds. So mm-hmm. it worked out a lot better for me last year than it did this year. But uh, it's it's different. It's, I think it's really good for the fans and, mm-hmm. and just to keep things interesting, you know, because with I think we did like 20 rounds or something like that. So yep. most likely the chances that it's actually going to come down to Vegas to the last main is pretty slim to none if you have – 20 rounds, somebody's going to separate each other sooner or later. So. Yeah, no doubt. 702-586-PULP, you got a question for the Amsoil Arena Cross champion, Gavin Faith. Brought to you by Hot Cams. Hot Cams Unleash the Power Within. Hot Cams 2016 is 30% discount on all orders placed online at www.hotcamsinc.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, officially used by Seth Rarick. Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the show, so uh, use the code HOTCAMS2016 and Unleash the Power Within to save. Gavin, um, Man, first of all, Eddie, how fast was Gavin in the whoops? He's hey, I how thought, fast? I thought Chris and him were really fast in the whoops. Like <laughs> it was scary fast. Like a couple times, it looked like they were just hovering. Gavin, like they weren't even on in, top. In the first them. in the first main event, Gavin, I think you passed fourteen guys in the first lap in the whoops. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been really solid in the whoops. I mean, I'm, I'm like six foot tall, so mm-hmm. it's uh, definitely have clearance on my side, and I've always been really good in the whoops. So it's, they had two sets last weekend, so I, was, I wasn't complaining about that. <laughs> That was a bigger track than what you're used to, huh? Yeah, I think it was like 35-second lap time. Usually we're about 22 is probably mm-hmm. about average. Yeah. Every now and then we might dip into the 19s, and sometimes it'll be like 25, 26, but yeah, somewhere around there. For people who don't know, the start was kind of outside the arena, made a left, came into a rhythm section doing Mach 10, and Gavin, you jumped a little far one time. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I did it in practice. I almost quadded, and then... Um, and then the head-to-head race, because I didn't get the whole shot in the heat race, so I wasn't out front, so I just stuck mm-hmm. to double-double. But the head-to-head, I came in. I mean, you're coming in third gear, yeah. and you don't really realize how fast you're going, and you just barely blip the throttle, and you just float it. So, yeah, Dude. I definitely uh, went long on that one and bounced my head <laughs> off the handlebar. But, yeah, that was sketchy. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I've never really seen where they had, like, a no. long straightaway going into the rhythm section before. No. Uh, Seth, I think they could have quadded there. Yeah, I, they think, d- I think Chris Howell should have caught it because that, that was bad. <laughs> Chris Howell went three and a half. Yeah, that wasn't too uh, bad. Yeah, it was not good. Um, no, man, that was, a, that was a good season for you, no doubt. Were you, like Chris was the Chris Bloss was the guy behind you, eight points going in. He got you a point on the head-to-head, so it was seven points going to the main event. And he took off, great ride by Chris to, uh, to win both main events. Were you like, hey, I'm just going to stay here, I'm good, could you have caught him and maybe gotten into a battle with him? Or what was sort of your thinking when you were out there? Uh, game plan was just to chill behind him. Right. I mean, yep. if, I got the start, if I got the start in front of him, I would definitely try to run away. But if he got the start on me, I would get up behind him. And then I'd, I'd just chill behind him, which it kind of made it for a boring race. And I think, I mean, I yeah. just rode around a second the whole time. It was probably yep. boring as heck for the people. But, no, that was a game plan all, all along. I mean, uh, the weekend before that in Nampa, uh, he, he came into me pretty good. So I knew I knew something would be coming if, if I left the door open. <laughs> well, I'm, so I'm looking back near the end of that last main event, and I'm like, what's, what's he going? What's he doing? Hey. <laughs> so, He's, I think he's trying to slow down a little bit, but I would have finished 15th and 16th. If he wanted to go back to 15th, I went back to 16th. You're like, yeah, bro, go ahead. I'll be right behind you. And you guys are doing yeah. doing two miles an hour. Um, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, yeah. you got to do it smart, man. That's what got you the points lead, and, you know what I mean, and ride ride that way all year. Um, 
hey, this arena cross thing for you, it's really done well for you. You, you know, we saw you in Supercross a lot, uh, Moto Concepts ride, uh, Privateer rides, and you put, certainly put in some good results. You won a heat race and uh, top five, top ten guy all the time. But really, this arena cross, this has been a really nice thing for you, huh? Yeah, I definitely like it. I mean, it's it's cool. It's a it's a good environment. Like, uh, I mean, Supercross is cool too, but uh, Rainy Cross is just so much smaller, and everybody like gets along with each other for the most part. And you know, it's just a small group of people. And I actually like the race, and I like the shorter tracks. It it kind of suits my style a little bit, and you know, just a little bit more sprint uh, type racing. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to have the two main events and the head to head stuff. And, uh, yeah, I've I've really liked it the past. Uh, I think it's my second year racing mm-hmm. it, so it's it's going good. Hey, not to mention the money, right? I mean, you're like you're making money now. <laughs> it's, it's... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I keep telling people. I'm like, I'm kind of past. Like when I first turned pro, I was kind of like, yeah, I want a factory ride. I'll ride for free, whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm at the point now where. I'm in it to make money, so yeah, uh, that's that's the reason for going to Arena Cross. So, I mean, I could, I had a ride, and you know, I could make some bonus money, and uh, now I'm on the Team Babbitts. I uh, got got that ride this year, so yeah. yeah, it's it's good. I mean, I'm just like I said, I'm you know, I race. That's why I race in Australia and Germany and and Arena Cross. You know, I'm just yeah. trying to hustle and trying to make some money. Yeah, what's up with the Aussie thing? Are you going back to defend your title? Is that is that set? You've been going there for a number of years now. Is that still going to do it? Yeah. Um, I think this will be my sixth year going back if I go back. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, the plan is to go back. Um, Yeah, I rode the 450 uh, last year, and uh, it is all right. I got a couple podiums. I got third in the Australian Open on Friday night. I got Mm -hmm. second behind Reed and stuff. And and on Saturday night, my my bike ended up shutting off off the metal ramp finish line. Oh, jeez. That kind of Oh, that's right. I remember that. I was there. That video. Yeah, yeah, there was a video of you doing it floating around. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of ended my season pretty quick. (laughs) I I was sitting there watching. I was like, dang, that's a sick whip. Whoa, little fuck. Wow. I was like, holy jeez. Yeah. So next year, I mean, you'll be back in Arena Cross. Your contract, I don't know if you have a multi-year deal or whatever, but you'll be back. Uh, That's that's the deal? I signed a one-year deal with Babbitts this year. Mm -hmm. um, Oh, dude, you're a free agent. Yeah. I mean, I plan on going back to Arena Cross, but – you never yeah. know if something pops up. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you just gotta wait. You just gotta kind of weigh it out. You know, dude. I mean, yeah, you can also, you, or 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 take that number one play as a free agent and try to make some money from other dudes on other arena cross guys or whatever. Like it's, you're set up. It's nice, nice deal. Good, good for you. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't really got anything planned. I kind of just want to get through the season mm-hmm. as far as right now, and then and then uh, go from there. So right. We'll see. Uh, Hot Cam's bringing you uh, Amsoil Arena Cross champion Gavin Faith here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Seth Rarick and uh, Eddie Ray in studio. You know Seth, uh, or Seth, you know uh, uh, Gavin, um, you're Arena Cross champion, and also here in studio, uh, Eddie Ray wrapped up two championships uh, yesterday on that same track as you. Uh, so you guys are cha- Arena Cross champions together. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. I didn't, I didn't know you were racing. Yeah, I raced yesterday. I uh, I did a couple of those qualifiers. Well, I seen you at some of the rounds. Remember? I, well, maybe you didn't see me, but uh, yeah, I did a couple of the rounds and came out and did that world final thing yesterday. It was pretty cool. Yeah, oh, although the, yeah. The, the rhythm was changed a little bit, and the triple was just a double, right? Yeah, yeah. they changed. They they tamed the finish down, the finish line down just a tad. Were the whoops the same or? The right, they took the right side out, but they left the left side in, and they were pretty. Like on the right side, they oh, just yeah, put yeah, in yeah. rollers. Yeah, okay. Left side, they yep. left the whoops, and then finish line, they tamed right. it a little, and then they took one jump out of the rhythm section. Okay. They just took one out. Wow, okay. So, yeah, Arena Cross champions, you and Gavin. Oh, hey, we share something. We got something in common. <laughs> just I got two of them, he's only got one. 
And, and hey, uh, <laughs> hey, did you did you go to the arena cross, Kevin? Did you check it out? All right, Supercross? On, uh, Supercross, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I, was, I was going to check it out. And, well, actually, I had an interview with Fox Sports 1 at the stadium. Oh, cool. And I was, I was honestly, I was debating it before I went because it started coming, raining pretty good. It started mm-hmm. coming down. We're like, ah. Uh, you know, maybe if you watch from TV, I'm like, oh, shit, I got to do an interview. So <laughs> I um, had to go out there. I was going to say, like, so, yeah, you saw your training partner at the, the farm, uh, Joey Savacci, and he lost the title, but he rode phenomenal to uh, to win the race. So that's cool. Yeah, no, he killed it, man. He's he's had a great season so far, and, and you know, we've both been trained on the farm, so it's cool mm-hmm. for, you know, for Ricky and, and Clint and Jeannie and the, the trainers here to, to see us doing well. Uh, when you practice, do you guys do you practice with him a lot? Are you uh, are you same speed as him? Are you uh, faster, slower? How how is it practicing with Joey? Um, it's good. Um, I kind of ride a abbreviated track. I cut oh, okay uh, the supercross track in half just to try and mm-hmm. you know simulate arena cross a little bit more, a little bit higher intensity sometimes. But um, yeah, we work sections together and stuff, and and you know. I, I'm pretty close to him. Uh, he he usually gets me by a little bit, but mm-hmm. when we work sections and you know full track, he's he's definitely a little bit faster than me. But uh, no, it's it's awesome having somebody you know better than you to ride with and to chase around. It, mm-hmm. it kind of always sucks when you're the fastest guy at the track. But oh, no, I hear you, bro. Uh, it was always me growing up. It was always me growing yeah. up, fastest guy in Manitoba. It's terrible. <laughs> um, hey, um, if someone were to call you tomorrow, a uh, Supercross dude. Um, and say, Gavin, all right, I want to come to Arena Cross. Tell me, like, what should I expect? Like, what would be what would be surprising? What would you tell a dude like that? Like, what would you say to him about the series in general, uh, whether it be anything at all? What, what, would you, what kind of advice would you give a guy that's never been to Arena Cross that wants to try it? Um, I mean, it's, it's tighter than you think. Like, <laughs> Supercross, you, you have room yeah, to, yeah. to get out and, and kind of ride your own race, but – that's why I kind of joke around with Joey. I have my practice boots at the track, and they're uh, raced a couple of races. On them. I have tire marks all over my boots. I'm like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't go down, but you just get a lot of tires into your boots, and mm-hmm. just everywhere. It's, it's it's really tight. There's tw- there's 16 guys on a 22 second lap time. So yeah, I mean you run into lappers quick, and you know I mean starts are crucial. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's important to put yourself in good position because obviously if you get fifth place in your heat race, you miss out on the the head-to-head, which is one point for getting to that, and then right. you have back, a back row start, which that's, that's well, really a bummer. Yeah, kind of. I kind of feel like I've watched a lot of them on TVs. Like they could do without that many guys in the main. Like let's back it down a little yeah. bit. You know, it looks a bit hectic. It looks yeah. pretty like lappers are right away. I don't know. I just... Did you see Joey Crown the other night? He almost ended Chris's main event. Oh, he, did he? He rolled. He went inside, so Chris went outside, jumped the triple. Okay. But Joey's a little bit ahead of him. Yep. He rolled the triple, and next turn would have been a left. And he just, as he rolled it, he crossed over to the right, middle. And, right. he was, and, dude, I thought Chris was laying a rate on his head. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was close. It, it's a little much with those dudes. Yeah, it looked But how hectic. many times have we seen a guy leading and somebody go over? I think it may have happened, happened to Gavin. Uh, I saw on TV. What race was that, Gavin? Like, right at the yeah. end there, where somebody went um, over a berm and, like, they never came out. Or was it that was Sewell? Hay- that was Hayes. Um, Oh, okay, Hayes. Man, that'll be good. A dude, like, chased a triple in the lane before, and somehow his bike stayed on one side of the berm. He flipped over the berm, was laying on that backside of this wall thing in the middle of the corner. Hayes comes over the wall and hits just a dude. No bike in sight. I don't, like, I went over, I'm like, I saw the dude laying there. I'm like, where's the bike? Like, I, I was so confused. How, nothing will beat Canari last year. Flying off the track into a dozer, 
getting up and jumping back in from underneath, back into the. Th- I'm just like, what just happened? I didn't see that. Where is that at? I don't know. I don't know. I think it was the first round, maybe or something. Was it? Like that. Yeah. It was nuts. <laughs> Um, the only person not injured room. was There's the dozer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I feel like they should lose a few guys in the mains. I know, you know, yeah, maybe. I feel like six teams quite a bit. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, especially on 22 second lap time, that's a little over one guy per second. Yeah. Um, but And also, too, like, they didn't do the inversion in Vegas. But they did the inversion yeah. all year. Like wh- no, they, they stopped it at the chase. Oh, they did. I was Which is weird. That, yeah. Like, why? I don't understand why they would do something one way the whole all the way through and then. Gavin's probably fine with that, though. No, I'm sure he is. <laughs> I, I'm sure he is. That's the worst part about a cross. Is it? Is it really? Well, don't you you work so hard to put yourself in good position all day. You qualify good to get a good gate pick for the heat race. You get a, have a good heat race, get a good gate pick for the main event, and then you draw 16, and all that just goes right out the window. And then you got to pass all these guys that got last and the first man that are going to start in front of you and yeah, it kind of sucks because a lot of those guys like are backpack guys and they know it and they don't mm-hmm. want to start up front so right. the first couple of laps they're like just trying to get out of the way trying not to get landed on so it's kind of I mean it's, yeah. it's really sketchy yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like the I don't like the, I've said it over and over on this show I don't like the road to Supercross it's, all it is is a way to sell tickets and try to get Forkner and Sexton and these guys in there but Gavin it kind of jacks up your guys' race too when you got a dude who's not there every week and you know, kind of. I've, I heard. I heard like. I don't want to say. Not Stank Dog. Stank Dog was like super pissed at Sexton. Was like wanted to beat him down. You know what I mean? And, and Stank Dog's not some guy that I'd mess with, but he looks yeah. like he's crazy. He looks like he's crazy. Serial I mean, killer. I, I yeah. Mean, um. So what? How do you feel about that? Um. I don't mind it really. I mean, uh, for the most part, like obviously some of the guys they get Sexton. He almost won in uh, Colorado Springs until the last lap. Mm-hmm. Just so happened, uh, you know, I got him on the last corner actually. So, and then Fortner ended up winning in um, North Carolina. So, I mean, it's it's hard. I don't mind it. I mean, those guys are pretty good. I feel like they're not too sketchy. And 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 you know, the other the other uh, guys that aren't the elite factory guys, I think they're, you know, I mean, I mean, across is sketchy in general because it's not a professional race. You know, if you can be in the A class at, at your mm-hmm. local race, you can just show up and race. So. Yeah. Um. I, I don't mind it too bad. It doesn't really seem to affect us too bad. It's like Vegas was a little bit different too because there's a lot of super super cross guys that came to race arena cross. Yeah. But kind of like I I wasn't worried about it. But I'm like, hey, if yeah. I go down the first corner, yeah. it's gonna be harder to get through. You know, we're just not in the normal field. But yeah. no, nah, it's it's part of it. You know, and yeah. I would rather have that than the suitcase any day. Yeah. No, really. So Matt Crown was doing the RC road there. Was that Joey, Joey Crown? Joey Crown. I'm sorry, Matt Crown's his dad. Yeah. Um, Joey Crown was doing the RC thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Was that his first one? Or uh, he had done. He had done. I'm others. not sure. I don't know. No, I mean, he did a few earlier. I, think. I was going to say because doing one would make no sense, right? Yeah, because you got to get four points or yeah. six points or whatever it is. Ah, uh, Gavin, I don't know um, how much you've heard, but we've had Big Nasty on our show a few times this year because I'm good buddies with a Mandingo Pickle Zone. He's your mechanic, and he's a championship winning mechanic. Just hell of a man. What was it like working? Yeah. With, what was it like working with Big Nasty this year? Uh, it's cool. I, I didn't know him at all coming into the season, and uh, he's he's super mellow, like low key guy, and it, it works good with me. I mean, I'm definitely. I mean, I, I would consider myself a pretty easy guy to work with. And mm-hmm. I'm more like, you know, I don't get off the track with from a bad qualifying time. Like, oh, the right. bike this, the bike that. I'm like, yeah, dude, I sucked. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? But <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I I'll change the bike from time to time but i'm never uh-huh. a guy that's like the bike sucks or anything and 
and now he's, he's really good to work with. He's super chill and yeah, and uh, yeah, I got along with with him great. It doesn't he doesn't say much, but when he does say something, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it too. He's you ask him like a tough question, you huh. do you ever blame and it on the setup? I don't even answer. I'm like, yeah, what are we doing here? <laughs> no, but you no, ever blame it on your setup? My, what my race results? <laughs> yeah, you ever come in and say you no. got the wrong setup? I might say that uh, my bike could be better, but I mean, we, in we, the end, I, I feel like I can win on a bad setup. So at the end of the day, I I don't I'm not a guy really to blame my bike. I mean, my whole life I've grown up riding a like low low budget bike, so I've always had not the best equipment. So I, mm-hmm. I learned not to complain. <laughs> Do you think that, um, uh, well, whatever your setup is, leave it because the whoops were phenomenal. So, uh, yeah, it was great. Um, and do you think some of your success, Faith, comes from maybe early on in Supercross when you were seeing things clearly through your X-Brand goggles? Do you think that some of that, some of your success is from wearing X-Brand? Just curious. I, it may have. I mean, <laughs> those were some pretty, that was some clear vision. Yeah, they were. I've actually, and, uh, I've actually have terrible vision about lap 10 through 15 because I sweat so bad. I have yet to meet a goggle that will not Dude, sweat through the phone. Yeah. yeah, you're a sweater. You are a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's bad. It, I've, it's it's I've, a bummer. I've never seen anybody worse than Gavin Faith. Is that bad? Uh, oh. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> it, you could ring them out. You're just like, like special foam pads, anything. This guy. Wow. This yeah. is bad. Hey, no joke. Um, Houston Supercross, I think I fell in the first corner, and like I got pretty like I'm kind of get like if I get warm, I get sweating quite a bit. First corner, like I think it was from the flames above the starting gate or something. But first corner went down, sweat in my lens. I'm oh, like, that's how worse. That's gonna be a long 15 <laughs> laps. This is not gonna be good. This is not <laughs> no. gonna go well. Well, uh, hey, congratulations, man. Thanks, Gavin, for coming on. I know it's late where you are. Uh, great job, Amzol Arena Cross champion. Uh, Gavin Faith, that's got to sound pretty good. Thank you uh, thank you for your time. Uh, good job in the season, and um, I guess we'll see you in Australia, hopefully in the fall. All right, yeah, sounds good. Thanks for thanks for having me on. I think it's uh, my first time, so yeah, no, V card. You you deserve it, man. That was a <laughs> that was a great season for you for sure. I watched a lot of the races this year. I don't know what it was, but I I might have watched more arena crosses than supercrosses on TV. Like I was at the supercrosses, so I don't necessarily you know. Well, but, it always came on like right before supercross, so it's it just, like, you yeah, know. I just. I, 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 they are exciting to watch. I know you guys aren't going to believe this, but I would get on the elliptical and then watch <laughs> Arena Cross. I, I know you're not going to believe that, but I swear that was the truth. So, um, Thanks, Gavin. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. We'll talk to you later. All right. See you later. I didn't want. I don't know Gavin this well, that well, but um, uh, oh, I got to know that Gavin has been on the show before uh, when he filled in for Stu at JGR. So, When was that? I don't remember. 2010 don't, had to be. I mean, honestly, I JGR's had 18 fill-in guys. 20. Was that when he? I think I do remember that. Was that when he was six, seventeen? Yeah, that long yep. ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would have been that long ago. Um. So okay. So back to uh, Faith. I wonder. I wonder what he pulled in, all in title and everything. Like, and Eddie were just talking about this today, actually. Yeah. Like I wonder. I don't know. Yeah. Two uh, hundred. Three hundred. Mm, no. You don't, don't think so? Okay. Eddie's no. just tell us, Eddie. Like. <laughs> oh no, I don't know. Well, I, you're I, very I, emphatic that he I didn't. I just know it's not 200 or 300. Okay. For surely. It's six, not. Figures, my, my, six figures. My guess, my guess was 100. All in with title bonus and I, everything? Well, I thought the title bonus was 100, but. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Wouldn't he insure it for 100 grand? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. 
That was we, my guess, but we were going to ask him about some suspension thing, but uh, you hung up too quick. Yeah, what suspension? Thing? Was... Well, yeah, you wrote it on my permanent notes that I keep. <laughs> so thank you. Well, I heard recently that I don't know how true this is, but I heard that Mitch was giving him better stuff than the rest of the guys. We, oh, that sounds had... like that sounds like it from another teammate. That would be bitter. Nope. We were we were talking about when you have a team that's got think, three yeah. three yeah. title contenders. All well, okay, one first team. of all, I worked on that team. It's called Factory Yamaha. I'm not v- saying Villain, I believe it. At Ferry all. and Reed. Okay, I just heard you got three title contenders, and yeah. it's coming down. Yeah. What does Denny Bartz do to manage three riders? Like, what does he say to them? Like, can he pull one guy to the side and say, "Hey, you should hit this section a little better," or "Hey, like, no, watch you, out"? I, I was on teams like that. You just deal with them professionally, and you help them all the same. So that's when we were talking about it. It came up saying that there was rumor that Gavin was getting better. That Mitch was giving. Come Gavin. on, bro. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't believe it. I don't believe I it. I said just no because Chris no. said he got to pick whatever suspension and, he and wanted. Peyton doesn't play that way. He yeah, doesn't. He really I didn't, doesn't. I didn't think so. That's just a rumor I heard. Yeah. I will say one thing. Whatever he's got for suspension, he has to keep it because him and the whoops is unbelievable. <laughs> now I did hear that uh, that Blos and Hayes were not fans of Gavin, and they were you know they. I heard that. As yeah, well. like I don't know who knows. Gavin's a really nice kid, but. You know, you never know what goes on under these tents. People would get weird. I think and it shit, comes down so. to this. If you know Chris, he's a pretty easygoing guy. He is. Gavin, yeah. easygoing yeah. guy. Um, Travis Preston says Hayes is not easygoing listen, when it comes to when, when it comes him, down but, to a championship. Yeah. You got to have somewhat of a hate for your for your competitors. Yes, things get weird. You got to hate. Them. No, and things get weird. You know, I'm sure after when the championship is settled, Gavin and Chris probably get along just fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean Hayes, I don't know, but. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about Hayes, but... I, I mean, honestly, I can say, like, at Yamaha, and I've said this over and over, I didn't really notice any favoritism towards any of those dudes. Yeah, but you never got to Vegas, and Willem and Ferry and Chad were battling for the championship. Well, in my, mind, never Fer- in my mind, Ferry was. But, it yeah. probably was, yeah. but that never happened. Right. How do you go into the last round? Like, what do you say to each one of them? You just try to be honest and help them all. That's it. Have at it, boys. You just say, hey, uh, how's, how's your bike? It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter what happens. We're getting first, second, or third. How's the setup? Y'all just go at it. Michelin Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Brand new tire out. Whatever you thought of Michelin beforehand, uh, throw that all away because uh, this brand new tire is the shit, as Eddie Ray said. Everybody in Arena Cross had it. I didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> I just <laughs> said there was a guy in front of me that had one on his bike. <laughs> um... Introducing the new off-road performance, Michelin Starcross 5, pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels, no matter the conditions or terrain. Four versions, hard, medium, soft, and sand. Michelin Starcross 5, containing a completely redesigned casing. How's that phone, Sathra? Are they good. good? Okay. Yep, we're Just good. checking. New casing design incorporates stronger, higher-density materials that reduce rate at 15%. Goddamn. For the sand tire, 10% <laughs> for the other versions. What? Nothing. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so Michelin Starcross 5, please check them out. Uh, let's get to our, uh, our regular call in here. Uh... Date City champion, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? <laughs> not Date City champion. I was not good enough for that. You must have won Date City at some point. That's why I said that. Yeah, I know. I no, I, I won. Race is just not. I know you didn't win that Bacone year. But, <laughs> you know. I hey. did win races that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you did. Uh, he won best move of the night. Oh, he did. That was awesome. He did. <laughs> that was he awesome. He did. Uh, yeah. Do you think yeah, you could yeah. pull that off again? Like, do you think like, you, did you mean to do that? Like the no, way that actually no, 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 worked no. out? Definitely not. Because that I, worked out great. All I meant to do is bump them and be like, "Hey, dude, like, chill out a little bit," and things went sideways. He <laughs> <laughs> did. Um, all right, JT. So the the uh, first of all, you did not go to the monster party. 
I did not. No, I did not. I had passes for you. I thought you. I got a gold bracelet, bro. You getting to go and getting in and, and enjoying it is is all the satisfaction I need. Like I, I feel like I, I won because you were there. This is going to blow you away, but Seth here, uh, Seth Reaction Studio. I don't know if Travis told you he's been out of the work for a while. So, um, Seth was a little. This is going to shock you, JTL. You sitting down? I hope you're sitting down. Um, uh, I am. Seth was a little concerned about my wardrobe going into the nightclub. It wasn't good. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> I'm sure you went straight from the race, right? I did. What was I supposed to do? I didn't know I was going to get a gold bracelet. I would have brought change of clothes. I didn't know. Yeah, rookie, rookie move. <laughs> when you're not used to gold bracelets, you just you know you don't you don't prepare for it. You know. Um, yeah, they didn't. They didn't say anything to you. Who? They should have. Uh, like they should have. No, people? dude. Once I got in, it was flat bills and t-shirts everywhere. <laughs> like seriously. Oh, okay. it well, was... you didn't even have pants on though. Yeah, yeah, he had muddy cargos. I did. They were not muddy. They were muddy. They were not muddy. Dude, your shirt was muddy. No, it wasn't. Everything was muddy. Dude, I'm a media guy. I was in the press box. It wasn't muddy. If you were walking around the track all day, you were muddy. I wasn't walking if around. If you were walking into the pits, you were muddy. It looks like he just danced through a puddle before he walked in. You're such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Um, chance ability that Dirt Shock would have had me turf, JT, if I, if I showed up, if he saw me there with a gold bracelet. Yeah, I can't believe he didn't see you at all. Yeah, he would have definitely kicked me out. Oh, God. I don't, I don't think he would have, but he would have probably been like, how did you get in here, and how did you get that bracelet, how did you get free drinks? If, if I would have said, should I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gave up Ellie Reed as my source. Uh, I don't think Ellie knows any different. Like, she wouldn't think you and Dirt Truck have a big beef or something. She would, I don't think she's I don't have a beef with Dirt Truck. I don't have a beef with Dirt Truck. I think well, his videos you know I mean. suck. Like, I, yeah. I don't think that you like him, and I don't think that he likes you. So, right. there's that. Right. JT, do you think Cooper Webb does all the nationals? Seth is here, and Seth's like, that's what the plan is, but let's be serious. I would say no. Right. I mean, and that's, I mean if you're hurt, you're hurt. Like this. Yeah, yeah, no, you're, not do any, you're not going to do anybody any good riding hurt. No, no. That's yeah. my opinion. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, I wonder how much, too, like we had uh, J-Mart on the show last week, and I said, hey, you're going to 450s next year, but you're not going to have, you know, how, I said you're looking like you're not going to have a Supercross title. What about staying down and just getting that last title? Because he could, you know? make good money and everything else. And J-Mart was like, no, like no chance. And I guess Cooper's the same way. Yeah. If you would have said, hey, Cooper, you didn't get a national title, stay down one year, no. Yeah, I think, no I way. think the only reason you would do that is if you didn't have a really good offer in a 450, and both of those guys are getting paid very well from what I've heard. So, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Like they, both have, they both have proven themselves in their own right in different ways. So I think it's time, you know, and yeah. in the, in the uh, a la Jeffrey Hurlings, it's, Time to move up. Oh yeah, no, Hurlings is killing it. Yeah, good job. But he won again, by the way, this weekend, so it's fantastic. Uh, you couldn't have planned it any better, JT, for Roxanne and Dungey to crash into each other and then having to pick up their bikes and the electric start of the KTM. Yeah, coming. how mad do you think Roxanne was when he was kicking his bike? <laughs> uh, well, you both, JT, you raced the KTM. No, you never did race the KTM. I did Those, in uh, in Europe. That's it. Yeah. Like I saw, we, I've seen Dungey a couple times stall in in between rhythm sections and just fire it back up. Oh, it's, oh, it's the life biggest scene. like help in the world. I mean, I, there is no substitute for that, especially when things go wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a big deal. Like I, I'm very surprised that they haven't found a way to add it to Roxanne's bike somehow or any bike. Yeah, it's on it's on the Hondas in Japan, but I understand it's not coming production. Mm-hmm. So doesn't Chad have it? No, Chad had a no. Chad has had a hydraulic clutch. I think he has a I think he may have electric start too. Really? Mm, don't quote me, but 
possibilities. Uh. How many bikes in Europe got them? The Rinaldi bikes do? Yeah. Oh. Really? Got it. Yeah. Oh, I never noticed that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, you might, might want to look into that. Well, why has nobody reported this or talked about it? Uh, well, I thought that was your job. No. <laughs> I've never watched Chad <laughs> kick his bike over, so I have no idea. I could have sworn. Maybe he that. wasn't kicking it. Maybe I'm, he didn't notice that. I'm texting him right now. Is 1032 late? Uh, he's done for the season, so probably not. Okay. Oh, hold on. <laughs> You guys can talk. I could have swore Fever was kicking his bike a couple weeks ago. No? No. I think I think the guys in Europe have electric start. JT, you know really? anything about that? Uh, I just All I know is that I've, I've seen some suspicious-looking buttons and switches on his bike that would indicate electric start. Huh. Uh, JT, uh, Eddie Ray's no here. One's ever told, no one's ever told me that. Right. I'm just, well, I just asked him. We'll see what he says. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, by the way, we were arguing about 250 Supercross counting for national points, and Osborne texted me and said it should. He's happy with the with the rule. He's happy. I'm sure he is. <laughs> it, it's you actually get more upset about it than I do. You hate that. You hate that fact. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, it's a regional series, and you're it's a national number, so I don't know what else there is other than that. <laughs> I mean, right there. Right. Um, uh, Eddie Ray has two arena cross uh, number one plates in studio. JT. I saw it. I saw that. That's awesome. I didn't even know he was racing. I what? talked to his dad for like half an hour on Saturday, and I had no idea he was racing. Four, <laughs> we were talking about car racing. We were talking about car racing. For Forrest, Forrest actually changed his plane ticket and came and watched. No way. That's yeah. Awesome. He came and watched yesterday. It was awesome. Hey, your car is badass looking, by the way. Thanks. The NFAB car? Really yeah, the really NFAB good. car. What, can we get some pulp, pulp stickers on yeah, there? Yeah, of course. Okay. For the right price. I like how you left the pulp stickers for the MXA test. Strong. That's good. It's a good move. I like that. They told me they were going to Photoshop them out, but they, they didn't. didn't. They it, didn't. They made it. Pulp made MXA. <laughs> Can't believe it. Um, what else, JT? Takeaways from Vegas. 250 uh, East-West shootout is a good thing. Yes. And, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I what, think it adds stress, adds stress to the riders. They probably don't like it. There's yep. not a lot of upside for them, but who cares? The yeah. Awesome. Well, F, Rarick, and Webb, and oh, I'm a fan of it. Malcolm and all those guys. Do you have to be politically correct when you're in, in the group, when you're in the group with a rider? Or can you say, like, I like this. This is awesome. Oh, no, I say, I mean, I say what's on my mind. Okay. Because we just, during the commercial break, we were talking about how a father of one rider locked the gear guy out of a motorhome for talking to the competition. <laughs> so, yeah. you know what I mean? Right. I don't know if that was on that level over there on Team Oh, Web. no, 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 okay. no, not at all. So you can talk to J-Mart? Yeah. You can say, hey, J-Mart, what's up? Oh, I talk to J-Mart all the time. Okay. I'm just checking. Oh, yeah. Uh, or Filthy? Or whatever. Oh, Phil's my boy. Yeah. Roman Febra has electric start. What What are you showing Let's me? Here? This, You're just showing me a boot. Um, What's that right there? Okay. Great radio. I don't see anything. Um, Great radio. All right. Let's, uh, while these guys are looking, let's quickly, uh, Travis, I'm going to throw this on you. Let's do the uh, Tweet at Travis segment. Do you have your questions picked? We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from DTOsports.com. The tweets of Travis. Yep. BTOsports.com. Call in and uh, mention Pulp of Code for a discount on anything you want from BTOsports.com. Of course, um, Davey Millsaps, BTO Sports, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton. Shorty's coming back for Nationals, JT, right? So Shorty will be at Hangtown. Yeah. Uh, Justin yeah. Brayton will be at Hangtown. Rumors are Benny Bloss will be the third guy, which makes Eddie Ray very happy. So we'll see what happens with that. And, uh, BTOsports.com, OEM parts, Michigan Starcross 5 tires, fly gear. They've got everything, anything you need. Um, uh, Eddie Ray's a – so, yeah, that means we're going to fly racing. would have brought home a couple titles. 
Yeah, in arena well, I know at least two. But it seems like you know a lot of people wear fly. I mean, I talked to Max and he sent me some gear. And this is no. I, listen, I'm not trying to kiss anybody's butt, but it's super. I wear the light hydrogen. Super comfortable. Like I mean, just yeah, nice and stretchy. Developed by Canard and Short. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I'm pumped on it. All right. Uh, so these are questions submitted to at Pulp Mech Show. Uh, Travis picks the best ones, and uh, Seth uh, Rarick, Eddie Ray, myself, and JT will try our best to uh, to answer them. All right, let's do it, Travis. All right, Ben wants to know if Irv if Irv makes so many mistakes each weekend that we see on Twitter from everyone, how does he still have a job? <laughs> JT, you're the one always hardest on Irv. So hey, maybe Irv said. Somebody on the Rockstar Monster Energy Kawasaki. I heard that, and I, I looked at Jess, and I just shook my head, and I was like, can you believe he just said that? Someone told me, and I didn't hear it, that at the end of the race, Irv said, we're waiting for Rockstar to finish second, and it was like, wait, he's gone. <laughs> That's what I, 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 someone tweeted me and said that he was looking for Rockstar late in the race to be second. If uh, Someone needs to really record a whole show. Like in the stands, and yeah. you'd probably hear a thousand things that. Honestly, um, I know there's been guys that have contacted Feld to see if they can be the live announcer. Feld has no interest in that. They are riding Irv out, and good for them. It's nice to see them give seniors jobs. They need to keep money, keep employed, and everything else. I, I just if I did that my job that bad, any job I want, if I poured concrete. Worked at Subway, right for Racer X, I would get fired. Irv is, I don't think he follows the sport at all, except on Saturdays, perhaps. I just knew him from doing local races back in New York. Oh, he like, is a New York guy, so you're going to have his back here. Well, he My good uh, buddy Seth Merrick from upstate New York. He, he, Polly Carpenter. <laughs> Polly. No, but when I was growing up, he, he, he would do local stuff in New York. I didn't even know he did like motocross and supercross. And then, yeah. Um, but yeah, he makes a lot of mistakes. I can't really Dude, back him up. I'm just saying, like, I'm not, I hate the bag on the guy. I no, do. The, no, you don't. The Twitter <laughs> is great, though. It's a hard job. You're going to make mistakes. Absolutely. No yeah. one's perfect. I make I mistakes mean, on the show. It's, it's hard to talk all day and not be perfect. People bag on Ralph, but, I mean, Dude, come on. Irv's mistakes yeah. per hour is high. Very high. <laughs> JT's not going to say anything here besides, go ahead, JT, say it. I like Irv. Okay. <laughs> That's all he's going to say. They should move Irv to the live broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> then uh, they'd fire him for sure. Uh, so, anyways, um, I got a few other tweets. People are on it for Twitter about telling me what they hear. So I don't know, Travis. They like them. They're going to stick with them. Good for them. Right on. These are the same people that have an RC cup, so more power to them. We should just start a hashtag, like, shit Irv says. There's a, already a Twitter account. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. Is there. It's have not you, me. People think it's me. You haven't seen the Twitter. I haven't. Oh, Google it. it yeah. yeah. I think it's Greg Albertson. <laughs> I've not figured it out. Honestly, I do. But, oh, some of the stuff I've seen on there, dude, it's Yeah, awesome. I retweet it a lot. Yeah. The sad thing is, is people think it's me, and I swear it's Whoever not. Whoever runs it doesn't update it enough. No, though. they don't. It's, no. It could be JT. JT, JT, that could be you. I would never take that angle against her, but I like the guy. <laughs> You've been known to have a fake Twitter account at some point in your life. Yes, but it was never it was never uh, damaging to anyone else. I think David Villeman would, would dispute that. Well, <laughs> it wasn't really damaging to DB. I just maybe have disagreed with his opinion at times. No, you made fun of him, and, and I get it. I, I made fun of him? No. I think you did. That's fine. I don't think so. No. 
It could be you, actually. Now that I think about it, this that could be you could be ultra secret with that. I don't know. Maybe you tell us if you did it. I don't think so. I don't think I would be able to hold it in for this long. Do you think it's Greg Albertson? Do you know? I don't. I don't. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think it's Greg. Oh, you don't think it's Greg? I think it's, okay. I think it's just a random fan. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. Next question. All right. Chris wants to know. Uh, Cliff White said every mechanic had go-to tune-ups. What were some of yours and Eddie's? <laughs> ah, you know, Cliff and I, same level, wrenches. Eddie, what are your go-to? <laughs> what are your, I don't know. What do you mean by a go-to tune? What are some of the moves that you did as a mechanic to help a motorcycle your out? Signature, your signature move that you were you would do better than the next mechanic along the line that would help your rider. I didn't do anything better. I can't. I can't think of anything on that one. I would. You know what I think with Eddie? I think Eddie. I'm just going to speak for him. I okay. think Eddie raced a lot, and I think he knew a lot about uh, the racing side of it, so he could relate and and kind of help the rider. Not so much with the bike. Like Cliff White was obviously a genius with the bike, but I think Eddie could help you in your racing aspect more than a guy like Cliff White could. That would be what I would say. Okay. Um, did I have anything? Oh, Jesus, probably not. I mean, I would clean up a practice bike cylinder yeah, a little bit. I ported a bike once. I ported a cylinder once. Uh, we sold a Moto Triple X bike. And it, it, Nick told the guy it had a pro circuit cylinder, and he's like, "All I have is a stock one." And I'm like, "Okay." So I looked at his Mitch's one. I did do some measurements, and I took the new one and I ported it. And I'm just like, "Here we go!" And I kind of cleaned it up and everything. So before we sold the bike, before we shipped it, I uh, we had to borrow it for a guy for the World Cup, the race, the World Cup. Yep. So the guy rode it. I don't know what country he's from, some weirdo country. And I'm like, "How's the motor?" He's like. What did he say? Was it lots of bottom or lots of top, JT? Do you remember? He, he goes, not so good on top, but lots of bottom. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's what I, that's my specialty. Nick loved that's it. That's what I thought you wanted. You should the cylinder. I know. Nick was Nick loved it. He, he went on for months about that. Um, so I, I didn't do much. I cleaned up cylinders. I don't know. Cliff White is a genius. He's ten times better mechanic than Eddie or I. Yeah, for sure. All right, Patrick wants to know, uh, I guess this could be for everyone, who is your favorite person to follow on Twitter? Seth? Besides the Irv account. <laughs> Ooh, uh, yeah, the Irv account r- r- ranks pretty high. But um, you don't say Cooper Webb, okay? No, that's no, super no, no, lame. no. Okay. Uh, I'm probably going to say J. Cole. Who? J. Cole, rapper. Come on now. I'm out, bro. You don't know nothing about J. Cole. I follow Hagar, Sammy Hagar, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't follow Hagar. Uh, I don't really use Twitter too much, but okay. I, I don't know. I'm a big J. Cole Why? fan. Why? So. What, what is so good about it? What's um, Just lyrics or the thoughts? He puts some lyrics, okay. yeah, some lyrics, and then he, uh, I can always tell him his next song. he talks about his bitches. <laughs> oh, that's Jacob Hayes. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Sorry, I thought you said Jacob Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> no, he let, oh, and uh, no, G-Eazy, J. Cole, I don't know. Jesus, okay. All Just right. rappers. Uh, and I'm not a big Twitter guy. Eddie? I don't have Twitter. You do. You I, do have Twitter. I do, but, 14, I lost, but I, we lost the password, so we don't, I don't add it. How, how about Instagram? Uh, Instagram... Someone good. Uh, maybe MX Fails, because you're always getting some comedy. Some he crap. was on MX Fails? <laughs> I saw his the bike. Do- the dune goon. You need a subframe, don't you? <laughs> he's, a dune, he's a dune goon, bro. I still have those parts in the shop. He was on Holy MX Fails. Geez. He was on it? Yeah, he overjumped a dune. I follow a lot of we'll people, show you so they're commercial. all good to follow. Uh, JT, what about you? My favorite Twitter follow would be Austin Stroop. <laughs> Stroopy's pretty good. Not anymore, or it was. But he's in and out. <laughs> My favorite Stroop tweets were, I'm coming back and training or something. 
I intend to cut like whatever it was. And like six hours later was I need a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, JT, it's funny. Last week when you said uh, somebody like to follow on uh, Snapchat or something, uh, you said Lewis Hamilton, right? Something like. Yep. It's funny. Uh, Thomas Covington, he rode to Vegas with us. Um, yeah. When we got here, well, I was like, "Where is it, Mitch? Coming? You know, he's monster guy." Oh no, he's off with uh, Lewis Hamilton at something. They're going here. They're, they're, they're in, Bar- they're in yeah. Barbados or yeah, something. Yeah, over here, over there. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, that's funny." I said, "JT like follows him, and he's like some kind of jet setter." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, that guy's that guy's on the next level. Travis, what about you? I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite. Never really thought about it. Yeah, I don't know if I, I wasn't do expecting you to ask oh, me. Sorry, mine's Pookie. Love it. Her stuff about new kids and and uh, um, what, new kids and all that kind of stuff. Spreading love like peanut oh, butter. Spreading love like peanut butter. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. It's fantastic. Blink twice if she's behind you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question. Uh, Austin wants to know what's with Partridge and the Rocky Mountain ATV team slash Bracken Hall. Is there a strong hatred there? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I don't follow Partridge. I don't follow Partridge. Uh, he was in the studio one time. He has to come on the show. He was on his phone the entire time and barely paid attention. But um, I get screenshots of these tweets that he says to to. So yeah, he's he's bitter that getting let go or he retired or there was something about like yeah he's. I thought, uh, do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? I thought, I thought the, him and Bracken Hall were like buddies. He's always like my little Mexican buddy. No, well, something then, happened. But even before he retired, I thought he was going to ride for Rock River anyway. For yeah, yeah. So this is. Going way back. Uh, he's got it out for Bracken Hall, Bracken Hall dad, or somebody at the. I and thought they were buddies. Yeah, I knew nothing about that. Yeah, yeah. me neither. Right, JT? Did you see the text I sent you, Mathis? No. Right, right, right now? Yeah. Oh. Uh, you know. They just so delayed it. Oh, yeah. So Partridge oh, just yeah. said, cue the I'm so proud of you for making the main event post. Everyone fell in the last lap on their bike, bro. Great job. I guess he's talking about Bracken. Bracken made the main event yeah. this week. Yeah, he just um, taking another shot at Bracken. They really... What really, happened? Well, oh, my God. What? I don't know. Kyle really doesn't like anyone on the part of that program. That's for sure. <laughs> he he only... doesn't like the seven-deuce-deuce? That's impossible. <laughs> Everybody likes the seven-deuce-deuce. I don't know, bro. Uh, so, yeah, you know what? I don't know, and who cares? <laughs> really, yeah, I mean... It's not my deal. I just want to stay out of it. I promise you that. <laughs> right. All right. Eddie, Sean wants to know... Would you rather win at Loretta's or get tenth at a national? Uh win Loretta's. Really? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Eddie's stories when he was on the podcast. Go back and look at it in, in the archives. For sure. Really? He, yeah. he would make all the night shows. What would then... I get for tenth at a national? It's not I mean, eleven now, points. I, no, wait, eleven points. No, 11 now points. with lights riders, I wouldn't even get a national number. Yeah, this is true. Hey, I can remember when you could score two points and get ninety nine. Now yeah. I get tenth, and for what? You know? Yeah, Seth. How did you never have a national number? I always missed out, dude. You were always right there. Like, I was always on the you, brink of the uh, brink of the top twenty. I was never. Did you? Have, what was your most number of points you scored? Uh, just a few in really? 2011. Yeah. Damn, I remember you always the one being for like those lights rider. You would add a number. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Loretta Lynn's title, Eddie. You yeah, already got for one. Sure. You already got one. That's all right. I'll take two. Go right along with these two right here. <laughs> have four total. <laughs> I think I'd rather have ten than yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I'd rather yeah, have ten than Definitely. You know what's crazy though? Stale Spangler. Fly Racing works at a marketing guy at Fly Racing. Great guy. Uh, he went four eleven JT at Redbud. What, what did Dale do? Four. I don't know what his moto finishes were, but it was it was in the top ten. He got fourth in a moto. And yeah, you're he like was, he was good. You're like, dude, that's phenomenal. And he's kind of like, eh. 
When was this? Uh, uh, no, I remember Spangler. 89? 90? Yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah, fourth um, of the Nationals badass. Dude, if, do you imagine what I would do on this radio show if I had scored a fourth? Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie's like, oh, jeez. Fourth at a national, I, I would, you'd never see but me it's, again. It's so funny because Dale's like, he's kind of just, eh, yeah, yeah, I had a good day. And you're like, bro. Like it was like Bradshaw, Kudrowski, yeah. you. Yeah. This may sound so. funny, but if it wasn't top three to national, even if it was fourth, I'd still take the Loretta Lynn's title. Really? Yeah, for sure. You're that, an idiot, that, baby. Hey, that's in the yeah. book. You're an idiot. That's I don't in the know, book. Man. I don't know. Fourth at a national. Dude, Loretta's is not like you're too wrapped up in Loretta's. Yeah, I am. But <laughs> not gonna lie. I mean, JT never never doesn't have a Loretta title. Uh, no. Now, now change the story. Give me all those finishes he had as a pro, or the Loretta Lynn's title. Uh, okay. I'm taking that one okay. all day. Okay, so forget the money he, so, uh, that he probably yeah. made. I'll just take it. Look, I mean, you can. I wouldn't fit in this place. My you, my head wouldn't fit in this house. <laughs> okay. Next question. Uh, Steve, Daniel wants to know, with Malcolm winning the title, are you okay with the bike being thrown down in the mud? Yes. Yep. Fine. <laughs> Race is over. Season's over. Throw it down. You want a title. Absolutely. You win the first moto at Glen Helen, you throw your bike down? Hey, bro, there's two motos. You barely have enough time. You didn't win jack shit. All right. But yeah, championship. that's saying a lot because I know how defensive you are about guys throwing their bikes down. No, I if, hate it. But yeah, when if you're you win, okay with that, then dude, that's saying a lot. You win the title. Oh no, I agree. Race with it. is yeah. over. Throw it down. Ride it. Set it on fire. If I won the title, I'd be like Brian Deegan. I would ghost ride that thing over the finish, <laughs> and then I'd roast the tire off. I'm fine with that. If you you know, just don't do it after you know. Yeah, do, right. do when it means something. They didn't have a video of Malcolm roasting his tire off. Everybody else did it. it seems like Gavin Faith. Burned it off. Oh, well, yeah, because the pits were, uh, were grass there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Should have stopped that on the road. Then. Got, <laughs> Mookie's on the I-15. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping Coop was going to burn his off, but the grass can't do it. Just like an idiot. All right, last one. Randy wants to know <clears throat> for everybody, does the Supercross season hurt Kennard's search for a ride? He was very fast, but not a single podium. Very surprising. No podiums. JT, what, uh, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I don't think it was the season he was looking for, but Thanks. what are you going to do? I mean, no, I don't. Well, the I don't question is, tips, is did it hurt him in negotiation? Yeah, I don't think of it hurt him it getting does. a ride. I think it hurt the price he's going to get. Yeah, of course it does. I mean, if, okay. if everyone, we talked about this on the, you know, post-race deal, if everyone in the world is expecting you to get a podium in Supercross and you don't get one, that doesn't, you know, that's obviously a negative, mm-hmm. you know, for, for negotiation. Right. I would agree with Eddie. He's going to get a deal, but he just yeah. doesn't have a lot of leverage where he may have before. I just happened to be talking to Forrest yesterday, and like you know, just I'm making general conversation while we're I'm yeah. waiting. In the why are you waiting to my, win? Yeah, yeah, why are you waiting, waiting to win? Well, yeah. my my value is going up. Yes, I said, you know, what about this? What? And he's like, you know, whatever. And then I said some names, and he's like, you should see the prices they're asking. You know what I mean? It's oh, like, these, these agents are idiots. They're morons. So what do you do? Just wait it out? I mean, eventually they just drop. <laughs> I heard these. I've I've had agents drop sixty, seventy grand in a week. You're like for a goggle deal, and you're like, really, bro? Like, like come in reasonable and let's meet in the middle. Instead, they just go, they just shoot for the moon, bro. That gear deal that a few years ago that we always laugh about was pretty awesome. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> I told you about that. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one was good. Right, I had an agent that dropped the price. A hundred and thirty grand in seven days. <laughs> I heard a conversation just this weekend. Happened to be sitting there with somebody who said, "Hey, the contract's at your place, or it's yeah. it's where you know for you to look at." But he said, "It's okay. I know you're not going to agree with the numbers, but that's fine. We'll we'll bump it up." 
And he hadn't even seen the contract yet. He hadn't seen the contract. He said, I know you're not going to agree with the number, but don't worry, we're going to bump it up. How about an agent that told me, hey, man, we're looking to sell this part of the helmet to you know to this company and what do you think about can you guys do something and you know anybody wants to do something and then i'm like okay all right yeah that sounds good let's talk or whatever let's think about it you know go over and then i talk to a guy and they're like yet the guy can't sell that spot we own that spot we have a contract that owns the spot and you're like but the agent said it was fine and that (laughs) happened like what the fuck? Was it the pulp? Was it the pulp sticker? <laughs> no, no. Weimer made that happen. But like, you're just like you're dealing with like almost uneducated age, yeah. uneducated people. Some of the shit I hear is so ridiculous. Right. You're just like, Once again, you know how no degree to be a trainer. You're yeah, not a trainer. Yeah. No degree to be no. a sports agent. Maybe no. you're not a sports agent. No. You may not have run with Schmeich Schmelman. Yeah. Uh, it's so weird, man. I I don't get sometimes these guys. So what was the question? I remember. Oh, Canard's value. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that he stays at Honda, JT? I think he might. I just don't know if it'll be under the same test. If that makes sense. I think he may still be on a Honda, but just not in that truck. Does it remind you of Schmeichel? Schmeichel Schronda? Uh, I think there's a couple options there. Schmarschland Schronda? I think he's either on a Honda or a Kawasaki. I think those are the two options, okay. and I think there's a few scenarios for both. Right. Well, I would imagine he wouldn't do it for anything but a works bike either. You know, he ain't going to. No, yeah, he'll yeah. be on, he'll be on right. factory equipment for yeah. sure. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Um, there's everybody's up, and I, that's one of the questions I got for later on the show. I want to ask you guys what is, you think. Uh, is there any truth to Geyser coming over here? He wants to, but I, what do you think? Next year, would he come over? I've heard but there's rumor next he year. signed five year deal with Honda. Yeah, no, he's got a Honda deal for five years, but it's for anywhere. Yeah, I've oh, heard he's, anything. I've heard he's coming here next year, full season. Wipe the team, clear it out, bring him in. That got, guy's bad. He's, he's good. Supercross. Yeah, what do you How's think about Supercross? Supercross? Who cares? <laughs> well, dude, outdoors, from what I've seen this year, he is bad. We just talked about how eight races in Supercross gets you a whole summer off, and now Eddie's saying, who yeah. cares about Supercross? <laughs> I think it'd be fine. I think it'd be Would fine. you hire Gacer or Ferrandis? Guys are all day. Yeah, Gacer, Gacer or Tonus? Go- to- is that a serious question, too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So Gacer would go 250s. No, he can't. No, no. I he won a world title. No, I heard 450. You're, you know, you can't ride 250 Supercars. You won a world title. Yeah, I heard he's coming 450. Right, right. Yeah, full time. Well, you know what will happen, But then though? he won a world title in the lights class? Why would that matter? It, it matter. But you know what? They'll just change the rule to make it fit. That's what they just do. Yeah. They just, they, that's what they do for Jeffrey. Title, why, would, why would they put him down? Like, bring him, just bring him. He's obviously ready. Because what about Soupy skills? Yeah, but who cares? He can oh. win a 450 outdoor championship. But wait, I or, thought or you can't like you can't ride a 450 until you've qualified for a 250 main. No, uh, the Rotor Supercross does not apply to Euro riders. Tonus never had to do it. Doesn't apply to you guys like that. So like I said, loopholes. the rules change. Dude, dude, the rules yeah. just change. Whatever works. I heard. I heard After they just changed the, the rule again for Jeffrey that you don't have to move up to what your number is on your bike. And do you remember they the stay in there forever? <laughs> do you remember the 18 rule? There's a turn. Have to have to be eighteen to turn pro. Yeah, and they, yeah, that got changed when Cincerillo yeah. said, "I'm going to go to Europe to to do some races." And Roxon was like, "I want to come over." Yeah, that mysteriously went away. It vanished. No yeah, one whatever, talks about it anymore. No, whatever works, so we can make it fit, so we can get the riders over here. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's stupid. So, uh, okay, JT uh, Cooper Webb's coming up. We can't be late because then Sethro might lose his job. So uh, <laughs> we got to go to commercial, and we'll get you back on after Webb. Uh, we want to do a little bit more with you. And uh, so, yeah, flyracing.com, Jason Thomas.
Call you back, bud. All right. Uh, Eddie Ray, Seth Rarick in studio. Cooper Webb, the 250 Supercross champion, is coming up right after this commercial break. Uh, Stick around. We'll be right back. Uh, the The song coming out of commercial, I am not responsible for. All right. See you in a bit. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone, Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro.
Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike's handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8 pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and blighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack, so... 
there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it, most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, in talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved the weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within usually safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility notice how we said usually the all new line of atlas braces are 20% lighter have three times more suspension in them maintain the much needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less the experience speaks for itself the only thing left to do is join RV Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. 
For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. 
They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning, may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show. Actually, I take this back. I'm okay with this song, Rarick. It's a good song. I, I thought you were you. gonna pick rap. I forgot you picked this one. Uh, I went more '90s moto. Yeah, this is this is '90s moto. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Defined. Dude, I've talked to you about this. Like, uh, um, you love that stuff. I love it. Like you. Oh, I love it. Dude. Like those videos and sort of the '90s and Fresno Smooth. And, <laughs> oh, like, they're great. Yeah. I'd rather watch uh, main events from back then much more than. Like, what year were you watching, or what? Like, what did you? Um. Like, are we talking 2000s? Or no, we we're talking... Ta- well, I was born in 92, so yeah. I'm a huge MC fan. Yeah. So I'm going to say 95 to 02. That era right there. Yeah, yeah. That, that, was, that was my time. What, so were your you, fav- what was the favorite videos? Um, Revelation 199. I, that, that's 2000, though, so that's um, any of the Terra Firmas. I don't think I saw that. No Moto Triple X? I like the Moto Triple X ones. Yeah, they're good ones. Yeah, they're good. My boy Scott Sheik was in one of them. My, so. rod, my rider made it. I was there that day. Birdwell what? is in Triple X 2. Ty Birdwell. Oh, Ty Birdwell. We were yeah. at uh, Redick. 
Reddick. I remember that. Yeah. 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 I loved Reddick. I was like, am I going to get into the video? Was this for a winter am? No, we were just practicing oh, there just for practicing. Supercross or whatever, yeah. Oh, the yeah. track they had off to the side Yeah, there. the sand track. I don't know why they had... Yeah. Did Maybe they were like, hey, Birdie, you can't really have that. You can't really style that well, so let's just get you ripping some turns. <laughs> Do you remember some of the Moto Triple X ones uh, when they had Special J? Kenny took the guy dressed up like the superhero. Oh, yeah, yeah, And they yeah, were yeah, like, yeah, yeah, hey, no, yeah, yeah. My, my brother wants to... The black to guy? No, no, that oh, was uh, that was a uh, hey, ghetto, ghetto man. Ghetto man. Ghetto, I, just, I, I just met ghetto man. Yes, I, I yeah. see him at the races yeah. all the time. I yeah. met ghetto man years ago. Yep. Right, ghetto man's around. All right, everybody. Uh, RoostMX.net uh, bringing you uh, Pulp Nation code to save twenty percent on anything they have. Seventeen years in the business. Forty-eight hour turnaround from these guys. Cycle Trader, Colt Nichols, Tommy Hahn, Luke Reslin use uh, uh, RoostMX.net for their graphics, custom trailer graphics, helmet kits, sticker kits, T-shirts, and more. Pulp Nation save you twenty percent. I just uh, Instagrammed a photo. A guy bought the uh, Pulp MX stickers for his Kawasaki, so he's got massive Pulp MX stickers on his Kawi, and it's super weird for me. Like it's awesome, but it's also weird to you see. You actually some... bought them? No, a dude bought them. Oh, okay. I thought you said you bought a no, set. No, a guy bought a set, and I'm like, he's got Pulp MX on his bike out there in America riding, and it's like this little janky website I created, and it's kind of weird. I like it's cool, but you know, I'll what run them at the last three. No, you won't. I will. That'd be awesome. For the right price. For the right, yeah. Oh, there's, a, there's a price to everything. Here we for go. The right price. You make enough money from this guy on the phone right here. Uh, <laughs> let's get right to him. RoostMX.net bringing you 250 Supercross champion Cooper Webb. What's up, Webb? How are you? Thanks for doing the show. Yeah, nice. All good. How are y'all? We're good. Uh, Seth Rarick, Eddie Ray, and myself uh, talking a lot about Cooper Webb tonight. There's a lot of Webb talk tonight, Coop. That's good, good or bad. No, it's good. It's all good. Always good. Uh, by the way, I had a gold wristband uh, for the Monster Party. Um, I got free drinks all night. I was really pumped about it, Cooper. Nice. Yeah. He never came yeah, in our room, though. I, 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 went in, say, I didn't see you there. Yeah, real deal would have kicked him out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tubby Media Guy, out. <laughs> um, I did yeah. hit, I, I hit. I went to the Chad's room for a little bit. It was very packed, though. Um, oh, we're, we're next door. I know. That's where I found out. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, he's okay. four for the guy only. Now he's yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Actually, I, Chad is uh, the only guy left that remembers me when I was a mechanic, so I still hang out <laughs> with him. Well, Nick Way too, but that's about it. Uh, congrats on the title, man. That's awesome. Um, I read your interview from Racer X this morning, and I was wondering this during the race. Like, obviously, look, your wrist is sore. You fell first lap. But you kind of knew. You knew Savarchi was winning. You knew you were good in 11th and 12th and all that, right? Like, your team was doing a good job of uh, sort of communicating what you had to do? Yeah, yeah, they were. You know, we had pretty much gone through all week. Obviously, I wasn't wasn't doing anything riding or anything so mm-hmm. we went pretty much every scenario and situation that we could so i was you know well aware of what everything kind of needed to happen and yep. um where i needed to be and but yeah we, we had talked about you know exactly what to write and all that but you know you, you never know what can happen <laughs> in the race and well also too uh, like it's tough for you guys to see the boards all the time do you know what i mean they're sometimes yeah. in their bad spots or whatever but this one was all right yeah but. normally it, it, exactly. They they had a pretty good there. Like you just they yeah you came up with that finish line and you're pretty much getting hit by the pit board. So yeah. that was nice. But especially in mud races, you you mm-hmm. don't really have time to look over. So but, so you knew, you knew Joey was winning, and you when you were in twelfth, you you did and you, you Eric gave you a board about how far back thirteenth was, and it was a little ways. Yeah, he didn't really do that. He okay. just kept saying what place I was, you know, and that's. That's what I told him. Like, I don't – I can look at, you know, the board and see where Joey is, you know, because I knew if – obviously if he wasn't on the the 
board, then yeah. it didn't matter where I finished. Right. You know, I think he had. I think if he got fifth or worse, then it didn't matter if I finished or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I knew he was, you know, out front, and I saw. I saw at first, actually, you know, like Colt was kind of mm-hmm. right there, and but it it was definitely stressful, you know, coming from unfortunately having that crash right off the bat, coming from behind. Right. I felt like I had passed, you know, a good bit of guys, and then about halfway, then you have lappers, and yep, I'm getting. God, I felt like I was getting laps, like <laughs> guys getting their laps back, and you know, so they 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 definitely did a good job, and you yeah. know, I think. uh it worked out, and you know, I I felt like I, you know, like I was right there with Martine the whole time, right. and I felt like if I really, you know, needed that position quick, mm-hmm. which I knew there wasn't anybody really behind me, so I felt you know comfortable. But if I needed to pull the trigger, I felt like I, I could have. So, right. even though it was close, I felt like I, I, I yeah. had it in control from about lap five. Yeah, no panic or nothing. Um, 702-586-PULP. you got a question for two-time 250 Supercross champion, Star Yamaha's Cooper Webb. Give us a call and uh, ask Cooper what's on his mind. Brought to you by RoostMX.net. Um, yeah, and the one thing you didn't want to do was fall and fall on that wrist, and that's exactly what you did first lap. <laughs> yeah. No, it, like I said, it wasn't, right. wasn't looking pretty off the bat. You know, I, I had actually gotten a good start, put myself in a perfect situation, and would have had had to make things interesting. So yeah, I unfortunately landed, you know, right on my wrist. But <laughs> luckily, I mean, I had a, a a good brace on, and I mean, it was hurting. But I think yep. it, you know, I so I thought, you know, after the race, obviously I came off the track, and I thought, you know, I might have re-injured it because mm-hmm. that was the only thing that would re-injure it is hyperextending <laughs> it. Sure. And uh, but we went to the doctor today, and they just said. It was a little bit of like a ligament stuff. It wasn't the bones, you know, yep. still still good. So right, yeah. It was once for me. It was the adrenaline kind of kicked in, and I didn't feel it while I was riding. It's just as soon as you know you kind of come off the track, mm-hmm. and you you realize like, oh man, this has hurt. <laughs> You know, what's going on to think about that. Yeah, like, you know, um, without the DNF, you know, you walk to the title without the, a couple of crashes, this wrist thing, you know, you probably, you know, win the main event or finish right up there anyways, and none of this has to worry. But I, I'm guessing this was a pretty stressful situation for you as far as your racing career, huh? Yeah, it definitely was. I mean, because like you said, everything, you know, the DNF was obviously a bummer, but even after that, you know, I, yep. obviously I had that, that cushion still, so. Everything was looking good. You know, mm-hmm. we were doing a lot of outdoor testing. Everything was really good there. It was actually my second day back on Supercross and felt uh, really good there. And then, you know, obviously that's – it was my last 250 Supercross race. So yep. I wanted to kind of, you know, yep. win that and sure. go out. You know, then we get, get to the wrist injury and, you know, you never know, especially with injuries in general. But, you know, with a wrist is, is really – you know, you, you have to use it, whether it's your throttle hand or your clutch hand. Luckily, it was my clutch hand. Yep. Uh, it, it sucks because, you know, as soon as it happened, I knew I knew it was broken. I just didn't oh, know Oh, did what. you really? Yeah, you right away, yeah. you are like, oh, wait, I got problems. Yeah, but, and that's that's all I cared about. I said, you know what, I'm, I'm obviously racing no matter what, mm-hmm. but let's just hope it's not as bad as it can be. I mean, and the timing of everything, you know, it's, Two two weeks before Vegas, obviously outdoors is not far, and mm-hmm. so it's definitely you know been stressful, and you know seeing all the doctors and yeah. 
getting some different opinions and, you know, kind of trying to figure out, all right, what is, what's the best way to go about it? You know, for, for me, I put it basically in a, not a hard cast, but a pretty much a, a cast that I couldn't take it out. So to try to heal it. But then what happened was because it was in the cast, my hand obviously is going to get, get weak and mm-hmm. lose a lot of mobility. So that kind of didn't help for this weekend, but I feel like it helped in the long run for the healing process. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, there was just a lot of, a lot of cards being dealt of, you know, we didn't want to kind of, I know I had to race, but we just wanted yeah. to kind of do everything right. And then, uh, and then J-Mart passes you. He's a lap down, but you probably don't know that. Plessinger goes blazing past you. You're like, hey, guys, <laughs> hey, guys, use a little bit of help here. <laughs> yeah, so I, had, I don't know. I mean, like I they talk, we talked about it after the race. I was like, you know, I, I was, I deserve to be passed. So I'm going that. So like, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Like, like actually, the passenger was flying, so it's not like you were going to yeah. really hold well, him no, up. Exactly. You know, that's what yeah. they were saying. They're like, oh, you know, because like Jeremy's apologizing. I'm like, dude. I mean, at the time, I thought he wasn't a lap down, so I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, you, you passed me and like pulled away. Like, it's one thing if you're, you know, yeah blocking me or like running me high in corners or like true <laughs> yeah you're right you, you know it's the same with aaron like they were going so much faster and, and if it was one of those things where i was you know 14th or i wasn't making ground or mm-hmm. everything wasn't looking good then i'm sure i mean i'm sure they, they they all knew i mean right we didn't actually talk about it before the race but i think you know deep down they all knew like if if it came down to it you know I, i'm sure that they would have you know, maybe help out. out. Yeah. Um, so the plan is to do outdoors still like you, you know, this injury, obviously it's a pretty serious injury and, and uh, we yeah. understand your deal for next year is probably done and, and all that. So, but your plan, the plan is to, to keep, to try to get the outdoor title and, and, and see what goes on. Yeah, I'd like to, I mean, I, I, it's one, it's a tough situation, you know, for me, I, at first it was like, because I, you know, after last year, especially I, I was, I was bummed that I didn't do, you know, the outdoors because I mm-hmm. obviously had an own outdoor title and I really would like to. And then, you know, that that's the goal, was the goal and still is really. But right. at the same time, I mean, I think if I look at it in the big picture, the main thing for me is to be healthy next year and for years to come. You Absolutely. Know, I think that's yep. more important. Than, and with this injury, it's a little tough because it's, you hear horror stories about it. Um, so yeah. I'm not too sure as of right now. I mean, I, right. I went to the doctors today and they said everything is, I, they said, I don't need surgery, mm-hmm. um, that it's healing on its own and that it in, I mean, in a perfect scenario, it would be completely healed in two weeks, but you're like, I don't have two scenario. weeks. I don't have two yeah. weeks. <laughs> so, it's one of those things right now. It's like, okay, do I literally just show up at hang town and ride and, and try to mm-hmm. collect points? Um, I would imagine with this injury, it only hurts whenever I kind of put pressure on it and mm-hmm. hit bumps. And obviously, you know, Hangtown is... Oh, Glenn Allen and Hangtown should be great. Yeah. So, right. that's something to look at. And, you know, there obviously is a chance that I could yeah. if it isn't completely healed. So, I, I'm not sure. I think we're going to kind of come up with a game plan. I mean, right. best scenario, I can race and kind of push through it. I mean, worst case, if I have to miss, you know, I think it goes three races in an uh, mm-hmm. off weekend. So, yep. So I have to come back at, at that. And, you know, we even talked about, say, had I, and there's still, who knows, that I might 
it's not looking like I need surgery, but there there is a chance. Uh, yeah. And we even talked about, you know, if I do, just coming back and riding the 450. So that's, oh, yeah. Know, that's true, too. Outdoors right, yeah. GPs. Yeah, the plan um, so, plan is for you to do the GPs at the end of the year. Uh, what about Australia and Lille and all that? I know you're going 450s, so you might want to not do that stuff because of testing, or yeah. do you even know? No, that's no, I haven't. The only the only race that I'm going to do, regardless, is the Charlotte GP. Um, yeah, just because it's you know my home, right, right, home race. Sure, I, I can't let that go. Uh, I mean. I'd love to, if I put in the scenario, to do donations again. And if I do do donations, then I would do Charlotte and Glen Helen. Um, mm-hmm. But no, no, right now, no overseas races. I mean, I, we've talked a little bit about, you know, me and Chad kind of doing the Australia thing again. I think that would be cool. I really like right. that whole thing. But I haven't really, you know, thought about it too much. You know, I, our, our biggest thing is just, like you said, the testing is going to be important and mm-hmm. getting in a in a good off season of, of training and you know obviously i need to probably get a little stronger and stuff like that so right. uh, um i like that yeah, i love the fact uh, uh cooper webb by the way on the show two-time 250 supercross champion i love the fact like i mean look you're not doing it for free you're making a shit ton of money but i love the fact that you were not scared i'm going to australia i'm going to more Nations. i'm doing lil <laughs> uh, geneva i might have missed one in there just japan. like japan yeah just like yeah i'm racing that's what i do you know, a lot of, in this day and age of guys going, hey, I'm not going unless I get a, you know, 60 grand, and I'm not doing that, and I'm not doing that. I loved it. You just seem, you seem like you're like, yeah, cool, I'll go, I'll race. Yeah, you know. No, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, mm-hmm. I there there's a, some negatives and there's obviously some positives too, but yeah. I feel like for me it was it was a great thing to do because I think it really for me, you know, it helped a lot on the 450. Yeah, I, I think racing different guys and racing the 450 because like i said you know the goal this year is 250 class but you know i want to be a a 450 rider a good 450 rider so Mm -hmm. i think racing especially you know racing against febra and you know those guys towards the end at you know going hell into nations and all that like i think for me it was a huge huge thing just as far as i mean obviously confidence but um you know, racing mm-hmm. badass guys yeah. on, you know, certain scenarios that I might not be able to have until I line up at A1 next year, you know, racing against top 450 guys. So Yeah, yeah I I, uh, I talked to some of your competitors on the West Coast, and a couple of them were like, man, he came in like, I feel like I'm just getting into racing. And this kid, I mean, you know, obviously they were getting beat by you, so they're trying to rationalize it. I know how <laughs> racers are. But a couple of guys told me, man, like, I really think him racing – really helped him because yeah. right from the gate a1 you were maybe just on it gate drops racing at high levels yeah. than those dudes you know yeah i think it i think it helped and you know because our series is short i think i can get away with that i mean if it in the 450 class it's such a long series that i'm sure yeah you know it's a little more difficult to stay motivated and and the top of your game for that long so but yeah i think for me it almost made it uh the pressure of A1 didn't seem nearly mm-hmm. as bad as it had been in the past. You know, I, right. I come in after racing, like I said, the 450 against Chad and Stewie at Lille. Like, you come and race the West Coast, <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah. you know, it's, it's just kind of seemed like it wasn't yeah. as big as a deal, I guess, it was the year before. Sure, so. yeah. I know that. Um, no, I think it was oh, good. I know the fans in Australia, like after Stu dropped out, you jumped in there, and uh, 
guys loved it down there. They loved you. Yeah. They loved the way you acted. You were friendly. Great racing with Chad. Eddie, you were there. I was there. there. It was awesome. And, and people yeah. like were just stoked that – you know, you stepped in, and, and you know you're you're what we all think as the next guy, and um, they loved it. They thought it was great. I mean, yeah. do you think? No, all, and it's fun. Yeah. I I think also that you know, besides him doing the racing, like he said, coming into those doing those races, he was racing with guys that I think were more experienced, guys that are like the stars of our sport. So I believe that at the beginning of the year, he just had everybody outclassed. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. you're going up against Chad. You're going up against. Season 450 guys, Fabra, you and know, when you're yeah, beating yeah, yeah. them, yeah. like you come back to that. I don't. I mean, I think Cooper has a very confident walk about. You know what I mean? He's very yeah. out front. Of that hey, I'm better than you guys. With that and Ryan with Chad, right. I just think he came in as you know, just right. outclassed the guys. Yeah. Um, hey, when you go to all those races, Cooper, do you put in your deals to fly up front? Are you flying up front in all those places, Japan and Australia? Nah, nah. I got my miles, but that's about it. Bro. I, I it's pretty new when it comes to all that. You, you, know, you like, gotta, you gotta get up front. Like, yeah, yeah. Come, come. I know now. Unfortunately, <laughs> you're in the front. Seth's in the back. Yeah, R- <laughs> R- R- Rarick is in the back. So you're in the yeah, laydown bed. In the he's in. He's by the bathroom. <laughs> we're, we're stuffed three deep on the way to Australia. <laughs> were you really? Me, him, and gas three deep. Just in the <sighs> middle seat. No, no. I got window one time, bro. That's unac- that's unacceptable, Cooper, for a guy that makes your kind of money and travels that much. You got to use miles, dude. We had some- crying babies. It was bad. Oh, dude. Yeah, you got to start telling these promoters. No, 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 no. Up front, <laughs> I go up front, or I am not coming to your janky race. So yeah, that's the well, move. And it's yeah, I'm at you know. That's what I yeah. <laughs> he said yeah. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Next time. Yeah yeah. Now I'm a 40 guy. Yeah, just, yeah exactly. Hey, so Seth's in here, and I've known him for a number of years, and a good friend of mine, and, and uh, we talked about working with you and everything else, and the, you know the like kind of make fun of this man friend role, but for real is these guys play a role and they help you guys like you out. There's so much shit going on for you guys for training wise and, and at the races and everything else. But what does Seth do? Well, what does he do? <laughs> what does he do? Good. What do you appreciate him for? This uh, should Coop? Be a good one. What, what, uh, what kind of stuff? do Nothing. you? <laughs> he does a lot, but he's not good at any of it. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> nah. nah, I'll give it to all Seth. Nice. He's definitely, I mean, I've known him for a while. Mm-hmm race each other and it's funny you know you talk about racing like all this geneva stuff we when i first turned pro we hopped in his van and did about every money race we could do for about three months straight really marshfield fair bro no idea all across the northeast and southeast and yeah so we've kind of you obviously known each other for a while Mm -hmm. and um he won't admit it but uh, first time we met, he cool guyed me. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. That's not how it went down. Were you mad because he like he's the hot kid and you were like this vet and you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna. No, that time, at that time, it was it was at the Kawasaki Racing Champion. <laughs> he's local celebrity in the B class. The guy to beat got passed on the last lap, one of the last corners. And at that race, if you win the B class, you win a bike. Okay. And. He got passed, and I'm just like, oh, man, like, that that sucks. Like, I would hate to be that guy. And then, <laughs> hey, guess who beat me, too? Who? Brooksy. Oh, the guy the, Brooks. The guy called in, yeah. <laughs> Jason Brooks. Yeah, iced me out. Um, <laughs> yeah, on a two-stroke. Oh, Rarick. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, I, I'm, yeah. I try to delete that memory from my head. And... Okay, so what does he do well, Coop? What What is he good at? What What, what, is he, what do you appreciate him the most? <laughs> uh, he's just good at, uh, I mean, we relate. You know, it's it's good to have a guy that 
he's a he's a hard worker and and a positive guy. So I mean, to have somebody like that around all the time is for me. I think is important because I mean, as I'm sure you guys all know, this this industry can can be not the best at times. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, for me, I'm 20 years old and been living in California on my own for three years and. You know, I just get to a point where, you know, you start to kind of, I don't know, maybe get, for me, I feel like maybe getting used to the same living and sure. and I just felt like I kind of needed oh, that's... a little bit of motivation, I guess, and just kind of some positive influences and uh, so, yeah, it's been good. Very, very mature of you. Coop, I like yeah. that. And also, yeah. it, when it's 1 a.m. and you want to get more money out of the ATM, Seth's like, bro, yeah. it's over. It's over. We're going back. <laughs> no, exactly. he's, he's, a, he's a good babysitter. Right. That. We're going back home, dude. Nothing's good going to happen from here on out. The gold bracelet's coming off. Right. The gold bracelet, bro, <laughs> we're done. We're done with the gold yeah, bracelet. Hang them up. Hang right. them up. Here go. <laughs> I like that. So, um, and so you, Seth, what have you, working with Coop, obviously you've known him a long time, what have you learned about him? What have you sort of, you know, um, appreciated about him? Or, or you know, I mean, obviously you see this, you see this buddy of yours yeah. getting pulled three, four different ways by different people. A lot of dirt balls in the industry, too, that want a piece of him. Yeah. Guys like internet radio shows and shit like that. Yeah. No, so, I mean, the biggest thing uh, I love about Coop and is just how humble he is. I mean, I've known him since, you know, obviously a long time now. And you see a lot of these guys, you know, turn pro, especially when they start winning. Mm-hmm. And they just turn into rock stars. Just pure, That's just true. Dickheads. Yes. And right. blow, yeah, I, I hate that more than anything. Right. Someone tries to act arrogant and better than you, that... That pisses me off. So uh, to see Coop remain the same, he hasn't changed since he was, you know, 13 years old. So that, mm-hmm. uh, to me, I respect that a lot, you know. And we're, um, you know, we still get along just like he did way yeah. back, way back when I cool guyed him. So he says. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, it's been it's been good, and uh, it's cool to see the. Um, also, like it's kind of funny because back whenever. We first uh, started racing like the A class, and we hit those money races. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know if he'll say this, but he wasn't known as the hardest worker back then. Oh, um, okay. So to nah, see him, uh, yeah, how his work ethic and his diet back then was uh, pretty funny. Right. But uh, now it's it's really cool to see you know how serious he takes it, and you know obviously two number one plates they speak for themselves. You know you got to yeah. put the work in. So well, also too like like I said, there's these dudes coming up to Cooper, agents or, uh, or dudes, yeah. and so at least he can look at you and be like, what's, what's up with this guy? And you can be like, look, that guy's a douchebag. Oh, that guy's, I, yeah. yeah, no, I tell him what he thinks. He knows uh, exactly what I think about everybody. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of douchebags out there. Um, also too, Coop, uh, your agent David Evans, I understand he's your guy. Really good dude. Like I like that guy. Yeah. I think he can. Help you be honest, you know, be realistic, and and just a good guy to have I think on your side. I really do. Um, in an industry yeah, that nah, an industry absolutely. that has a lot of dirt balls, you know. So yeah, uh-uh. nah, he's been he's been awesome. Yep. No, I think I think he kind of calls it like it is, and he knows people, and we'll just be honest. So um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, except for internet radio show guys, just do all those. Do <laughs> well, all we those. still haven't yeah. even figured out what a Manfred does. He didn't answer the question. We're just curious. What do you do? Yeah, he just said he bounces things off. He's an idea guy. He's if, oh. if you have to pinpoint it, like as that's not, not what he told me earlier. It's expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. <laughs> uh, I, hey, I was trying how? to get him to use the coupe card today. <laughs> I said, "Hey, just pull out the coupe card. We'll take ten percent of those winnings and go drop it on the table." <laughs> how's, how's Seth on a bike? On a bicycle? Coop. Uh, he's good. Okay. He's, uh, yeah. No, he's he's. I'll give it to him, Seth. He's he's in okay. shape, and uh, even though he 
you know, um, he's getting getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, the plan was for him to do nationals, and I was looking forward to uh, cheering him on. But now this shoulder thing is really throwing a wrench into it. Now he's going to be full time busy. No, last three, bro. I'll last three. Last three. Oh, geez. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard it about 78 times. Oh, <laughs> dude, I know. Trust me, I know. Um, Go ahead and buy your ticket. I was saying, race. when he comes okay. back, he's gonna, his man friend's going to need a man friend. Seth, so you <laughs> and Coop, you and Coop go to Outback for dinner. Yep. Who, who, who pays? Uh, Coop. Coop does. You, Coop, and uh, Plessinger go. Who, does he buy for you still or no? Um, well, with AP, yeah. He'll, he, yeah. Okay, he'll just split the bill and be just, yeah, he'd pay for me. Okay. Uh, you, Coop, and me go to Outback. Does he buy yours still? Steve pays the bill. Yeah, yeah be, I pay the bill. <laughs> and then he'll complain about it on the show. That, yeah, that'd be you. Okay. Yep. Well, I'm still complaining. One time I went to dinner with Chad, and he didn't buy it. I'm still bitter about it. You, Coop, and Steve go in a gas station and get a drink. Who pays? Uh, no, I, we're I never go in. Yeah, he, he, never, he, never, he never goes he in never the gas station. Because he pumps the gas and I, he goes and I buys his own drink. Exactly. Coop, <laughs> does Seth ever pay for anything with uh, for you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, little little shit. Okay. But I mean, you know. I'm not stingy. No, no. I just. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, good. He's definitely not. It's he good says to see. he likes to go get the milk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that comment. But yeah. Okay. He, yeah. He, that's one thing that he's spending his salary on. It's milk. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, that there's, means. There's, yeah. I assume it's an inside joke. I'll yeah, there's a milk. From it. There's a milk dilemma. Okay. All right. All, almond creamer and almond milk will be the death of separate. Oh yeah. <laughs> Basically, he's just saying coffee, saying I like coffee. Right, right. Yeah, I do too. I'm not. I'm. I'm not shy to say that. Um, As he gets a cup right now. Yeah. No, I got to keep it going. Well, hey, Coop. Uh, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, congratulations on the title. It was uh, hard earned this year. Well, they all are hard earned, but oh, yeah. this year you uh, really toughed it out. Hopefully, we'll see you outdoors. And uh, yeah. yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, and uh, you boys have a good night. Yeah, we will. Hey, uh, Coop, make sure Real Deal pick me up in about six hours. It's going to yeah. be a little more than that. A little more I'm, than I'm that. Sh- I'm sure Coop's going to listen to the rest of the show. Didn't, He's didn't you glued. tell him that they had a I – I tell him all the time that they make this app called Uber. It works great. Yeah, not from Riverside at one thirty in the morning. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, expensive, bro. Yeah. Well, <laughs> who pays? Okay. Yeah, who pays for the Uber for you? Oh, that'd be me. I think that'd be no, me. Put Steve on that. You're oh, true. You're on the show. You're it's I, still. I will be paying fine. him for his time tonight. He does get a cash a cash uh, a supplement for coming in tonight for 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 contributing to the show. Okay, it's there all going go. towards milk. Yeah, <laughs> milk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Coop. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yep. All right. Yeah. See you. Cooper Webb, everybody. Uh. When I was going to ask him this, but maybe it got weird or whatever. But when he was kind of flipping out on dudes in practice, I felt maybe a little unwarranted at times. I felt like he was, you know, maybe getting a little heated, pressure, title, bike broke, you know. What did you think of that situation? Were you? I, I wrote some things about it, uh, how I didn't like it or whatever. I don't know if you wrote, read that or not, but what did um, you think of that situation? Did you have to say, like, you know, or do you think legitimately dudes were jacking with him? Um, well, the only situation I can think of is Aldridge. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
that I mean, it, it was a build up to that. It wasn't just a one time thing. Okay. Uh, I don't know if Alders do it on purpose or if he's just clueless to where. Yeah. The guy. I mean, I'm going with the other one, the second option. I, but. I am too. I am too. <laughs> um, but there was multiple times he was clearly in the way. He was rolling around in the fast line. Okay. So it it wasn't just a one time thing. I mean, yeah. there was several incidents. I pretty sure I think it started a one up until then, uh-huh. and he finally just lost it on him and. I can't say I blame him a bit, actually, right. for that. Um, I mean, if it was just, like, right off the bat doing it, then, yeah, that's, like, what are you thinking? But uh, from what I saw every week in practice, it's like, dude, I, I So would've... you legitimately, now, you're paying more attention than I am probably. I'm watching everybody. Yeah. You think legitimately there were dudes, like, being like, hey, I'm going to mess this dude up? That's the only guy I can really think okay. of, to yeah, be yeah. honest. Yep. Uh, uh, I'm, I mean, actually, there, there, there might have been one other guy at, like, a race, maybe just okay. caught in the wrong place yeah, at the wrong yeah. time, but... Uh, that's like, the only guy I can think of. I think these guys all take that qualifying way too seriously, dude. And at times, he, like, the Purcell, he, okay, maybe he's the most extreme example. Yeah. Literally puts in two or three fast laps out of eight, ten. Yeah. Uh, other, like, it's like, man, it's a big dick measuring contest in qualifying. Sometimes yeah, I'm like, re, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, guys, just go out there, <laughs> ride hard, five, six laps, cruise for a couple. Yeah. You know, and wherever you are, you'll be, you're going to have to be top five. You know what I mean? Yeah. These elite guys. Yeah, no, I and so, and so I agree. When they, so when they go out and some dude accidentally gets in their way and it's not just Coop, you're like, bro, it's no big deal. Like, these, Yeah, no, no, I agree. Yeah. I mean, like I said, that's the only guy I can yeah, yeah. think of, but he was doing it week in and week out, and I, I still don't think he was doing it on purpose. I think yeah. he was just, like, clueless to what's going <laughs> the on one around I him. Saw, one I saw where Webb gave him the finger, he did not mean it. No one was jumping triple out of that turn. Yeah, I know. So you, how did Aldridge I, know that Cooper was the only guy on a 2 Yeah, no, in? I know it's one you're talking right. about. There's there's other instances besides that, though, mm-hmm. where it's like... Okay, you know, yeah, you're watching more than I am. You know yeah, I mean? so. I, my take on that was kind of like, dude, if you're that... I don't know. If you do it multiple times, it's like, <laughs> like, come on, what are you doing? Pay yeah. attention, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, I do agree with the whole lap time thing. I think it is a big dick measuring contest. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I'm just like, come on, guys. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah, I think people take that a bit you're gonna too get, serious. You're going to get the second, third, you're going to get one second or third, first, second, third gate yeah. pick on a heat race, I you're mean, fine. Nine, time at, nine times out of ten, I mean, this year anyway, like, Coop's second fastest would still the fastest yeah. of everyone anyway, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, I don't think it mattered too much. Right. What was your take on the Savachi move on Craig? Craig's move on Savachi, sorry. In the um, whoops. Uh, as a racer, what do you think? As a racer, from Savachi's point of view, I would be pissed. Um, but as, I mean, I don't know. I would have done the same thing Craig did because that was happening all day. The next right. turn was a left. Yeah. I saw it happen all day long. Um, if guys coming over that wall who had a wheel on the guy to the yeah. left of him, and then they just slowly cut left to pinch the right. guy off. Um, so I think Savachi maybe should have expected it a little yeah. bit because for my memory, Craig did have a wheel on him, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. So I think Savachi should have saw it coming. Right. Um, but from his point of view, I could see why he could be mad, you know? Now, obviously, later on, Savachi broke away from Craig, but who worried you guys more? Who would you watch more, Savachi or Craig, when tight, when points were a little tighter? Uh Well, I, if you're looking at points-wise, Savachi was the only one I thought that would... But wasn't Craig up there close, sort of? No? He was close, yeah. yeah. Um, um, obviously, with the you know after Oakland, though the bike break and yeah. Savachi had the lead there. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I would say Savachi, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't think I don't remember Craig ever being awfully. I mean, really? I, I okay. think he got close. I don't think. I mean, yeah, he did have a bad race early on. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it was close enough where anyone was worried Tell you about what, it. Craig and Coop's battle at A two. 
Yeah, that was great. That was good. That was good. Yeah, that it was, was awesome to see guys squaring each other up. And yeah, I'm sure Coop wasn't pumped about it, but <laughs> uh, no, I mean uh, Christian kept it clean though. Yeah, you know? no, so both guys did. I think uh, if Christian at one point would have been a little less worried about keeping Coop behind him, he could have followed him and finished second True, because instead the, of because that allowed the third Zach, guy. Yeah, Osborne. it was Zach. Yeah. yeah, that allowed Zach to get right up on him, and then as soon as Coop got him, Osborne right. did too. Right. So I think he kind of screwed himself there a little bit, yeah. but at the same time, it was a great for the fans. And, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good right. race. Welcome back to the show, JT. Appreciate it. Um, we had Cooper Webb on. We were talking about who pays for what with Seth. <laughs> and it turns out Coop pays a lot for Seth for a lot of different situations. Now, if you were with Chad, who paid? Uh, I, I mean, I paid for my stuff. All the time? You go to dinner, you pay? Um, I mean, I bought him dinner before. He bought me dinner before. We, I didn't like depend on him that way we were well, we were just friends no i know i know jason but, wasn't his man no him. i know but steve, 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 steve you gotta remember though so you gotta remember like all food and stuff like that is since consider an employee that can be yeah I, I didn't so work it's, it's a little different yeah i guess i guess it's, just, it's not like he's just well, constantly still, but you're bros with coop he's yeah. bro, jt's bros with chad so that's all yeah chad, chad makes yeah, I guess. millions and <laughs> jt didn't yeah but i, I didn't I, w- I didn't work for him we were just right. friends so i didn't want him to ever feel like i was like using him like that if i worked for him that's a different, well, that's a different what a, relationship what about ruth chris in toronto that time we all paid for ourselves yeah i know i'm aware that's how it's supposed to be are you supposed to order appetizers for the whole table uh, i mean i understand your point about that but come on bro it's an appetizer <laughs> um so okay uh Cooper didn't sound as confident, Seth Rowe, about riding outdoors as kind of I thought he would. Yeah, he, he well, did kind of. I, I mean, he said that's you know we're going to try blah blah blah, but yeah, maybe we'll uh, need a surgery. Maybe we'll ride a four fifty at the end if he. You know. He did have the doctor's appointment this morning though. Yeah, I haven't, yeah. the, I haven't right, talked right. to him since. Yeah, then, yeah no, no. So. I'm just saying, like it didn't. Maybe that changed yeah. things. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And none of us seem to think he will be on the line, and I think it's a smart decision. I do. I mean, it's, how are you going to beat Jeremy Martin? With not riding during the week and having a sore wrist, or Martin, or any of these dudes, you know, that are just hammering motos. Yeah, I, I hope he's good enough to race. I but, really am crossing my fingers. Uh, at the same time, you got to be smart, though, because yeah. that can be a nagging injury. Dude, he's got a steel done. It's good. He's going 450s, you know. Yeah. Like, I did my scaphoid, and I got it, a, the screw put in, and out six weeks, I was good to go. It's never bothered me since. No pain or nothing, nothing when you were good to go? Nothing. Six weeks, it was fine. See, so you're kind of lucky because sometimes that screw gets wrong. Yeah. It gets cracked a little bit. I had the same one put in. I never had a problem. Really? Never had a problem. Well, you guys should have told RJ that back in the day. Maybe they didn't know about it back yeah, then. That was 89, bro. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. It's a good point. The guys are a lot smarter. I walked into Dr. Berg, and he looked at it and said, put a screw through, you'll be good to go. Um, did you have one. the NFAB question of the day ready? Uh, Yeah, sure. You said you had one where we couldn't, you wouldn't reveal it because you wanted to give us. Yeah, because then you don't have time to think about right. it. Okay, well, let's do it, Trav. The NFAB question of the day. N-Fab.com, great guys, uh, proud sponsors of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha team and the JGR team with uh, Justin Barsha, Phil Nicoletti, Weston Pike. Uh, NFAB light bars, OR light bars, and LMB bumper brackets take advantage of NFAB's patented multi-mount system. Multi-mount system allows you to customize your light setup by quickly and easily mounting multiple configurations of LED light bars. Uh, full range of uh, LED roof mounts, uh, bumpers, Jeep truck, Jeep parts, truck parts, the new Ridgeline. Coming out, I wonder if Tom's fabricating away at that, I'm sure. Oh, I doubt it. Absolutely. And uh, they've got anything you need. They all built, hand-built their products at a 150,000-square-foot facility in Houston, Texas, USA. Market-leading design and style. 
All right, this is the question of the day. I gave this chore to Eddie. And uh, all right, Eddie, what is the question of the day? Uh, the question, more questions are thought, but um, who do you think will be fast? Now, obviously, when Cincerillo came into the pro circuit truck, yeah. young kid, big gun. Yep. Is he can still is he still considered the young big gun or will it be Forkner? Like will there be tension there, like these two new young kids that are supposed to be or is it kinda now Adam's been he's obviously he hasn't yeah. kind of vet ventured at it, but He's been hurt, but he's been here like three years, you know? When we talk about this sport, it makes me think there will be tension because that's how weird these guys are there, but it shouldn't be. But how fast is Forkner? I saw him in the Monster Cup. He hauls ass. I mean, I mean where's they, he? They, they expect him to run. Mitch wouldn't hire a guy if they didn't expect him to run in the front. What's top 10? Top 5? I don't know. Does Mitch hire somebody to go top 10 or top 5? I think he'd yell at somebody. How's Chris Aldridge doing? He's probably getting yelled at a lot. He's probably on the. Cho- he's probably chopped already. Not chopped, um, blocked. He's chopped. How fast is Forkner, Seth? Do you, I mean, I've never seen him ride okay. in person. I watched him I ride in Texas a few weeks ago. He's fast. I mean, he's fast, but I'm, I'm just curious. Is he going like, to win? No, I don't think so. Okay, I'm just. I, it's so I hard to say, so. dude. There's some people who are on the fork. They're going yeah, to win bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. yeah you well, get that with every rookie, I mean, though. Uh, Give them my phone number because I want to bet them. Oh, <laughs> that's what. I, yeah, they're gonna have to. That thing's gonna crash. I'm sure. I don't think he's going to come straight out and win. But, like, Adam, do you think Adam will have – you think he will come right out and win? No. I think Adam are comes out – Are they in the and, truck broing down? Or are they I, like, I don't know anything about that. I don't, I don't care. These kids are all idiots. Forkner um, <laughs> will be legit when we come back to Supercross next year. I think outdoors is going to be – I think he'll do well. But right. people that are thinking he's going to win outdoors this year – uh, I'm not sure if they've watched Jeremy well, Martin last I'm year. I'm not saying series, but races. People are saying Forkner's going to win races, JT. Have you heard those people? Because I have. Uh, not title, just he's going to win races. I have, not heard that. Okay. I have not heard that, but I've seen him race, and I would argue that. I would I, argue. Yeah. He's really good. But With, so is, you know, he's battling right. with Taft and Sexton and McAdoo. Like he's destroying those guys. You know, yeah. like, They're all going fast, but... I think Supercross, Supercross 2017 is where you'll see him shine. I think Adam starts as a top five guy and gets better. I don't think he wins a title. Just my question is, yeah. will there be t- – now, who's the new – like, Adam is the young guy. You know what I mean? He's but Adam, the rising I star. He, I don't feel like he is that way anymore. He's, Not anymore. No, I don't think so, Seth. I is mean, he kind of like – injured? Like, sorry, Pookie just gave me a dirty look. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hard to say. He's been out so long. I mean – I think, and dude, the guy's now six foot one. Too. Yeah, it's really hard to say, man. I mean, I think he starts top five and he works up. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I, I think I don't know. No, are you down? Are you less Who's than that? Who's going to be Seth? better? Okay, here I'd the... say top five. I mean, okay. I, I don't know. It's you haven't seen him ride in so long, and he's been injured. Right. I mean, it's so hard. To... It'll be a play. better question. Who's going to be? Who's going to finish better at Hangtown? Forkner or Central? I, I would think Adam, but I don't know much about Forkner. But JT, what do you think? I don't know what shape Adam's in. If, if Adam's 100%, then I think he, Adam does because he was winning last year. You know, I, I just don't know what condition or shape Adam's in, so it's tough to say. Okay. What do you think, Seth Rowe? Mm, I'm going to say Forkner. Yeah. Uh, it's simply because I think Adam's been out so long. I think towards the end of the series he'll be better, but I just think he's been out so long right. that uh, and Forkner's coming in with all this hype and all this momentum. Uh, that's what I just see Forkner. So... If Aldridge is out for a while, and I hear he might be, he might have some serious hip slash pelvis injuries. 
Do you think Gannon Audet gets put on his bike? It's one of my theories well, we, I've been We were just on. talking about this. They have Adam. They have Forkner. They have... Tonus. Tonus and somebody else. Um, Savachi. Savachi, Savachi. Yeah. Do they need a fifth guy? I don't know. I think Audet will be in Traders. I heard that, yeah, but I wonder if he gets called up or something. Yeah, but know. do they need five guys outdoors? Tonus will be hurt right away. Um, did he get? He didn't get surgery on his shoulder, did he? Tonus? Yeah. I don't know. I think he did. And he's back already? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Um, all right, so that, that's the NFAB question of the day? More like, like okay. hey, you know, we talked about, you had mentioned someone who walks into one side of the truck and talks yeah. to the... That's where... Will, there be happen, that, will yeah. that tension be there? Let me ask. I can't ask Seth this because he's super biased against uh, Jeremy Martin. But um, with Coop hurt and not at 100%, if there's a championship pie for J-Mart, percent that he's going to win the title, Savachi's going to be tough, Adam, Plessinger, right? Uh, give me some other guys I'm probably missing. Nelson? Jesse Nelson? Yeah, Jesse Nelson, Nelson would be good. Uh, Nelson would be good. If there's a championship pie, though, of percent that Jeremy Martin is a favorite to win this title. Oh, he's got to be. I'm seriously I mean, going like 65 to 70%. I'm going to say if, I mean, this is if Coop's out. Oh, here we go. I got I to gotta put that in there. If Coop's out, then Jeremy has to be the favorite. I mean, how is but he a, a but, favorite. A, but a big favorite now with no Coop. Um, like percentage of the pie. Yeah. Oh, percentage? I mean, he's big favorite. Dude, yeah, big, big favorite. favorite. The guy's two-time say. champion. He's gnarly. Yeah, how he, can he not be? I was just going to go safe and go 51. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to go 51, not, you know. JT, give me the J-Mart championship pie percent. If, if Coop's out, I say 80%. That high, huh? Yep. yep. Maybe more. Yeah, yeah. Maybe more. Um, yeah. yeah. going to beat him. If, if, gonna beat him. If, if Coop's 100%, I probably still go J-Mart, but like 55-45. Give me a legitimate guy who's going to beat Jeremy Martin over 12 rounds. Indiana AP is going to beat him. <laughs> No, seriously, I'm just asking yeah, yeah. for one guy that you can convince me that's going to be oh, able to beat geez. Jeremy over 12 uh, rounds. Uh, you can't. I think Savachi right. will be a huge sleeper, but he ain't beating Jeremy over 12 rounds. He's not going to beat Jeremy. No, no, no way. No, not, not. I feel like we're missing yeah, I, somebody. I Are we missing a guy? Geico kid? No. Uh, just, I mean, just Christian. Yeah. I don't see him. No, Christian will be good. But yeah, he'll be good. I don't see him beating Jeremy. Adam. I mean. Yeah, Adam. I think Alex is going to be good. I really St- do. Stop it. I, <laughs> stop no, it. I, I think Alex is going to be really legit this year. I really do. Yeah, I don't think he's going to beat his brother, though. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. We're talking about challenging Jeremy. Well, I don't know, we'll see. Really? Like, since he's been training with Swanee, dude, yeah, you should yeah. see him. Okay. I love Alex. Former X-Brand rider. Won a moto on X-Brands last year. But Okay. Is that official? I thought he wasn't wearing them. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of the studio. Um yeah, it's going to be tough. So what about 450 outdoors? We talked mm-hmm. today a little bit. I think Dunge is a favorite. Championship pie. Championship pie? Dunge. Dunge, 40%. 450 is way more wide open than two. Dunge, 40%. Roxon, 20%. Tomac, 20%. And the rest of the field, the other 20%. After these last few weeks, I think Kenny is going to be, I mean, I, I, I don't well, we know. We know he's going to be good. Yeah, but, no, I think, uh, I, I think, I mean... For some reason, I give more to the Tomac. You do? Yeah. I mean, if you go off last year yeah, but and dude, didn't see Daytona, I would, I would once, I don't know, maybe I would go 51% again. From what I've For seen, Tomac? The, whole pie, the whole pie is those three. The whole pie? Yeah. No, I agree. It's definitely going to come down to those three. Canard, Anderson, no? No? no, no nothing? I don't, think that, I don't think they can put it together all 12. Not for championships. What, sli- yeah. what slices Bam Bam have? 
Not a lot. I know. I just gave it all away, so I don't think there's much left. <laughs> uh, 24 motos is going to come down to those three. How do you beat fucking Dungey? He starts so good. He's in incredible shape. His bike's awesome. Yeah, How do you Dungy, beat that dude? What about Tomac? I mean, he he made Dungey look bad. I mean, he made everybody dude, look bad. He's on. The, he hasn't been set the world on fire on this Cowie. I mean, yeah, but you last year he's confident. Look at Daytona. I need. To, I think those. I think those three. It's. I think Dungey's the favorite base, but I think it's the toss up between those three right now. I need the percent pie, JT. I need the percent pie. I would say Dungey forty. And the other two thirty. All right, I agree. Yeah, that's fair. Right, I, I'm really interested to see how Tomac is. His bike's good. You know what I mean? Like he just hasn't been the guy that we thought he would be in Supercross. I don't. I don't. I know he had shoulder surgery and all that, but that was a long time ago. Don't give me that. You know, he looks like he's fixed. But he wasn't. He wasn't really. If you look at his Supercross last year, he wasn't that guy either. And then we showed up at Hangtown, and yeah, he like well, from some other planet. He was better last year. He had more wins, but the field wasn't as deep either. A lot of injuries. So when he was, especially near the end of the year, when Tomac was. Right. There was just no precursor to that. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, this is coming. And then we show up at Hangtown. He's five seconds a lot faster than everyone. Like, that was was very, very surprising. Huh. All right. That's the NFAB question of the day. We kind of stretched it out over a little bit. (laughs) A lot of outdoor talk. I didn't know we were still on the question of the day. Yeah, we are. Yeah. N-Fab.com. It all just jumbles together. We just, yeah. The rest of the show is question of the day. We can do that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, uh, N-Fab.com. 702-586-7857. We're going give to give away a set of gear, alloy wheels, not on the phone, but somehow we'll figure it out. We'll announce it on our Twitter or something if we don't come up with something. I don't know. How's everything at Fly Racing, JT? Uh, looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. I'm excited about our outdoor chances, as I just gave all my guys zero chances. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did. No. Uh, wait. We're, uh, we're doing good. Hey, you uh, can always be excited about these two that I got. I mean, if your guys don't pull through, you could always just, you know, if you want to run a little ad with me, it don't matter. <laughs> you you want to see titles, we'll take that. <laughs> what? Hey, there's a couple of fly guys, though, talking about a couple of fly guys that are maybe underdogs. Porcel and Marty. Marty's on a 450. Porcel. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Marty's in the championship hunt. Does Porcel get some Oakley Bomb or Budweiser or whatever the hell they're calling it? Yes. Yeah, definitely. What, per, what percentage do you again. give Porcel for fastest lap at each round? I mean, in the end, that he wins the most. I give him at least three Oakley Bombs this year. I don't think they're Oakley Bombs anymore. Okay, well, I give him three pole positions. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, whatever they are. Right. Hey, Marty's riding that's... a 450. What? Marty's riding yeah. a 450. Yeah. Wow, I never thought that would. Happen. Three seems kind of low. I would. I mean, how many did he win last year? I think Tomac's going to get quite a few of them. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't doubt. How that. many gold wristbands do I get this year? <laughs> you got to wait till next year. Yeah. I need to get into Coop's posse. <laughs> how can I do that? You didn't even come in the room. I didn't know he was in there. The door was closed, bro. He got bounced out. Jim yeah. bounced him out. <laughs> Jim said, see you later. <laughs> Honestly, there's probably... He saw the money shorts. <laughs> yeah. we, we talk about these flat bill douchebags. There's probably so Maybe many of them in that room. Maybe he was the guy that yeah. AP said, no. uh, no, 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 it's not him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, is this guy in? Uh, yeah, no. He's <laughs> <laughs> not with us. <laughs> Assholes. Um, JT, so you didn't go to the monster party. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. I got on you a few weeks ago on this show for your... Insistence on eating chicken quesadillas. Okay. My sources say you ate a chicken quesadilla on Saturday night. Yeah, true to form. <laughs> this guy and his chicken quesadillas, bro. Like it's always a good go to. It is a good go to. It's a child's menu no, it's thing. No, like I had one tonight as well. No, you did not. 
I swear to you, I did. Chipotle makes a good chicken quesadilla. That's on a kid's menu, though. This guy and his chicken quesadillas. Like, we go to Ruth Chris, he'll get a chicken quesadilla. That would, I, I wish they had them. <laughs> <laughs> $60 oh, quesadillas. A guy called in to say not to mention Justin Hill for 250s. I don't know, man. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't, do it. <laughs> can't, can't do it. He cannot do it. <laughs> yeah, can't do it. Not coming off an injury, and he really hasn't ever been a race title contender guy outdoors. No, can't do it. I think that, uh, okay, well, I just said um, a, a sleeper yeah, could be I mean, Jesse I, Nelson on that team. Yeah. Yeah, Nelson. he's been fine. He's ready. Nelson's to, gonna he, be good. I he mean, can race for a while. He, he's been ready to race. They just hold him out to right. outdoors. So he's yeah, fine. No, he'll yeah. be good. I mean, I think AP's gonna be great too. I think he. I mean, he's been fl- absolutely flying. I think he's gonna be a sleeper as well. Eddie Ray, sleeper, sleeper pick, sleeper pick, huh? Um, JT's chicken quesadilla order. Uh, that's that's for sure. That's fact. Um, I don't know. A sleeper. I mean, y'all kind of mentioned him. I mean, anybody else, I think it's a long, is total long shot. But I mean, Jesse Nelson, I think is a good. I mean, good yep. pick for a sleeper, for oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, it should be interesting to see. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited for the outdoors. Like I get the same way every year at the end. By the end, middle end of Supercross, I'm like, God, get this over with. Then the end of outdoors, you're yeah. just waiting. Yeah, you're like, I'm waiting for Supercross. You're like, I can't wait for the Euros races off season. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Can't so, wait for the nations. My, my, my sleeper is gonna be Wacko Zacco. Oh, wow, we didn't mention him. Yeah. We didn't mention Wacko. He's running pretty well right now. He got arm pump surgery? He's feeling good? Jimmy D at Southwick, dude. Stop it. <laughs> he's getting arm pump surgery. Yeah, he's getting arm pump surgery. Um, I think Jimmy D should have went to Canada. So, JT, do you want to discuss Millsaps to Canada, or do you got to go? Uh, sure, let's do it. All right. What do you want to know? Well, first I'll ask Seth Rowe. Canadian number six. Eight? What were you? No, it was lights class, so I had to be 17, because they do 11 oh. to 20 top 10 lights. All right, so good job on my research. <laughs> I swore you were a top 10 guy. Okay. Yeah, I was, but lights class. Okay. So you raced there three years? Uh, Well, yeah, two, two full years and then the end of 13. Okay. So you've got familiar with the Canadian teams and yep. the tracks and everything. So you tried to ride a two-stroke. First you were blown up your four-stroke last year, then you switched to two-stroke. And... Well, it was two-stroke all year, last year. Okay. That's, again, my facts are <laughs> fantastic. So Millsaps is going to Canada. Metcalf, Gurky, Millsaps, Fasciati, Alessi, Freeze. Uh, from Benoit. Sure. Benoit, yeah, Benoit moved up. Uh, first up, I'll ask you, Seth Rowe, how do you think Davey does? Um, I think he's going to win, win a round or two, uh, or he's going to you know, maybe win a few rounds, but I am not going to ban him for the title. Okay. JT, what do you think? How do you see Millsaps doing? Man, I think uh, if he stays healthy, I think he – can win every race he's at. I think. I think what? he's the. I think he's the best rider up there. So if he's healthy, I think he he could possibly win every every race. But I just I worry that he's gonna make it through the whole series. That's that's my biggest concern is that he doesn't finish the series. Hmm. That's he's a, the best rider. He's the best rider in that field. You can't. I don't think you can make a legitimate argument against that. What do you mean he's the best rider in the field? Like what do you? Mean. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's a very <laughs> simple sentence. That means okay. I mean, I think if we go, do you two, guys, do you guys, Seth and Eddie, do you 
Oh, you agree with this? I mean, I think if you're going to off past Supercross results here in this, I mean, if you look at Davey's whole career compared to everyone well, else, that's a long time ago. You have to say was. yes, yeah. he is. Yeah. But uh, I mean, those, Metcalf, Metcalf, no, Metcalf's Metcalf. badass. Metcalf, Gerke, and I mean, I've seen Fasciati ride in Canada, and it's unbelievable. So I, I mean, I think if we're talking the whole series here, I, no, I don't, I don't see Davey winning it. But you see him winning a couple of races. Oh, definitely. Yeah, 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 definitely. And JT, you see him maybe winning some, but then maybe not making through all 10 races. Yeah, I, I think he's the best guy. Just I, As right. we've seen from Davey, he has a hard time doing the whole series. So, I mean, if you look at Davey's races, I mean, he's gotten second in Hank Town a bunch. He's won motos. Like, he is world-class. Yeah, premier class. talent, and, right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is, on paper, he has the most ability of all these guys, but Wait a minute. know that Davey has a... Wouldn't... If you put Alessi's outdoor results next to Davies, wouldn't you think Alessi would be better? This is off the top of my head. I, I don't know for sure. For reals, Alessi's won, what, three, four, yeah, five overalls in so, 450s? It's been so long, yeah. it's been so long since Alessi was at that level. Though. You're right. Davey was just there. Who can forget? I mean, Davey, it's been a long time for him too, bro. Yeah, but Davey, I mean, Davey, if you look at how Davey's riding right now versus Mike, like Davey's Mike can't better. go out and run top fives. Yeah. No, not really. Not, yeah. not like that. Could we see the Alessi Millsaps battle again? <laughs> Could we see some spitting and punching? I think the world hopes so, right? I don't think it'll be like that, like old school style, but they're definitely gonna be battling. That's for sure. Yeah. When you asked about it, I, I kinda I'm with I'm with Jason, like, you know, I think if he finishes the series, and I think that's a concern that does he go up there, it's not like outdoor nationals here, it's more laid back, yeah. kind of like the tracks aren't going to be maybe what he's expecting. Some of those tracks aren't that good. Do you see him getting frustrated and being like, you know, how many times have we seen Davey just kind of throw his hands up? and? This guy in the chat room says, unless he five wins, Davey zero. I don't agree with that. I don't that. agree with that. I don't, don't, you think Davey, do the drop. don't you think Davey will have the best bike, too? Um, oh, shit. Uh, I, I don't know. You don't, I, think a full, you don't think a factory KTM is the best bike out of who he's racing against? Yeah, no, I do, actually. <laughs> I, think about it. I mean, no. I don't know where else you go. <laughs> no, no, yeah, you think about it. You're right. It, it is. Um, I don't think unless you'll get five wins. No, no, no. no, no, no I don't no. agree with that. Uh, one thing, Seth, that I was telling Davey, and tell, tell me if you agree, I was saying, dude, like the tracks are, they, get, they don't get that rough. They are pretty easy. There's nothing tough about them. So a lot of guys go the same speed. Yeah, well, I would say that's more for the West Coast rounds. Yeah. The uh, Gopher Dunes, obviously. No, no, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. And, I mean, there's a couple of concrete starts out West. I mean, when's the last time he's done or anyone's yeah. done a concrete start? You right. know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I, I agree. And those guys, I mean, especially Fasciati, man. I mean, no, I know he hasn't had the greatest results when he's came here. But in his home country, I mean, he is unbelievable. Oh, he, wait. The, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Fasciati. No, I'm just saying yeah. up to, I mean, those, it's just like anyone in yeah. their home yeah. home area there, right? Uh, got that, that, that stat I ran, uh, I'm sorry, I Paul, I just quickly glanced at it. That's overall 450 wins. Mike has five. Davey has zero. Has, no way. Yeah. No the way. guy they're all chasing is Gerke, by the way. Yeah. So. Right, uh, and that's like an underrated dude here. Yeah. Like, we talked about Gerke in the sand last week and how fast yeah. he is. Yeah, Gerke at Gopher Dunes last year, that was, he put on a clinic. <laughs> right. And Metcalf, we haven't even... Metcalf would have been the champion had his bike not breaking. I, 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 if I was betting money for the title right now, I'd say Metcalf simply because yeah. um, he's on the same bike as Gerke this year. How and much advantage does does Metcalf and Gerke have knowing the tracks, Mike even and Colton? 
Uh, is that a, is that an advantage, or can Davey figure it out? I think at that level they'll figure it out. No, I mean, okay. I, I don't I don't see that being a big advantage. Right. What do you think, Eddie? Um, I'm gonna get. Uh, man, it's a hard toss up. I, I think a guy we've left out is Vince. He's no joke. I mean, he went to one race last year and he beat both those guys. Yeah, Calgary last year he was like, damn I, I impressive. Don't, don't you know? Obviously, nobody go off the rails here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> nobody go off the rails, JT. I'm just Benoit saying. Has not for, Benoit has not left Benzel. He's not forgotten about Benzel. <laughs> no, no. I can't I, wait for Overton to see that. I'm just, I'm just saying that Vince did go up there for one race last year and beat those guys. So, I mean, I think he has a legitimate chance at. Yeah. At, and he's been up there, so he knows the tracks too. But if, I mean, if I'm a betting, obviously, if I'm going to bet on it, I'm going to go with. Um, if I had to pick a guy to win the championship, it would probably be Metcalf. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with Metcalf for the title. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it is going to be interesting, man. Yeah. I'm, honestly, I'm I'm stoked. I can't wait. I saw I saw Matty's jersey getting printed today. Matter of fact. Oh, he's a fly guy. Yep. Oh, I did not know that. Is Gurky then too? The whole team is. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny. I just happened to see some Metcalf jerseys <laughs> getting printed. Fly racing, bro. Are there any? Are there any Canadians on the leading edge team now? No, they hired Hayes, Jacob Hayes, for two fifties. Oh yeah, that's right. So Hayes, Jeremy Medaglia, Cole Thompson. Uh, I'm missing he, somebody. Yeah, Dylan those, Wright. Dylan Wright will be good. Will Dylan Wright be a title dude? Dylan Wright. I think uh, it's hard to say. He, he's been very inconsistent. I mean, right. he's fast, yeah. but very inconsistent. Is Benoit going to run podium speed in 450s? Uh, with the with the lineup we just mentioned, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I think he'll be... Learning year? Type yeah. Year? I mean, I think he'll be, you know, top fives mostly. Yeah. But yeah. I don't see him winning. Will Davey be wearing fly up there, JT? No, they have a team deal. Yeah, they're they got their own situation yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah, they got their they're own. What Thor now, right? No, Thor is no KTM. No, Thor went somewhere. KTM because Cole's wearing. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And A Star went to uh, KTM or Cowie. Leading edge is A Star. Really? Yeah. Mike and Freeze. Yeah, and then uh, the Honda team is Fox now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we got it all straight. Hasn't the Honda team? Hasn't uh, Fasciati always been Fox? Uh, they, well, oh, he, TLD, no, TLD, 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 yeah, that's yeah. right. He was um, Fox and Blackfoot. All right, JT. Well, hey, uh, buddy, thanks for coming on. It's late where you are, and I know you had a late-night late chicken quesadilla. You had another chicken quesadilla today, so you're probably ready for bed. Can't go wrong. <laughs> it's the perfect travel food. Oh, man. Thanks for coming on tonight. Uh, flyracing.com. Do you want to plug anything? Do we have anything for you to talk about? Uh, no, we're good. I'll uh, I'll see you on Thursday. Yeah, I can't wait. That'll be fun. JT's coming down here. Top secret, top, top secret uh, mission. We can't talk about it. All right. Yep. Thanks, buddy. All right, guys. All right, see, see you. you. All right, bye-bye. Jason Thomas, everybody. Flyracing.com. At any point, Travis, you can hit the Fly Racing best gear out there, bro. Fly gear, best out there, bro. Thank you. Race Tech emails. Here we go. Race Tech, Racetech.com, Pulpamex 16, use that code to save money, uh, Race Tech. I mean, look, honestly, listen, jerk-offs, get your suspension oil changed, get your spring rate right. You don't need, okay, if you're like, oh, I don't need revalving, I'm not a, on the pro circuit or whatever, blah, blah, I get it. Just look after your bike, though. I mean, good God, right?
So, um, hold on. Great radio. He yells at us about using his no, phone. No, this guy. no, this is uh, all this, over his phone. No, this is an important guest for tonight. I've been Jerk trying to off. get all day. Trying to get a surprise guest, and it's, I'm working on it. Who is it? Come up he here. just texted Tony me. Tony right Alessi? No. Race Tech Suspension. Um, please check them out. Also, they got motors now. Uh, you know who uses Race Tech Suspension? Uh, Michael Alessi and Vince Freeze use Race Tech. Even in Canada? I don't know what they're going to they do are? in Canada. Are they going to use in Canada? I don't know. Are they? Oh, no. That's, <laughs> I saw yeah. a picture of the bikes, but I didn't pay attention to what uh, they had yeah. on it. Yeah, oh, the bike is released? Mike has yeah. a photo of the bike? They put out Vince's and Mike's. Okay. All right. Um... Hold on. Yeah, he has no room to talk to us about. This. No, this is show. This is show related. This is a guest, yeah, special guest. Yeah. This is show related. But if I, I was, I was talking to guest. You were not talking to a guest, Seth Rowe. You were not talking to a guest. Sparks coming out the muffler. Uh, race tech suspension. Please check them out. Um, here we go. Some of the emails of the best emails of the week. Steve, Chris sent this in. Steve, I'm following up on a caller who wanted more explanation in cases where you're discussing inside info. I don't really agree that we need more specifics about where Chad Reed's house is, but to his point, you drop a lot of nicknames. And to those not in the know, we don't know who you're talking about. So when you say, I talked to J-Bone, uh, I don't know if you're talking about team manager or a bartender. I figured out who J-Bone is because I listened to every episode, but I still don't know who Big Nasty is. And tonight, again, I said Big Nasty. I uh, love the show and thank you for the work. I just want a little more insight on who these people are. I get it, Chris. Chris wants to. Do we? Uh, you know, I honestly, I've, I don't. I know Big Nasty. I've known him for years, and I, I want to say I think his first name. I don't know his last name. I have no clue. But I think his first name's Eric. Yeah, a lot of these guys just go by their. Is his first name Eric? I cannot confirm nor deny that. I think it. Yeah. See, no one. I mean, a lot of these guys just go by their nicknames. So I don't. The guy. The guy's got a point. We do kind of say like. Blah, 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 you know, Seth Rowe, I think or, you know, E-Ray, or, like, you know, I get it. Right. We've had some complaints about us not being specific enough. But go back and listen to the archives. Yeah. Like, Travis, you, you listen, before you got the wonderful job here, you listened all the time. Oh, wait, I got to turn your mic up. Ah, did you feel at times you were lost? Not really. Kind of knew who everybody was, J-Bone, Nasty. Yeah, I mean, it, it really only takes a couple times hearing them and context clues. Because that's, that's the third guy that said that we need to be more, Yeah. you uh-huh. know? Okay. Yeah, but I mean, if you said Big Nasty's real name, who, I mean... Yeah, it's not going to help He anybody. don't even know his real name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How's he going to tell him his real name? I mean, honestly, knows everybody it. knows Big Nasty, so... Yeah, everybody knows. All you need to know is he's pickle man. he was Gavin's mechanic, and, I mean, that's... He's can, the pickle man. Can you call JT back real quick? Sure. Uh, okay, um... Let me do that. Why was Cartwright racing his 250F with the 450s? What's the point from Mike? Well, uh, the Cartwright had zero chance of making the combined stacked main. Not zero chance, but low chance. Hey, this past weekend, and that getting you in trouble, getting you in trouble already once. Now Cartwright's going to call in, and, and he's going to be like, "Blow his sir. whole pot." He's going <laughs> to get all of FSU or Florida State, wherever just, he goes to college. They're all going to just bombard you. They're going to shut your show down. They're going to get some internet guys going to well, crash okay. your show. Cartwright was probably like, "Man, stack field. Let me go in four fifties because you can do that now." He this past weekend he yes, races two fifty yes. in the four fifty. Yeah, class. you can do that. Did no, you know I, that? no, I know okay, that. Yeah, I just yeah, didn't know he did that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Alright. He races 250 at the arena cross on Friday night. Yeah, I saw that. But he has to ride a 250. I didn't, I didn't know he, he did. did race. Looked pretty yeah. good. Okay. Uh, Skyler, hey Steve, love the show. My question is if Roxon never contends for a title in Supercross again, which seems outrageous, but bear with me on this, how much blame pie goes to leaving KTM and how much is it leaving Alden and how much is just plain luck? Thanks for all the content on a weekly basis that never disappoints from Skyler. 
Uh, I don't think we have to worry about that because I don't yeah. see him not contending for a title. No. I mean, people like to point out, hey, he hasn't won since he left Alden and KTM. And yeah. I get it, but yeah. it's been pretty damn close. Pretty good. Yeah. I so. mean, he's had a lot of changes since then. Though. There just wasn't that one, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's hard to pinpoint. No, absolutely. You know, uh, yeah, for sure. So um, we all pretty much think he's going to Honda next year, right? I mean, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, what, I I, that's what I hear from yeah. some like, good source people yeah. type deal. So. so see how he does on that. I just hope he doesn't, um, you know. Use the bike. Oh, I got to set my bike up. Right, right. yeah. It's a setup, bike bro. Bike setup, bro. A setup. JT, I got a couple of emails yeah. real quick. All right, you ready? I think you know sure. both of these things. Um, all right, from Jason. This could be you or Cindy, maybe. Mathis, I want to give JT an on-air thanks. This past week, he has gone above and beyond what I was expecting when I contacted him regarding some boots. I have been a fan of his since the, since the double-classing it days to the JT what happened days. His actions show he is not only a fantastic rider, but also a great human. Ironically, this happened the same day as I was finishing up this week's Pulp Show, and you had a voicemail criticizing him to that douchebag. I would like to say, F you, bro. Awesome show, Steve. This guy's pumped on you, bro. That's good. Your actions. Yeah. You, you know, okay, yeah. You know what it's about or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. His actions show he is not only a fantastic rider, but also a great human. And he may be over, overstating it, but I definitely try to help. I mean, that's yeah. well, a it's my job, and then b it's you know right. that's, we get to when we help out, we're supposed to help out, right? Okay, all right. Well, there's there's the good. Are you ready for the bad? Uh, no. Okay. Kevin said, "Please stop contradicting Steve Mathis when he is giving his opinions on things concerning Supercross and motocross." Steve Mathis has been around the sport much longer than you, and has much more insight into what the teams are doing. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> I like this guy. Love this guy, right? And first of all, I was only on a, I was only on the circuit actually one year longer than JT, <laughs> so it really wasn't that much. Uh, on last week's Pulpomex show, Steve and Kiefer were discussing how angry you are and how it could be a lack of intimacy with a partner. We were not talking about that, by the way, JT. Okay, uh, well, he says you were. I I agree. You should put your personal problems aside when you're on a podcast, JT. I hope you can take this constructive criticism and think about your attitude. <laughs> Kind, oh, this re- guy is mad. kind regards, Kevin. I love when they end the uh, <laughs> end the email with like big fan or <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so yeah, JT, uh, I can read. Yeah, he uh, he got an email back. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's just say that it was uh, not taken as constructive criticism, and he probably thinks I'm not a great human. <laughs> Steve Mathis has been around the sport much longer than you, and has much more insight into what the teams are doing. Am. <clears throat> So, okay. we, I don't hate you with that one. Good one, bad. Guy yep. was, Kevin was... I, kind regards, though, JT. Kind regards. I don't think the next email will say kind regards. Yeah. No, th- th- nah, th- he, didn't, he didn't write me back. He didn't write back that, kind is, regards. Which is fine. I would prefer that. <laughs> you did sound angry last week. That's what Kiefer and I were saying. You sound like you didn't want to be on the show. You're very... Um, maybe you were tired. Well, yeah. because you called me at the wrong time, and I wasn't ready, and it wasn't anything other than that. Oh, okay. It was my you remember call. that? Yeah, you called me 45 minutes off when you said you were calling me, and I was oh, busy. Oh, did I? And, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, one more email. Uh, one good one, bad, JT, for you. One more email. Uh, this guy writes in. I put this on Twitter today. I don't know if you guys saw it. You probably both did, or maybe not you, but you probably saw it. Travis saw it. I don't Twitter. I'm writing to you as a father of two children and a listener of the Pulp Show. I used to enjoy, really enjoy the show, but its content has increasingly become more and more harder for me to listen to. I don't think that even makes 
like sense in an English language sense. Over the last year, there has been a guest by the name of Chris Kiefer on the show who for some reason enjoys talking about sex, his sex life with his wife, other people's sex lives with references to anal sex, masturbation, strippers, Viagra, and other sexual acts. The F word is used as well as words slut and horse. <laughs> That does sound funny, though. Um, I know that your company is a sponsor of the Pulp Show, and I was wondering if you could have any influence over the show to bring it back to a more decent standard. Kind regards. Kind regards again. Peter. Same guy, I wonder. This guy, this Peter, he wrote all of our sponsors like he, across the board. He wrote to them all to ask if they have any influence over the show to bring it back to a more decent standard. Instead of turning it off. Instead of being like, I don't like this Kiefer guy, I don't like this show, I'm turning it off. He writes our sponsors to try to tame the show down. I wonder He's if he probably told sitting them. there listening right now, pumped that you're just reading that email. Oh, definitely. I just... We uh, were talking about this, are you ready? Yeah. Let's just say the amount of your listeners, 100%. Yeah. There's probably 70% that hate you, and they just listen because they never know what you're going to You're like that next. guy's wife I was talking about on a commercial And there's break. a 30% that love you, but there's probably more people that listen that don't like you or uh, that disagree with the things you say uh-huh. than that like you. And But, you know, listeners are listeners, you know? I, I just, uh, I hate that, that I get this guy. I mean, first of all, we do have some risque talk, and I get it. And, and maybe it's not appropriate for kids and all that, but we warn people. And it's a small part of the show every week that Kiefer's on. And I, I like the segment. I think it's funny. People really enjoy it. But to write our sponsors. I saw that direct from a sponsor. You did? That email yeah. was direct from, that, yeah. when I seen and it. Was the sponsor laughed. angry? Okay, he's laughed. Laughed, yeah. I got another like... sponsor who forwarded to me and said, check out this out, LOL. <laughs> so... Anyways, JT, as a... Fuck you and your show, Memphis. Maybe it was Watson. <laughs> JT, JT, maybe it was uh, how do you feel about that? I, I, I mean, you're sort of a sponsor. Fly Racing is a big part of our show. Um, you're, you know. Yeah, I, I don't think that my boss boss would be thrilled, but he, I don't, he has no idea what the show is anyway. So. Perfect. Fantastic. Well, um, I mean, we're a, we're a Christian-based company, so I don't think it would go over all that well mm-hmm. in the segment, but... Uh, let's just, uh, it's, yeah, we'll just keep that out of his, you know, direct line of sight and we'll be fine. It's ballsy though, to write all the sponsors when you don't like the it's content. It's not ballsy. It's just, it's just cheap shot. Like uh, whatever. Just, if I, you have a problem, just don't listen. Right. Yeah. No, I get it. All right. I get it. It's, it's yeah, 30 it's minutes speech. of every, I mean, it, but what he doesn't get is if you, if, if you're doing things that are out of line, you're going to fill your own throat. Like just, you know, like yeah. just don't listen. Yeah. So, and one thing you do that that is done is y'all wait till the end of the show. It's really late, you know what I mean. And you let you pre warn like, hey, yeah, even know. Kiefer says, you know, my kid's already sleeping. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. And it's every four weeks whenever Kiefer's in. You know, it's not really even that big of a deal. But, anyways, all right, JT, thanks for coming back on. Uh, you're a great human. You're contradicting me, so stop doing that. And but continue being a great human. Yeah, I don't. I just, uh, man, I. People like that really bother me. Really, really bother <laughs> you got to let it slide off your skin more, bro. I've told you that. You really. And, and I, I will forward you the email. I was, I was really nice to him. Oh, I, I, I doubt it. You were. I doubt you were. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I mean, in the position I'm in, I can't just go off on people, you know. So I explain to him why things are the way they are, and we have differing opinions. And <laughs> if you want to just hear people say the same thing over and over and agree with everyone, I don't really find that all that entertaining. So. Right. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Thanks, buddy. All right. See you. See you. Fly racing, everybody. Flyracing.com. Best gear out there. Uh, Fly gear. Best out there, bro. Eddie. Yep. 
your your appearance on the Pulp Mech Show. Brought to you by Vortex. Vortex Racing, uh, Yoshimura Suzuki uses it. Chad Reed uses the sprockets. Babbitt's Kawasaki just clinched the shit out of the Arena Cross title. Yeah, Top first, three. second, and third. Yeah. First, second, and third. All because of the sprocket and, and bars. They, sprockets and bars. Babbitt's, the folks at Babbitt's Kawasaki use uh, uh, Vortex Racing. Email Jake at Vortex Racing for a killer discount on uh, chains, bars, sprocket, tie-downs, uh, oil filters, brake lines, uh, lots of stuff like that. Vortex proudly carries a wide array of Motorex oil lube and bike care products as well. And uh, VortexRacing.com, see you in a track. They are bringing you Eddie Ray on the show tonight. Proud supporter of the Pulp Picture. Yeah. Thanks to Vortex for that. Been friends with those guys for a long time. Yeah, no, good guys. They've been on our show for a while, and uh, we really appreciate it. There's serious shit going on with those guys. There is. There is. Absolutely. All right. It's time for... Kiefer After Dark. No. <laughs> <laughs> Turn your radio off. Turn your internet off. The uh, X-Brown Goggle Tear-Offs. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Rapid fire I'm from Michigan. I like some pap. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com. Use the code PulpMX16 to uh, save yourself big on XBrandGoggles.com. Seth Rarick used X-Brand Goggles and was never better than uh, when he used X-Brand. I, I can honestly say that. Um, you were fantastic when you were X-Brand. So, <laughs> four-layer foam. Brock Tickle uses X-Brand to uh, get a season-best finish in Vegas in the mud. And uh, kept him on the whole time, too. Jessica Patterson used X-Brand to win a WMX title. Uh, who doesn't use X-Brand? Ricky Brabeck uses X-Brand, bro. It's fantastic. Great goggles. Uh, these are rapid-fire questions, Seth Rowe. I know All you're right. not familiar with the show that much. Rapid-fire, 30 seconds to answer. All right. And uh, do you know a Moser? Do you know a guy named Moser? Heard of him. He submitted these questions, so if they're bad, blame him. Okay. All right, let's do it, Travis, for all of us. All right, Steve, who are you most surprised to see at the Monster Party? Um, great question. Uh, so Phil, because Phil lives a miserable life, and you wouldn't think he would want to have make himself have fun. You know what I mean? Like, he wouldn't want to have fun. So... Phil. Maybe he was forced to be there. Maybe Monster said you have to be at the Monster Party. Is it bad that I said Phil was there, Seth? Because he's a rider and stuff, and he's at the Monster no, Party? Okay, is, all right. No, okay. there are many riders there. Yeah, we, I, mean, I was surprised to see Phil, too. But Yeah, he was stoked. He gave me some passes and said, you better go. And I'm like, I'm going. <laughs> then I got better ones, of course, the gold oh, ones. Oh, so Phil gave you the black ones? Yeah. I got so he, wasn't, he wasn't really hooking you up. Phil's on the 15 deal. Yeah. He gets the <laughs> black passes. He's going to be so mad that I said that. Because he was like, don't say it. Because I, I pretended to tweet it right away. <laughs> We're trying to get rid of Phil a raise. Um, Phil was, yeah, Phil was the guy. Because you wouldn't think Phil would take time to appreciate anything in life. What's your best Phil story, Seth? You're a New Yorker uh, like Phil. It's hard to say one. I mean, I don't really have a specific story in particular. Um, but just every week, I would see him weekly showing up, him and his dad. He had, like, these ragged-out CR80s. Yeah, he used to be, like, a Honda amateur star, right? Phil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in his 80s days, his bikes were, like, I mean, just destroyed. <laughs> uh, no graphics. Had, like, I remember Broom one time. He had electrical tape numbers. Stop it. Yeah. He had this cue ball helmet, all white helmet. Wh- white helmet with glasses. Yeah, with glasses. Un- yeah, he wore Scott OTGs, dude. He over the glasses? glasses. Phil wore yes. glasses? Yes, yeah, Scott over-the-glasses <laughs> goggles. And uh, I'm pretty sure the back of his helmet had uh, some, like, one of those um, ladder stickers you can buy from Walmart. It said Factory Phil. Man, I'm pretty sure. But you, and you have electric tape for numbers, yeah, Phil. No, You're not Factory. Fur- the furthest thing from Factory. But he would smoke everybody. <laughs> yeah. So he, 
Yeah, Phil was fast, right? Like very. Phil was really fast. No, yeah, yeah very yeah, fast. I, same thing. I remember a kid. I mean, he's much younger than I am. White helmet, glasses, but I'm telling you, when he crashed, he crashed. Like, they <laughs> oh, were he, always ugly. He would crash big. But I remember Phil as, like, this little chubby kid, and uh, he would smoke everybody. He so would, electrical tape for numbers, but factory Phil on the back of his helmet. Yep. All right. That's I mean, okay. he, he, he didn't always run like electrical tape. Yeah, he yeah, he no, would no. buy dirt digits yeah, once yeah. in a while. Right, Maybe his but. dad's cheap, too. Oh, I'm sure they cost money, yeah. 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 Um, all right, yeah, Phil was – I was surprised to see Phil. All right, next question. All right, E-Ray, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Oh, Moser getting deep. Jeez. Um, man. Oh, you know what? I'm going to do what everybody else did. Pass. You can't do that. Yeah, you passed. Didn't he? Put, no, you were here I never week. passed. You passed. You said that that's the option. Answer or pass. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Probably still right here around this industry somehow. <laughs> in, on the Pulp Show? In plus 50. <laughs> <laughs> Winning plus 50 championships. Okay. All right. All right. Next question. Setro, who is the GOAT of Man Friends? The GOAT of Man Friends? Yeah. We got to give it to Burner. Yeah, I, Burner's got to I mean, I don't good. even think. Oh, actually, who's the guy with Stewart? Rado? I got to say J.H. Rado? Rado? J.H., yeah, J.H. J.H. is the, he might be the true OG man friend. Yeah. He might have started. Sure, I don't, I don't know him, but I know of him. J.H. I know of him. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I know a guy who tried to interview Ricky this weekend, and J.H. shot him down. <clears throat> knows, he, this guy knows Ricky. And J.H., no, no, no interviews. It's like, he's right there. Yeah. I don't really know Jay. So, I'm the, gonna, so I'm, the man friend shuts down the interviews. I mean, I'd say currently, I have to give it to Burner. He's fast. Yeah. I heard Burner was beating Chad on Outdoors a really? weeks ago. Yeah. So. That's impressive. Yeah. I can't say fast as man friend. Then. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'd like to see a race, uh, industry race, Seth Rowe, Parabinos, Lars. <laughs> be a good race, I think. Once your shoulder gets up. Yeah. I can't I'll, play. Huh? What, I can't play? You're not really... Uh, you're not a man friend? Well, not really. You're not. Yeah, you're right. I'm not a man friend. All right. All right, next question. All right, Steve. Uh, if you were the team Honda manager, who would you hire as a test rider to help Roxon get his bike set up next year? Oh, jeez. Good question. Is that even a question? I'm surprised he hasn't already answered. Tim Ferry. <laughs> Fantastic. I remember Red Dog, either Stu, Stu hired him or Brooks hired him to test Stu's Yamaha. Yeah, like, that. hey, we need some help. Go to James's house and ride. And Timmy was like, first of all, I can't ride a setup. And second of all, I'm scared the shit on those jumps. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm out. Like, I don't think it worked very well. I don't like. I can't ride Stu's soft in the rear, super stiff front, and I don't like those jumps that are like, if you don't jump them, you die. Wasn't he doing some testing for Owens for a lot too? Yeah, 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 doing a lot of testing for Owens at his pace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the guy, I'll say, the guy who does does my suspension. He did some stuff for Timmy. Oh, really? At, at Olin's. Uh, it's, um, Racetech? Racetech.com? No, yeah. I, I don't want to disrespect the sponsor, but another, you know, another Race, sponsor. Racetech, yeah. Racetech.com. So. Uh, all right, E-Ray, this one, this one's kind of hard to decipher, but what advice do you have for Tony Alessi's transition into his daughter racing WMA? Well... I have advice. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. I mean, what is the state of WMX right now? What is the? St- I mean, Courtney. I see Courtney Duncan. 
is you know they got a, they got a thriving okay Europe. Europe. Yeah. I, I think it's okay. Yeah. I think it's okay in Europe. Um, obviously, they're back with the with the GPS. Yeah, where they need to be. Um, this, this? I think I think the 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 right now in the states we actually have some really <clears throat> excuse me we actually have some. Got some in my throat. You're getting choked up thinking of WMX. We get it. Eddie. We get it. <laughs> now, um, great time. There's, there's Make def- sure you grab it by the mic when you move it. Yeah, make sure you do that. There we go. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> grabs the mic to move the thing. I mean, in America, we actually have some really good women riders right now. There's there's a solid six or seven girls that okay. are that are really good. Yep. Um, I don't think it's that good right now. Could but Jess hopefully. could Jess come out right now and win though? Uh, How good are they tomorrow? With a week, with a couple weeks riding, um, I don't think so. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because I think Jess is maybe a little rusty, lap for lap for sure. I think she could turn close to the same lap times yeah. as, as the girls. Right. Um, but to come out and race and win in the week, no, I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. All right, next question, Seth. Why are you covering? Why are you covering up Webb's wrist injury? <laughs> uh I wasn't covering it up. I was never um I mean actually I guess I did for a couple people. Um I was I was we were just trying to keep it quiet. Just trying to not let the word get out. I mean now it's out there so I'm not covering it up at all, but so so dumb. It's so dumb. I was uh we just didn't want to didn't want to let the word yeah, get out. Yeah, because what? Someone's going to target the wrist. It's like on, ridiculous. You guys are such I on get, track I, walk someone might walk up and yeah, yeah. I mean, when I, when I was asked uh, about it, I would try and cover it up. Yeah, you're like, uh, I, would, I wouldn't come out and say, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, nothing's yeah, wrong. You know, right, right. I would just not like, try to. Hey, look, a unicorn. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't right. try and bring it up. Right. All right, next question. That was longer than 30 seconds. <laughs> Steve, what rider struggled the most in the mud? I said it today on our podcast. Uh, Vince Freeze. Uh, I don't know how he made the main. <laughs> Honestly, great job by him. I think he got like 15th or something. He looked like he had never ridden in the mud ever. I seen that he did. He he looked like. Do you see that when he tried to seat bounce that double and it just <laughs> yeah. pitched oh, no. him yeah. off? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Honestly, yeah. he's a great rider. Yeah, he is. I'm, I just, I was like, oh my god! Like in all the heats and everything, like he got good starts, and you're just like, this dude cannot ride the mud. You know, um, he made, but he made the main. So good for him. Maybe I'm. Maybe I was. You know, maybe I missed the guy. So. Still made the main though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eddie. Benny Bloss was the worst. No, I'm kidding, Eddie. Eddie's oh. gonna fight me. Jeez. Eddie, who was the worst person you ever road tripped with? Man. Don't say me. <laughs> you were sleeping most of the time. You're an asshole for <laughs> killing my Aerostar. Um Worst person. Fourteen ever. seconds. I know off the bat my worst road trip partner. Go ahead and answer then, because yeah. it's hard to think. I've done so many road trips. It's like how do yeah, you? Yeah, you literally have. Yeah, a lot. Oh, mine's definitely Matt Winters. He falls. I don't, he, I don't know who that is. Um, he used to be Coop's mechanic. Now he works for KTM. He oh, for, for Dino. Dino. For Dino. Dino. I didn't know his last name. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, yeah and everyone knows him as Maniac. Oh, okay. Uh, he falls asleep at the wheel. What? Yeah. <laughs> thank, yeah. Thank you for letting me know. Hopefully, yeah. if he wants to take a road trip, right? Like, yeah. No, yeah. Or I'll drive the I'm whole way. I'm staying away from that guy. Yeah. No, he. Uh, Does he have a medical issue? Like no, or, no, no. Or just, <laughs> he's narcoleptic. No, like Nate. I mean, this is like Alexander's a, narc. It's not, not a recurring it. thing, but it did happen once. Uh, oh, dude. He took the night shift, and it almost ended it for all of us. Wow. <laughs> now That's we, scary now stuff. we now we laugh about it. Yeah. Scary but stuff. though. I got to give Matt a hard time about that. Yeah. All right. 
Right, uh, so yeah, he's a nice guy. I don't know his last. I didn't know his last uh, name, but he works for Dino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guy. All right, Seth. Last question. Over the years, has Eddie Ray gotten you into or out of more trouble? Uh. I don't have any. I can't say I have any trouble experiences with Eddie. Eddie none, none, none. Eddie's always been a great guy to me. Yeah, but we don't hang out enough for me to get you in or out right. of trouble. That's, That's true. the thing. Like we know each other, but it's not like we hang out. Like this is. It's like oh, we're around each other. But right, right. Well, Moser doesn't know. Before today, I had, I probably never called him on the phone. Oh uh, really? Oh, times. yeah. One time yeah. about some infat parts. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. I thought you guys were tighter than that. No, never I called mean, them on the phone. Oh, nah. no. We're, no, we're tight, but it's not enough to right. get me in trouble. So, I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. I feel like uh, the 25-year-old Eddie Ray got in a lot of trouble. I can see that. A lot of trouble to a lot of places. You got to remember, I'm way younger than him. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I've never... You mean, like, jail trouble or, like, getting <laughs> arrested? Anything. Maybe a little mischievous, Growing but not, like... up in the mean streets of Miami. <laughs> Cocaine cowboys. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Eddie was in there. He was a cocaine cowboy. <laughs> no. Um, you know what I mean, though? Well, we, we all know the arena cross story. We all know that. That type of stuff. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, 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 maybe a right, little bit. Right, but right. Okay. All great experiences. What's the arena cross story? Oh, ch- we can't he don't it. listen. To, he's, he doesn't he don't listen. listen. If you don't know JT's that JT's arena cross story where Frank was getting beat up? No, I don't remember that. It's an all-timer, and we're not telling it again. We've yeah, we're told not it, telling it. We've told it five, six times. Tell it to him on the way home. Yeah, I was going to say, I want to hear. I don't, it's know, if good, this, I don't but, know if this is a good time to bring it up, but I do want to hear uh, it. No, th- every, listen, how many people listen to the Pulp Show? 20-some 20, 20 thousand, yeah. 25, let's say 25. Okay. 24,000 know about it. Oh, they already, okay, so I'm late to this news. Someone, yeah. tweet, someone tweet me. Tell it's me a, it's an it. all-timer, uh, Eddie, Eddie JT, and uh, it was a made Water World. Real quick, and, okay. quick story. Some Jason's been a friend of mine for a long time. I seen somebody like basically cheap shotting Frank and it upset me and it ended in a huge Frank Thomas, JT's dad. Right. Two separate yeah. two separate fights, but the last one was like big. Like it, it was like the police in Dallas, like a brawl. A silencer and a chain. I think, I, think and, I did hear that. Yeah, story. It's, silencer it's, and yeah. a chain. So, yeah. It was a scrap. Alright. Alright, is that it? X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. If you don't need an X-Brand, you won't win. You will not win if you don't win X-Brand. The the guy who won the KTM, no, the super mini winner in Arena Cross on Friday? Jack Ryan. X-Brand. Cowie kid? You know what I learned today? You know whose son that is? Ricky Ryan. Yeah, Yeah, Rick Ryan. I told him that today. Yeah. Yeah. That was the kid? Daytona. Yeah, no, I got to call. I'm calling him for a podcast, Ricky Ryan. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a podcast with him. Jack Ryan. I'm doing a podcast with the George Holland coming up. You George, George Holland? Holland? We yeah. were just talking about this oh, today. Oh man, this is making me so happy. Yeah, I've been Holland. asking you for months to I get know. George Holland. Okay, get this. I got George Holland's number. Uh, wouldn't answer. Wouldn't answer. Wouldn't answer. No text. Nothing else. I called him. Left <laughs> messages. Nothing. One day I call him. I'm like, I'm gonna call this guy. I call him. He's like, Hey, what's up? Yeah, sure, I'll do one. And we're we're working it out. Wow, so that's we're, awesome. Yeah, we're good. George I Holland. can't wait to hear the George Holland one. Well, you need to give me some questions that you you, you need asked. He said he won some. a championship and disappeared off the face of the earth. Not entirely true, but close, yes. No, well, I, I remember George Holland. Won the 88 title. In 89, he d- was defending it against Brad Jarkardowski, all these kids, and he took the lead in the points or was very close, separated his shoulder, never raced again. That's halfway, crazy. Yeah, halfway through the That's next crazy. year's Nationals. So Had to be a bad separation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, well, I think it was an old injury. So, um, 
Okay, we got... Uh, this guy said George Holland Suzuki rider from the early 90s. No, no, not 90s. <laughs> 80s. 80s. Okay, um, I want to talk to you guys about uh, the riding facilities south of the border, uh, Club MX and all that. You guys uh, kind of know that kind of stuff. Uh, but we're going to take a third and final commercial break of the night. The NFAB JGR check-in is coming up. The voicemails are coming up. What else, producer? Um, I think that's pretty much it okay we'll do some more vegas talk yep lots to talk about here on the pulp mech show presented by btosports.com fly racing stick around we'll be right back eddie race song is uh, coming up asap thanks everybody hey there this is the voice of supercross guy and you're listening to the pulp mx show Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
Gear Alloy wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8 pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Bent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time. From Atlas Brace, we thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there.
Hey guys, it's Brittany Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it. it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5 hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Do you own a KTM like Anders Schlott? Then listen up. 
you can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey, 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 hey. W-Wheels. Now that I got all your attention... Let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freebird. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels just because you paid 
$500 for a set of wheels. You're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Beck Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock up Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Pulp MX Show. Aiming for heaven, but probably wind up down in hell. Where upon this altar, I will hang my guilt-ridden head. But it's time I'll take before I begin. Three sheets to the wind, three sheets to the wind. Yeah, it's time I'll take before I begin. Three sheets to the wind, three sheets to the wind. everybody. Pop Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. The Floggy Mollies via Eddie Ray. Pretty good. Are you into this kind of stuff? Yeah. Really? I, I always like just the Floggy Mollies. Do you? Yeah. I always just think of that we're going to Boston. Yeah. It's played all the time, all movies and stuff, like whatever yeah. that is. We're going back to Boston or something. Shipping up to Boston. Is that it? Yeah, okay, that's... yeah, yeah. That's not Floggy no, Mollies. No, it's not Floggy Mollies. Drop, dropkick? Dropkick Murphy's. Murphy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, that's the only Whenever I think of this stuff is what I think of. Uh, this music reminds my buddy Billy Boozer. So like Benny Boss? You know Billy Beers from New York? You know Billy Beers? Come on! Wow. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I know Billy Beers. Billy Boozer. 
I used, well, to, I used to stay with him down in Ocala. Or, like, we stayed at Ocala Hard Rock and yeah, used yeah. to ride all the time. Wow, I did not. That's a I'm, legend, dude. Billy Crash. <laughs> yeah. Follow him on Instagram. Wow. I cannot believe you know him. You know Shelmerdine, then, too. Guy. Come on. Dude. Wow. Dave I'm, just finding, I'm just finding this information what out. What about Nick Nelson Great. Simmons, William Smith? Great radio, yeah. <laughs> you know Nick Smith? Dude, are you kidding me? Dude, I used to hang with all those New Yorkers. Y- yeah, this is local right now. Great radio here, boys. Uh, hey, we don't need him anymore. Having, Let's just talk about New York. This is Seth and Eddie talking about who they know in New York. Can't get any better. <laughs> all these guys are like, I just heard our name on the bull <laughs> Can't get any better than that. By the way, there's a new Pulp Mech show, which, uh, which has a saying. Great radio, I just bro. want to hear the motocross stuff. He's probably from up there. Check out, check out, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he is. Check out that under the uh, shop portion of, uh, of pulpamex.com. We're selling a shirt, new shirt, Pulp Show shirt. So it's got the uh, tagline. I just want to hear the motocross stuff on it. So please, yeah, check it out if you want it. Um, and Fab, of course, uh, great guys down there. Jeep Trucker, SUV Parts, they've got it. And uh, they've got a lot going on. And big proud to sponsor the sport. So if you want to support the sport, support the ones who support the sport. And NFAB supports the sport. So support sport. Support them. And uh, if you want a discount from NFAP, email us uh, using the contact form on pulpamex.com, and uh, we can help them pass that on. Of course, NFAB, uh, Eddie, huge part of yours and Jessica Patterson's uh, program for a long time. Yeah, for sure. Tom was actually, uh, he came this weekend and watched uh, Arena Cross, so it was really cool to have him there. Last time he came, I really dropped the ball. So was Ah, Loretta's. He, man, and he, I... You could tell. I mean, I think he wanted to be there, but not really because it's probably too hot and dirty. Yep. And uh, so I've drug him all the way down there, and ended up not winning. So this time I was like, Just that dominated. was like that was probably the most weight on my shoulders. Like I can't fail in front of Tom. You know now, what I mean? Um, what bike were you riding? Were you riding your own? Uh, I was riding the Yamaha yeah. 50. So what happened to the Suzuki? Did you have a Suzuki? Uh, yeah, I had a Suzuki for a while, and got rid of it or what? It went to uh, Tom's uh, Tom's son. Oh, okay. He wanted it, so. All right. Um, so you're back on Yami. And then he got me a Yamaha. Right. So. Um, and you're gonna if you have a bike, Seth, you're gonna get a Yamaha. Yep. If Yamaha 450. Yeah. That is when, the plan. If you come back and, and race and all. Uh, I'll be back. I'm just saying, if you want to do the nationals or whatever. <laughs> um, Last three rounds. So the NFAB guys are a big part of the of the JGR team, and. Uh, Quiet down. Big part of the JGR team, and they do well uh, with those guys. Big part of them. So what we do is spotlight a member of JGR each week. But I'll t- I tell you, uh, Eddie, it's getting harder to do these segments as the results go downhill after the races. You know, it's been tough for those guys, man. Barsha got his first top ten. Obviously, he missed some time with injury, and, and Pike didn't qualify. Well, I hurt his hand, and it was muddy. But, you know, it's... I go over there and... It's been a rough go for those yeah. guys. Dude, it has been. And uh, I've been on teams like that, so I can understand. Could you ar- maybe arguably say that they're one of the best teams with the worst results? I mean, I mean they have an amazing team. You can't say that the group of guys they have oh, isn't... Oh, and, wh- and what they're capable of doing? Not, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. But, uh, man, I talked to somebody uh, that would know. I asked him about JGR going to a new manufacturer next year. You know, their Yamaha contract is up. So it's 50-50 that they stay or they go another color. I've heard Cowie bantered around. Uh, that's about it. So I mean, I've, I've, I've heard it kicked around, and I've actually talked to, you know, uh, some people, you know, that probably know about it, and 
it just seems like switching is a bad idea. You know, when they well, got so much stuff for a Yamaha, no, they, they got that thing dialed. Yeah, they know what they know what to do. They know how to run yeah. it. You know, it's gonna take some time to get that if they were to switch to an, and, another manufacturer. And I don't see any other OEM other than Cowie who really needs a guy. What about Suzuki? They got RCH they really and need Suzuki. Somebody. Well, they they got Kenny Rocks in it for now. Oh Anyways. yeah, true, true. Um, but I don't see Cowie stepping up and writing the what check. What about Husky? You know what I mean? I heard Husky wants a team, another guy, another team. I've heard K- Cowie. That's yeah. only that's the only thing I've yeah. heard is KTM and Huskies, dude. If Husky gets another team, they're just gonna be taking over. Yeah, taking over the world. All right. Hewitt doesn't like when you call the Huskies a KTM, and probably John Eric doesn't like it either. But it's fucking KTM. Same thing. Yeah. So yeah. beat it, everybody. White plastic. Right. Exactly. Uh, so let me talk about people who don't like to call it that, and let me just call it that on the show. So <laughs> uh, I wonder why nobody likes me. It's <laughs> having a conversation with uh, a industry wife this weekend at the Monster Party when I had the gold bracelet, the VIP one. And uh, she was, uh, she said, you, you, you're my favorite Twitter follower. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. She's like, yeah, it's so funny to see your responses and, and all this. And we think it's funny. And I'm like, oh, cool. Right on. She goes, let me tell you, all these people don't like you. And I always tell them, I'm just like, what? Wait, back up. All these people don't like you. <laughs> Can we get back to that? God. Maybe there are people who don't like you. Uh, there's some, but I mean, all these people, you she's got to throw in the all. I don't know. Anyways. Back to the NFAB JGR check-in. So I went over and uh, I talked to J-Bone, Jeremy Albrecht, the team manager. Yeah, got to be more specific. Right, right. He's a good dude. He's funny. He's one of the best guys in the pits. I, I got a lot of time for J-Bone. Uh, he's honest. He's open. Uh, he's funny. Um, you know, he kind of knows that we're not curing cancer out there. And, uh, you know, he can laugh at his team's frustration. Sometimes some guys, they don't really want to talk. They take this stuff pretty personal. So I get it. J-Bone's not one of them. He knows he's been around a long time. It's funny because he's had so much success as a mechanic. What's wrong, Pookie? Yeah, he's up here. Okay. So here's a JGR check-in with J-Bone. And uh, we'll be right back after this. N-Fab.com. Yeah. All right, J-Bone, N-Fab, JGR check-in. I missed it last week. Thomas is probably going to dock my pay. But here we are, Vegas. Let's not talk about tonight. No, let's talk about tonight for a little bit. Uh... Kind of gnarly. I, you, this reminded me of Dallas 97. You and Fro taking it home and putting a big point lead on McGrath. Yeah, the only difference was we won. Yeah, but the track, like <laughs> the, track. the rolling around of dudes, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was definitely, uh, you know, it, it was hard to do everything every lap. And the guys that could do the jumps, really, you make a big difference. Uh, yeah, it was, there was stuff, people wrecking everywhere. Uh, definitely crazy. Exciting for the fans. Oh, fans stuck around. It's cool to see all the fans cheering and yeah. loving it and in raincoats. And, you ever yeah, seen something in Vegas like this? Never in Vegas, no. I mean, you live here. It's not like this. This isn't really Vegas weather, but uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I, I've never seen that. And that storm in the middle of the day was crazy with that yeah. much water all at once. Nuts. Um, okay, so now we'll talk about the season, uh, or let's not, and just move on to outdoors. Yeah, outdoor would probably be better. I mean, we're really hoping for better. I mean, uh, so Barsh has been putting a lot of time in outdoors. Phil's been putting a lot of time in outdoor. Um, you know, Weston, he's been riding a lot yeah. too, but he's not as focused on outdoor as the others. But yeah. definitely, uh, you know, last couple of weeks he's been more into it. So um, definitely, yeah, we're hoping to start over just like everybody and uh, start with some confidence and uh, some good results. Last year, Hangtown didn't go that good for Barsha, but then we turned it around to Glen Helen. Mm-hmm. And then obviously when it was muddy at Bud's Creek, started riding a lot better. So hopefully we can start that better earlier than last year. Pike season wasn't as good on paper this year, but okay, he, he gets suspended. 
first two races, you know, gets in a fist fight. Then he's cruising to a pretty good finish in Oakland and eats crap on the last lap by himself. That holds him back for a few races. He's got some other issues going on. So on paper, it's not as good. But he's at times, I mean, uh, six top tens, I think, on the year. It was okay. It was, it was a decent year. Yeah, I mean, for how stacked the field is, it definitely yeah. was, you know, it's what I would have expected last year. But because he did so good last year, yeah. it put the expectation of what he could do to me this year and to him. Yeah. I mean, he's as yeah. bummed as we are. I mean, but if you look at who's ahead of him, I mean, they're all solid dudes. Um, he, he did have some. We didn't have a lot of injuries this year, like with the field. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, usually it's dwindled down a lot yeah. more than it is right now. And, um, you know, really for Pike, I, I thought he. He had some good rides. Like last week, he rode really awesome all day, the best I've seen him ride until halfway through the main event. Then he started struggling, and, uh, you know, he was sliding around. He felt like he was sliding around more than other people, and uh, his lines weren't moving, and people just figured out the track a little bit. I guess when the track changed, they figured it out. But I thought that his day was awesome until yeah. the last 10 laps of the yeah. main event. So that was the only bummer. But so there's some flashes of, of what's, what's in there, and, you know, even today he was riding good in the mud, and he went down and hurt his wrist. So there's some, yeah. I mean, he was the guy that was looking the best today out of our team. Um, Barsha was struggling a little bit, and then he got a little better, and then he was running fifth in the main, and then he crashed. But that's, I mean, there's lots of people who can say that, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, silly season right now. You getting a lot of calls? Uh, there's a little some calls. Yeah, I wouldn't yep. say a ton, but oh, okay. yeah, maybe uh, I guess yeah, I more, than to, normal, more than talk, normal. Yeah. I talked to another 450 team manager. Yeah. He's like, dude, I got like eight guys, good guys calling me. Yeah, there's probably eight. I would, the yeah. good thing is they're not wearing us out yet. I think it's, they're, they're saying who's available, yeah. but when no one's wearing you out, it'll yeah. start getting when outdoors start, they'll yeah. start really trying to put pressure on and, and um, we'll see what happens. We've known like uh, Tickle and, uh, and Wilson for a couple guys that kind of turned you down for rides uh is that something you hold against them and now no. you're like hey beat it we weren't good enough before no i mean not necessarily okay. i i it might be in the back of your mind it's yeah. kind of like a rider uh you know they yeah. don't they don't want to there's something in the back of their mind but yeah. it's it wouldn't make i mean i've hired people I, I hire workers that I've fired. I stay friends with people that yeah, I've fired. Yeah. I hi, rehire riders I used to have. That's a good point. I, mean, yeah. I really, I'm, I feel like we don't hold grudges at all. If it's the right fit and the right time, and and it's uh, going to make our program better, I I do it. I don't. Yeah, no grudges here. We're going to go out tonight, like like ninety seven style. No, I wouldn't say that style. Okay. But I'm considering going out. I'm a little tired at the moment, so we'll see yeah. when I get back. Shower and. Uh, see what happens but I, i'd like to i don't ever do it we're not flying out till uh monday yeah. so there's there's a shot did you get the gold ones uh ben has gold ones yeah i only got black oh i got gold ones good job yeah you're right. in you're vip yeah maybe so we'll maybe if, if i get a gold one i'll look for you we'll yeah meet up there's gold green and black yeah i got green ones and black ones and the, gold ones the ones you want <laughs> yeah so Imagine that. Mathis, Mathis has, has gold it. ones. Good job, Mathis. I feel like I'm Fresno again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. JGR and Fab checking. J-Bone. Couldn't help but get the wristband talking there. He didn't have gold. Didn't have gold. You still got hooked up, though. So Eddie Ray and uh, Seth Rarick in studio. Eddie Ray, two-time World Arena Cross champion. Fresh off titles yesterday in the Pulp Show studio tonight. People already calling me out on Instagram, telling me they're coming for him. <laughs> I can tell you this. You won't get this one. You won't get this one from me. 
You have to pry it out of my dead hands. Get the forty. That the forty. Yeah. The plus forty. I feel like I'm in the. I don't. I shouldn't even be in this room. You got titles. You have yeah. titles. Yeah. Jass has titles. Kenzie yeah. has titles. Yeah. But yeah, I got four Manitoba titles. Yep. I missed don't the worry, fifth one. I'm but... still here. Yep. I guess what you mean you were in the he, same. He hey, made... you were blessed with good looks. There you go. You can't have the. T- you can't have it all. <laughs> and bro, he made MX fails. He's a dune goon, so you don't. You don't have that. No, I don't so. have that. Bent subframe and everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Um, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB, Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Gear Alloy Cold Call. Calling my mom didn't quite work out. We should have called. She called never called Billy Boozer. No, we should have called him. We yeah. called Nick Billy. Smith. Yeah, the whole JGR <laughs> NFAB check and these two idiots were talking about people from New York that they know. Yeah, you like that. <laughs> Works Connection, Michelin Starcross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, Ride Engineering, and Two Under, the number two UNDR, the best men's underwear out there. Please check out sponsor deals on uh, PulpMechShow.com for all the codes that you need for all the discounts from all of our guys, and uh, we really appreciate it. With the BTO Sports guys, you got to call down and mention Pulp, and uh, that's the way you get the discount on that one. So, um, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, also, thanks to... Uh, uh, our guests tonight, Cooper Webb and Gavin Faith. Cooper Webb, 250 Supercross champion. Gavin Faith, Amsoil Arena Cross champion. 702-586-7857. You can call anytime, leave a voicemail. And uh, we've got uh, many voicemails. We'll get to that segment in a second. But uh, first up, with you two guys in studio now, um, Seth, you rode and for a long time at South of the Border. It's a yep. riding facility. Eddie, you are in South Carolina and club? I'm not in any of them, no, but, but I you, live near been, club. Live I, near li- club. I mean, yeah. if you're by, I'm, I'm, I'm almost the same distance to club as I am okay. to south of the border. Um, these facilities are are popping up everywhere, and like I, we were talking, Wagan and I were talking this week. Like, if you go to club right now, uh, Brayton is there, Alessi is there, Phil is there. Um, I'm missing some guys. Help me out, McAdoo. I don't know who that is. He's pretty fast, okay. amateur kid. There's. Like three or four guys. I'm sure South of the Border has dudes too. Like it's like a whole like thing during the week where these guys are going out riding and and it's kind of neat what they're doing. These these facilities are blowing up. Yeah. No, I spent years at SOB. Right. Um, I love that place and uh, yeah, there's a lot of good people to ride with. We're actually planning on going there for the summer. Oh, um, you the, and Coop, yeah. Uh, yeah, and AP and Harrison. Okay. Are going. Um, I I don't know what I mean. Obviously, Coop's wrist might change yeah. things a little bit, yeah, but. Yeah. That uh, that's been the plan to go spend uh, spend a good amount of time there this summer. So what about Baby Al? I think he's going to Minnesota. Oh, he's going yeah, home with his brother, huh? Jmar, I, I think so. Jmar was on the show last week. I didn't even know this. He's in Minnesota. He rides Supercross there. He's got a house in Rochester. Yep, whole deal. Yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty sure Alex is going. Jmar's there now. Yeah, riding Supercross. Yeah, that's what he told us. Well, oh, he has been. You're saying yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know about tonight, but I'm saying, like, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Oh. I know he's going for the summer. Yeah, I know he goes home misun- for the summer. Was I misunderstanding him when he said I'm here? Uh, I mean, maybe, no, I don't, I mean, okay. I don't know. you might be here. Right. Um, because he told a story how he was in California with Phil and his gas can fell out, so how could he be in Minnesota when he was on last week? Yeah, no, I mean, I've seen Jeremy and Callie a lot. But. I think he goes back for the summer. I like how Seth Rowe was trying to cover for the possibly lying rider. And being like, uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't um, know, actually. Yeah. I haven't been at the track um, that much, so. I love Millville. I've raced a ton there, you know, and all that. I even raced the national stuff. But would you want to ride it every single day? If you're in Minnesota? Yeah, but they have yeah. that other track up top that's yeah. pretty good. Oh, they have one up top? If you, I'm if sure. you go, you know where um, you go, uh, um, the Chattapult, whatever that yeah. thing is, turn, 
go down, yeah, go back, turn and straight back new, up. If yep. you go all the way to the top of that, don't like make they, a turn. Like there's a track now. up there. Oh, there is? Yeah, it's but really good. It's where they added that section, right? Isn't up, right. up there, yeah. But there's a whole other track up there, probably the same size as the Millville track. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah heard. she's ridden there. We Okay, so they invited us to go. Hey, we, okay. They invited us. They're like, oh, come ride our track. And I'm like, we're thinking we're going to Millville. Like, we're going to ride Millville. Like, the sand whoops. Like, yeah, yeah, here we go. And we get there, and they drive us to the top of this hill. Or they say, follow us up to the top of this hill, and here's this whole another motocross track up there. And mm. it's, like, a little bit tricky because, like, the weeds are growing on it. So, like, when you hit big jumps, you really can't see <laughs> yeah. the landings because there's, like, weeds growing on them. Yeah. But, yeah, a whole other track up there. Yeah, mm. no, I've heard that. And then they, they went down and rode on the Millville track literally for five minutes, and Johnny Martin came. I, I've never seen Alex so scared in my life, like. Really? Yeah, like you, like horns. You was wow. He was like, "Get off that track!" It was like, was we're this at around it. the time of the national, or uh, a week before? Oh well, then yeah, I get it. Yeah, they had just built those big doubles in the back. Oh yeah, and nobody had hit them, so they thought, <laughs> "Oh, let's go over there." <sighs> Bad idea. Let's not do Bad that. Bad idea. Yeah. Um, so don't Eddie, mess with Johnny Martin. So Eddie, unbiasedly, south of the border, Club MX. What's the better facility? Man. I, I don't want to, you know. Well, I, tell me, what do you think of the tracks, or what do you think of the deal? I don't know. Here's the thing. I've been to South of the Border one time. Okay. Um, they have an amazing outdoor track. I never rode it, but I've been there. Uh, I've been to Club, and I've ridden their outdoor track, their practice. What I like about Club is they have the main track, like where the, the people who pay to train, uh-huh. and then they have a practice facility, and that track's just as good, but... You know, so you got a little more options, maybe two full size. And right. when I was at uh, South of the Border, um, I just seen one big track. But then again, I, I've never, I've spent one day at South of the Border with a friend and I didn't ride. He rode, then we left. So okay. I'd be giving bad information if I said one was really better how, than the other. How do they, uh, and this is, you know, again, maybe kind of dumb, but like, can anybody go and ride for the day? You just pay to ride for the day? Or do you have to be like a member and pay a lot of money? Uh, SOB has, has changed that. They used to have like designated practice days, like okay. Wednesday. Anyone could come and ride. I think it was Saturday too. Yeah. Uh, it's changed now. Um, I think now it's only if you're training there. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. It, uh, yeah. The club I, I, the club has a club has a track where you can come and just pay for the day and ride club practice facility. Um, I think if you go on Wednesdays, if you're at club practice. And there's club training. I think on Wednesdays you're allowed to. They do like a swaparuski. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you can. They can both. Yeah. Trade off. I always just wonder how these people keep how these places keep track of who pays, who doesn't, who's a member. Yeah, this guy's I got think, a buddy. I think that's why SOB changed it because okay. it was getting too much like that. Right. And now I haven't been there in a little while, right. so maybe he's brought it back since then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Right. But. I mean, I know like with GPF and I don't know about MTF, but like we've gone to GPF and. It's real. It's members. You know yeah. what I mean? But they're not opposed to, like, let's say somebody wants to go ride. You can go ride for the day, but the the price to ride for the day is pretty high. Would would Jessica Patterson have to pay that price? Yeah. Oh, when okay. we went, yeah, yeah we okay. pay. Right. And plus, what keep you know, you got to remember, like, even though it's Jessica, we go to tracks where people are like, no, no, you're here. Don't worry. Don't pay to ride. That's what keeps these places open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like... When we go to when we go to GPF, yeah, you pay you pay the thirty five bucks, but it's worth it. You know what I mean? You get it. You get a solid day of track that are always watered. Um, we go to MTF and Colleen doesn't make her pay. Like I mean, yeah. we were the first people to ever put laps on an MTF. Me, Brian Johnson, and her. Like we, when it just got done. Right. So and Jessica's from Tallahassee. So you know, I think 
she's kind of like almost like. What about Carmago? Have you ridden there? Yeah, we used to ride at Ricky's quite a bit, but yeah, Jessica, I mean, you were there a lot, a ton, yeah. Um, yeah, but now, now we haven't been there in a long time. I think it's more they've changed that a bunch. Like you know, not just right. she'd show up and ride with Ricky and Earl. You know, oh, Earl May. Earl May. Like, Earl like, the Pearl is a legend. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's these facilities in GPF, uh, uh, MTF, located in uh, Tallahassee area and south of the border in South Carolina. Club is North Carolina or is it still South? I don't no, know. they're both in South Carolina. Oh, okay. Um, like we were talking, like I said, like there's a ton of guys at Club, man. It seems like a full national, which is cool. But and if you're a media guy, go down there and take some video and do some stories and everything else, you know. So yeah, it's good. Like you we, know. Uh, yeah, no, SLB is the same thing, just yeah. do, like, uh, you know, simulation races, that type yeah. of stuff, so yeah. it's good. No, it's uh, it's amazing. Uh, these facilities are getting uh, quite popular. So. When I used to go down, back when I'd go down and ride with Jessica, we'd go to Ronnie Lust's place. And oh, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> he'd be like, yeah, come on out and ride. And uh, I'd be standing there with Jess, and he'd say, but you can't ride. Don't bring your bike. <laughs> right. Because he said I didn't put in enough effort. Really? <laughs> this is a long time ago. <laughs> so when I'd be up there riding with Jessica, be like, all right, we're going to Ronnie's today. So I'm like, oh, I'll just leave my bike at the house. And I'd go out there. But then we'd go race on the weekends. And Shane did, did Ronnie would... have a lumberjack on? Lumberjack jacket? No. Okay. No. And, uh, I only so, ever saw Ronnie with a lumberjack jacket. So on. we would go to some local races on the weekend, and Ronnie would be there. And I don't know what changed, but I think one day maybe I rode and I did good. And he goes, hey. When Jessica comes to ride this week, you can come ride. You can bring your bike. So I'm like, hey, Ron, I've known Ron, Ronnie's. I'm the same as same as Ezra. You know, yeah, we yeah. grew up racing together, me, Ezra, and Timmy. So it's not like he doesn't know me. I'm just some random yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. He just said, you don't put in enough effort, boy. <laughs> so I show up with my bike, and I'm getting it out of the truck, and I'm all excited. I'm like, I'm finally going to get the ride. He goes, all right, let's go out to the track. Hey, you? You can't ride here. You got to go to the back. <laughs> he made me ride in the back. Like, nobody's back there. I'm back there all by, by myself. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm riding this track that's right. out in the woods. He goes, you can't ride this track. You got to go to that track. Wouldn't let me ride with them. Wow. <laughs> all day by yourself. Yeah. Go to the back. He didn't care. Just get out of here. Oh, Damn. man. Uh, all right. Let's play the voicemails. Best of the best that was this week. I uh, narrowed it down, and uh, let's listen and see what we got to say. Hello, Steve Mathis. Uh, I was just calling for something a little bit random, but uh, I was listening to your show the other day, and I thought to myself, I think I might have something to add, and that is uh, I do some voiceover work. I'm trying to uh, boost my side job, which is doing voiceover recordings. I do a lot of intros and outros and uh, some commercial stuff, and sounded like maybe uh, a few of your ads could use some updating. A few of your uh, a few portions of the program, I think, could... Could use a little help in that way. So uh, if you think that as well, let me know. I'll listen to the show on Monday or tonight, I should say, and uh, I'll hear what your response is, yay or nay. And if so, then I'll maybe send you uh, an email with some recordings. Have a good one. Love the show. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, bro. Email me. Use the contact form on pulpmx.com. Maybe we can put you in the rotation for commercials. I agree. Some of our commercials are old and need a bit refreshing up. We do have the Voice of Supercross guy, which is pretty awesome. But, um, yeah, email me, bro. Uh, the point I'd like to make is that uh, with with the possibility of upcoming chase format, uh, my thought is that it's really exciting right now. It's been great racing. Uh, I, I believe the with the 450 with Dungey clinching last week, um, the uh, whole thing with the East and the West going against each other and where the points are at, that builds excitement. That gives you all something to write about, something to talk about, and 
And I, I think that the format is exciting just the way it is. So uh, just, just my point, my perspective on it, it's been great racing, uh, entertaining. I'm enjoying it this year. Uh, yeah, I agree. Chase, I think Chase is good. Fans hate it. No, I'm all. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it, dude. It's me. I mean, it sucks if you're Ryan Dungey, but I think it'd be yeah. exciting. How can any fan hate it? It yeah. just, dude. it just builds more excitement. Sense. Think about the last round. You'll be just sitting there at your TV three hours early, like looking at your watch, like, like you know. And like, if you're Dungey and you have the most wins and the points lead, you're gonna have a points lead going to the chase. They're not gonna yeah. start you all at zero. Yeah. And here's the thing. Look at the chase. Okay, they've done it in arena cross for four years. The person going in. Leading the points has won the chase every time. No, Zach Games. I asked Bowers. Zach Games led one time when Bowers missed some races. Ah, uh, because he missed with a broken collarbone. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah. Basically, and and the and best guy still won. Our yeah. own Travis Marks added it up this year. Dungey would have won again, right, Trav? I know it's shocking, but yes, yes. Except for the year Villapoto blew out his knee, Brayton would have won. Brayton. Uh, Brayton would have won on a Honda. Wow. On Brayton rode yep. Honda. Yep. Yeah, 12. But that's that. that's like, okay, so I think we went on a 10 race thing and it's 7 for the title. I've yep. heard they're going to go 12 and 5. So yeah. I think that'd be awesome. I, yeah. I mean, a I mean, total reset. Like, listen, I watched Arena Cross. Why are people so mad at this, though? Honestly. Because they're no, crazy. I mean, since week 10, I have had no interest in even watching the 450 mains. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, yeah. In Arena Cross, I got more excited when they got down to the last five. Like yeah. then you know it's like okay yeah. now we're going racing right. everybody's tightened up and you've seen guys with mm-hmm. a different I mean you know you come in with a different attitude like what if you kind of hold back a little you know what I mean yeah. and then come chase time like it's you- fine like I think we almost need to like if Brayton won the Supercross title that year that RV blew out his knee great yeah good for Brayton's career good for Brayton to have that good for us to celebrate a champ like. We yeah. know RV was the best guy. We know that. Oh, well, he lost the title. But. This year, if there would have been a chase with five rounds to go, Ken would have been really how good. Would, how well, good would Vegas have been? He added them all up. Exactly. Yeah. Um, do you think the chase is coming? I think they're talking about it. Do we? I hope it's coming. I, I think I said, to you, I said this to you a while back when I had talked to somebody with, I mean, not just somebody that would just make it up. And this is what was said to me. It's coming. Right. Do you think Supercross goes international? Have you heard? Um, I, think I heard so. for eighteen, not next. I heard yeah, that. Obviously, the schedule is announced yeah. for seventeen. But I, I heard that for sure. That in mm-hmm. you know, and plus, like I said just the other day, they announced this GPSGS, whatever it is, SXGP or whatever. Yeah, but it's in Europe. It's in Europe. Yeah. So is that like a proof to contact? You know what I mean? Like, let's run one here and see what, how it goes. And no, I don't. I don't get that. I've heard they want more GPS in America, but it's a stupid idea. Teams over here are bitching about 29 and the U.S. Open and Disney's Nations. We don't want, they don't want any more races. But here's the thing. Are they bringing the GPs here? And it's just, just a question. You think they're bringing the GPs here trying to steal the teams away? Or do you think they're bringing the GPs here to, because here's the thing. When you have them, if they fall on off weekends, these guys are always looking for a race. And are they trying to, like, for instance, when Who's they go. looking for a race on off weekends? Uh, I mean, you think Dunge and Anderson are showing up? No, at, but I mean, like, I look mean. at Jeremy. Like, he would, you know what I mean? Oh, like, he ain't showing no? up. Okay, but here's the thing. When they go to, like, Qatar or all these, yeah. they can't fill the gate. Yeah. So let's just say they had five here. What about all these guys that are actually pretty good, like, you know, the local guys, they yeah, could have a 40-man game. Guys would do it, yeah. yeah, they'd go. And yeah, that's fine, yeah, yeah. I think that would still draw a crowd. Like, uh, Yeah, it's not going to draw maybe as big as the Nationals. But, uh, yeah, I mean, 
I think the tracks will realize that no spectators are there, and they'll bail soon enough. The riders and teams won't support it. Yeah, you I know, think, the monster guys hey, are basically some, ordering their dues to do it. Sometimes I wonder work. this. Right. How big would the crowd be if, let's say, they had outdoor nationals and they took out amateur days? Like, were those people... I think they have for a lot of them. No, they have amateur day at almost every one of them. I think they're on Sundays now and stuff. And Fridays that. and Sundays. Yeah. So that... That gathers even a bigger crowd of people because people want to go ride that national track. And when they get six or seven hundred riders, yeah, you know, and they know. bring their yeah. family members, like take away amateur day. Right. Yeah. I mean, is that crowd in. still as big? I don't yeah, know, I don't but so. I know the gate's full of top riders. And no, it's it is. Full. It, it, that's it's for full, sure. So, but you I, can sit at home and watch it live. Sure, you can. And you can. That's what I'm saying. Is would you rather sit in the field? Oh. Or would no. you rather sit at home and no. watch it? When I quit being a media guy, I'll probably never go to a national ever again. I will watch them on TV. <laughs> I've been doing it for 20 years. I'm good. I think Supercross is cool to go, even though it's live. You want to go the atmosphere. I probably won't go there. Nationals, I'll probably watch them on TV. Nationals, you, know, you never know if it's going to be dusty, if it's going to be rainy, it's going to be smoking hot outside. Yeah. It's like, I'll just watch it from on the TV. Yeah. I I uh, I think that if they have expand GPS, I think that's terrible, stupid yeah, idea. I don't think the as far as top guys, no, you're not going to get them because it, whether it's during the season, you're definitely not going to get them. Dude, they got to figure out the bonuses. Yeah. If the monster, if top guys go, what's a bonus race win? Yeah. I, I mean, I, no, a guy like me, I would do them. Yeah, but, sure. But as far as top guys that are attracting yeah. fans, no, it's not happening. I think yeah, it, but with teams like Barn Pros, with teams like Traders. Yeah, I think guys like that would do it. Sure, would go, if they go, yeah. they're still going to get work, though. The GP guys are bad dudes, you know? Like, you get 12th at, at, at the Muddy No Creek. different than going to a national. You're going to get no, work. If you get, you know? if you get 12th, I, if, no, but I'm saying, so what's the incentive? Like, why go? Like, I think just to go. It would look better than a GP in Mexico, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I don't get it. I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I think it's, it's a pipe dream to think that they ever reach a status of, of an American national. No, no. If that's what the fans, to, yeah. rider, t- turn out. If that's no, no, what they're trying to do. It's not happening. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's do it, Trav. Matt has just got done listening to the Moto Sixty show today. For the love of God, please, please block Chris's number. You know, I'm block crazy lady. At least she's entertaining. But this, this Chris kid is just. He just he just wears me out. I mean, I, I begging for stuff and oh, he's just 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 block the kid's number. Do us all a favor. Thanks, bud. Yeah, I like Chris. He's a regular caller of ours, but he called on Thursday. He wants me to, to retweet a, a GoFundMe so he can go to MMI. And I'm like, huh? Some of these GoFundMe's are dude. Getting this ridiculous. GoFundMe's gotten out of control. I, I saw one the other day. A kid. Um, he hasn't raced. I know this kid. He's from back home. He hasn't raced in years. Even when he did race, he wasn't that good. And he made a GoFundMe about his dream to race Supercross. And it was just asking people. For, like, the description, there was no... It was just, I just want to go racing. Just help me. But there was no story behind it, no nothing. How much money did he have? Uh, zero. Okay. Zero. This GoFundMe thing's crazy. Like, I'm going to GoFundMe for... Uh, I can see certain cases gonna, just, for it. But I want you to GoFundMe. People... I need to pay my cell phone bill. Can you? And, and people do it. It's GoFundMe. crazy. Yeah. You know, I, I we we know we there there's somebody around our area. Some stuff happened. Some bikes got whatever. GoFundMe account. It's like that's why you got insurance. You know what I mean? It's like you really expect everyone to like pitch in to go buy you a brand new motorcycle. Like pitch in and buy me a brand new. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's getting ridiculous. All right. Next question. Hey Steve. Hold on. Nature's greatest miracle uh, here. Uh, uh, Travis said, "If we had had the chase for five rounds, yeah, if you did five yeah, rounds, if we like did five rounds said. like they're talking about, 
it would have been 94 points for Roxanne, 93 for Dunch. Wow. Coming into Vegas. That, oh, coming into Vegas. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. not including, like, whatever they give Dungey for going in. Yeah, handicaps lead. and stuff. Right. Yeah. That's just yeah. the points So Dunge would have uh, a five or six point lead. Still would have been awesome. Yeah, would have yeah. been great. Yeah. Still would have made Ve- Vegas in the mud with that. That would have been unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And they crash together? They fall down together? Yeah. That's for TV. Electric, made for TV. Yeah. Electric yeah. start? All right. Cool here. Great job on the shows. They end up giving Dungey, hey, they end, they end up giving Dungey's battery the title. <laughs> here you go! <laughs> for you wondering if you ever knew or if you know what happened to Justin Buckaloo he was without a doubt one of the fastest amateurs if not the fastest amateur I ever saw ride and never really saw him too much in the pro ranks anyways just curious doesn't he train kids now? Uh, we just saw him yesterday he was in Vegas for the arena cross <laughs> world finals I was walking into the pits and yeah, he, I'm like, Justin, what? what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I train these kids and, you know, so on and so forth. And he was there hanging out all day. And, yeah, he's yeah. still training kids. Speaking, and, we got to bring this up. We're in Nevada. If anyone knows what happened to Jimmy Nelson, that's been, like, my question of the day. Jimmy Nelson, two-time Canadian champion. Battle Mountain, yep. Nevada. Yep. Middle of nowhere. I was Let's telling him when you drive, I told you, drive across 40, there's a huge billboard that says home, you know. Battle whatever his helmet is, Jimmy Nelson. Yeah, I know what Buckaloo's doing. I want to know what Jimmy Nelson. Yeah, doing. Uh, Buckaloo won Supercross win. Yamaha Troy rider yep. for a number of years. Rode, 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 rode Triple Whole X. shot master. Um, he was good, dude. Yeah. He was going to be a dude. Oh, he just got hurt, you know. Got I think up. I think it was deeper than that. Yeah. I think there was some. I think there were some issues yep. further down, like um, in you know maybe I don't know. I don't want to. I mean, I kind of yeah, I kind of okay, know, yeah. but I, I don't know the full details. And there was a lot of drama in there, and you know, just he was good though. He yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, never, never, definitely, never reached his potential. For that sure. guy was the, like when you watch him ride, he was as smooth as could be. Yeah. Just really good. Good guy, yeah. good dude. Yeah, he yeah, still nice is. Guy. Yeah, yeah. do a podcast with him. Steve, hi, great show. Thank um, you. This is Ron Lombardi. I have hi, a Ron. Question. I recently uh, saw Nico Easy on the Racer X um, video, and he took a hard look at his watch over one of the jumps in the air. And wondering um, if we'll ever see pit boards faded out in favor of some sort of Bluetooth messaging, either on a watch or on a cross pad. Um, keep up the great work. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad idea. You ever see the pit boards in Europe? Like, they're, like, six feet tall. And, yeah, huge. You know? um, last week, at the last GNCC, KTM had one of those ones, like, MotoGP, and they were hanging it on their Easy Up every time Caleb Russell came by. It had, like... The, you know, yeah. P1. Da, da, you know, sure, there's no rules, right? So, yeah. like, whatever you can do, you yeah. know? Yeah. Kind of pit boards haven't changed much. Why not? Yeah, yeah. look at that. Everything needs to change. Need to change. Oh, I'm glad you've been listening. <laughs> Hi, this is James Tacoma. Hi, James. I just want to talk about the chase James format Tacoma, that everybody's kind of <laughs> freaking out about, which surprises me. Uh, it's going to be a good thing. Okay, basically, every sport does some kind of playoff thing, and this is playoff but handicap and like no one complains about football when a team goes 19-0 like the Patriots did and then they lose in the playoffs so they say oh they got robbed no playoffs are something like the chase will be something where you gotta rise to that pressure there's pressure to fucking compete and get the championship in the playoffs the same thing I don't know I can't I can't understand why everybody's upset or why anybody's upset going to make it exciting for me, fans, and everybody, and I don't know. Ryder might not like it, but 
dude, rise to the pressure, you know? Yeah. Anyway, no, suck it, everybody. Bye. James Dakota's like that. Yeah. He likes to chase. I, I I'm agree, all for it. I agree with James. Yeah, me too. It's going to be awesome. Hashtag Supercross changes. Make uh, everybody do one pit stop per main event. Um, or not one pit stop, but uh, one tire change Oof. per main event. Nah. And then Joker Lane in every race. Make it interesting. You want to go NASCAR? Go NASCAR. NASCAR is a Joker I'm okay. lane. I'm okay for Joker lanes in a few uh, I'm races. Okay with, yep. dude, the Joker lane in Australia was sick was because it? instead of making it longer, it was shorter. It was shorter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've always thought that too. That'd yeah. be really and good. that was sick. It was like just make a pass. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm okay with some Joker lanes here and there. I'm also okay with some main events that are two twelve lappers or two ten lappers. Yep. Two or three of those a year. Yep. I'm good with that. I'm okay. The I'm only not, thing. Let me tell you something about the Joker lane in Australia. Okay. Really cool that it was faster. Seth seemed to like it. No, it, it it was a good idea. But here's the thing. Like when Jimmy used it, he just waited till he caught up. You're out of your mind, dude. And when he used that lane, he blew by the leader, and there was never a pass for the lead. You know what I mean? It, yep. it changed the dynamic of how they were racing. That's true. It did, yeah. I mean, and, the, it was funny. Jimmy came up, just bided his time right. They came, and when he took it, yeah. when he made the turn, he was already in the lead. Fuck yeah, you know, that, you. Is, that is true. I guess I was talking more about the 450 race, because that was like, you know, that, I mean, that was a good race. So yeah, I mean. Back and forth. How fast was Ricky down there? Legit, huh? Uh, yeah. By the yeah. second night, dude, yeah. he was on it. He was on it. Yeah. <laughs> I told you it was good. Yeah. I yeah. was down there. We, that was part we, of the. Did yeah. you call from Australia? Yeah, I call. I called in from Australia. I know. That's dude, what he mean. was really good. The first yeah. night, you could it tell was, maybe he's a little rusty, but by night two, dude, he was on it. Who's faster, Ricky or Benny Bloss? I'd say Ricky. Yeah. I'd okay. say Ricky. All right. I just Ricky. know you're. I'm not gonna. You know. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I, you, I'm, think, you think it's gonna rain, Eddie? You hope for rain? <laughs> hey, you think it's gonna rain? Did you just talk to me? All nervous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go, draft. That's it. What? That's it. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought there was a funny one in there. Did I forget it to put it in there? You must have. Was it Crazy Lady? No, no, no. I thought there was like a funny one. I was like, yeah, that's a good one. That was Aerosmith. Sony Entertainment is going down. Uh, Cooper Webb, Gavin Faith, uh, and Seth Rarick and Eddie Ray here on the show. Jessica Patterson also in studio. Mackenzie Tricker also. I think she's over there. I'm not sure. I can't see her. Um, that's it, man. You guys got to drive back tonight. So let's uh, let's call it an early show. I'll give you guys a 20-minute, 30-minute uh, early show. How's that? Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Sounds okay. good to me. I'll yeah. do whatever, yeah. Uh, Seth's got other things on his mind uh, the last yeah. hour or so. Hey, do you want to do a little Rarick after dark before we go? Uh, no, we're good. All we're right, good. just wondering. We're good. Thanks to our great sponsors uh, for helping us out. Um, appreciate it, like we said. Um, check out sponsor deals uh, on pulpmexshow.com. And to use our codes, please support our sports show, and then we'll support those who support those, and, yeah, we'll support everybody. Uh, Seth, hope you have fun, man. Yeah, Thanks no, for coming a great in. Time. Uh, yeah, thank we've you. been trying to make this happen for six or seven months, and it just yeah. like never really worked out. But no, it's worked out um, perfect. Okay, if Webb is hurt, would you stay on the West Coast? I think so. Oh, perfect. Well, I'll be back in then. I think You'll so. Have time on your hands. Yep. Take a little Southwest flight. Come on up. Yep. Uh, Eddie Ray, thank you again as always. Entertaining. Yeah. No Eddie problem. Ray, Arena Cross champion. Two time. Two time. Two time. And no Loretta's for you. No Loretta's. Just going to take those number one plates and ride off in the sunset. Lock them up in a case. No one's getting them. <laughs> um, this is like your summer cross for me. Right there. Summer cross. I see that. 
And Nick Way's lifetime achievement plaque that he left here. <laughs> and Kenny's award. And Kenny's innovator Tony's award. crazy contract. The Tony's contract <laughs> is the best thing in yeah, here. Yeah, that's awesome. Right? By far, that's the best thing in here. I'm glad Pookie framed it. She did a yeah, great that's, job. No, that's great. Everything. Yeah, fantastic. Or Bradshaw's pants. One of the two. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Really appreciate it. We're off next week. Yeah, wait. Yeah, we're off next week. That's news to me. Yeah, I forgot to tell you that. We're not doing a show. Thank oh, you. look, yeah. Travis gets another week off. I know, right? <laughs> Dude, so, so, God. It's an every other week thing hey, now. And I, and I pay, I, so I paid him for the year. I paid him half the year. I got to pay him again. And then when Talon comes in, I pay Talon. He should be paying Talon. I was going to ask you. Talon's if you wanted, taking his spot. I was going to ask you if you wanted me to pay him. No, because I'd rather just hold it over you. The whole I would say no that, that you don't have to pay him, but since you came you. without banana bread, oh. yeah, let's, yeah, yeah let's we got to get you back in here too, Eddie. At some point, I don't know what your schedule is. You're going back east, obviously. Yeah. so we'll, we'll get you back in or something. First Supercross, last Supercross. Yeah, you wrapped it up. Yeah, it started off. Yeah, and we talked about it the first one. I was like, hey, I said, if, oh, stay yeah, by right. your phone. We're A1. gonna cold yeah, call yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, all right, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Did we cold call? No, we didn't. I forgot about that. I forget who we called, but you know, I don't remember. Uh, and we got to come up with a gear alloy cold call too. Um, our gear alloy uh, wheel contest winner. So we're gonna come up with that and announce it on Twitter. How, how to win wheels? Yeah, we'll figure that out. Maybe we'll come up with some trivia. Trivia and emails, and you get a set of wheels from Gear Alloy. It's a pretty goddamn good price. Yeah, well, not so. good price if you're getting them for free. That's not a price. No prize. Oh, prize. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was saying, There's That's no prize, so they're yeah. free. Um, so, Cheap yeah. is good. Free is better. Uh, <laughs> thanks to Swiss Corps. Thanks to Moses for all their hard work. Travis, uh, thanks for coming in, bud. I really appreciate it. It's awesome. <laughs> Every other week. Let me know when you're, when you're back. <laughs> okay. Uh, you need to go on Gear Alloy and actually check out their new website. They just got some new wheels dropping. Uh, yeah, absolutely. JP uh, Money, thanks for uh, – hold on. Uh, there you go. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, bro. Oh, you're going to turn your mic on? Hmm. Don't grab <laughs> Why now? <laughs> no, you're off. Turn your mic off. Okay. Uh, yeah, thanks, everybody. Seth Rarick, Eddie Ray, Travis Marks, uh, Swiss Corps Moser, Gavin Faith, Cooper Webb, Seth Rarick, Eddie Ray. I'm Steve Mathis. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Thanks, everybody. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.